by Motosport.com Fly Racing and Decal Works Coming to you live from Las Vegas right outside the Lion's Den with your hosts Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas And now strap in and get ready It's show time I just don't like the guy The guy's just a douchebag yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. Coming at you! It's Monday, December 20th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you for watching. And we're on. Um, great to have you on board, everybody. Good show tonight. Very, very important show. Very uh, uh, big show for us, and we're... Really happy to have you tonight. 702-586-7857. Got a question about the uh, Supercross series, the Motocross series, or whatever it is. Give us a call, man. We will um, we'll talk about that and more tonight on the show. Again, 702-586-7857. James Stewart will be on tonight. Yes, JS7 will be calling in uh, his first appearance on the show since April 2016. Really looking forward to talking to Stu. He's got his Bubba's World podcast out. He's he's got he's got a bunch of things going on, and uh, really happy to have James Stewart on the show tonight. Levi Kitchen will be on. The Chef Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha rider will be on. Sebastian Tortelli as well, world champion, and uh, also a big part of that R and D department at the uh, Stark uh, uh, Motorcycle Department. So looking forward to Seb. Talking about the Stark and everything else. So take your phone calls. We've got a lot to talk about when it comes to the sport right now. And, uh, again, uh, welcome on board, man. Lots, lots of things are going on. Thank you to Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, The Michelin Guy, Guys, Maxima USA, ORW, Scos, Acherbys, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Ogeo Power Sports, Art of Sport, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, all on board with us tonight. We have the uh, Motorsport.com Tweet at Talent segment. We've got the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. And we have the Race Tech Rant coming up tonight on the show. 
And I got a couple of my good friends in studio with me to uh, co-host tonight. And I am sure at some point we'll break out into a massive argument about something tonight. But uh, before we get into that, let's welcome them both in. First up from uh, uh, Racer X and uh, Fly Racing and uh, former top privateer in the sport and also uh, German Supercross champion, Montreal Supercross winner. Uh, he's a f- calls in every Monday night, but now he's in studio. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not much. I'm very excited to have Weech here. Yep. Uh, we got, we're doing our Racer X Supercross preview videos tomorrow, but I think this is the first time I've ever done the actual Pulp MX show with Weege in studio. Really? I think so. Because I wow. feel like we've done the videos and then we've done the Pulp show the day before. No, it's never yeah, worked like that. I, I feel like Steve usually he really? gets his money's worth okay. out of the visit. Yeah. I try to. Okay. But these are, these are epic holiday editions of Pulp. It, we could probably have someone uh, uh, check on that. For I feel us. like it's the first time. Right? How about that? Okay. All right. Feels like the yeah. first time. Yep. And uh, that voice is uh, the Racerx online editor and the voice of the motocross series, the voice of dirt track, the voice of GNCC quad racing, the voice of GNCC a while ago, the voice of ATV motocross, the voice of Geneva supercross for a little few years, the voice of flat uh, tracking, the uh, amateur moto combine show coming on January to oh, TV, amateur yeah. moto combine. Yeah. The uh, Iron Man. And yeah. I'll you need be, to watch those in person. I'll be tuned in. I'm for sure. Those. Yeah. Mark it down. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Geneva Mark supercross. We mentioned yeah. Geneva. Gene- we have Jason Loretta's, Loretta's on TV. Loretta. Yeah. What's- yeah. All right. It's the holiday tradition. We get to come here and do the Pulp Show because we will do our Monster Energy preview shows for Supercross tomorrow. Yeah, right yeah. here are the same square footage. No, no. <laughs> it's the first time no, I've been no. to the house. Basically, same square footage. Basically. Basically, same square basically. footage. Basically. Okay. When we do the preview shows tomorrow, we roll out stats and predictions. Let's just throw in a lot of basicallys right. to really hedge our bets and cover ourselves. Did you see the pool area? Basically. I saw the pool area. Yeah. I saw the three-story foyer when Did I walked in the house. you the, see the uh, honeymooner suite? Are you staying in the mother-in-law suite over there? Uh, no, I'm in the uh, separate. There's a gym with a uh, bathroom. No, you're, he's staying in there. You're Am staying, I staying in that? I don't know what these things are yeah, called. Yeah, you're staying in the mother-in-law suite. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've actually seen my bedroom yet. We haven't. The tour wasn't long enough to get to all you the You didn't rooms. take them over there? I did, but oh, I just wow. I don't want to get into it. Okay. Like it's, it's, it's useless for me to sit here and try to refute you guys in your fake news. We got basically sh- we got shows to do here. Basically, anyway, uh, really fun to be here. Really happy. Uh, probably should do this more often. Yeah, and yeah, with JT, it's right. going to be awesome. And uh, a taser ride today took yeah. you out on the intense taser yeah, ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We've done that. I thought it was the third time I did it. You're uh, saying I it could don't be know. Four it seems like there's been a lot. Yeah. Yep. So taser I ride. Nice, I took a nice walk. You did. Yeah. <laughs> no no <laughs> taser for me. It took a nice walk. Yep. Um, hey, you. Uh, ra- I, you said you were meeting Connor at the gym. I'm like, who the heck's Connor? The Connor. Gold. Yeah. The Olympic gold medalist. Gold Connor Fields. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, we're just hanging out in a parking one. lot, random mm-hmm. parking lot. We're just broing down, yeah. everybody. Yeah, Connor Fields, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. And, sure. And gold medal winner. An yes, American unbelievable. Hero. Right. Unbelievable. Uh, Stu's on tonight. I am not sold that Stu is on tonight. Until I hear his voice on, and mm-hmm. then there is some sort of, Mark's run some sort of diagnostics to make sure it's him. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I have my doubts. Because as we know, Stu does what Stu wants. Yeah. And if Stu decides in 15 minutes that he doesn't want to come on, he's not coming on. And there's nothing you can do. I, I can't uh, I can't call that opinion out there. I can't I can't d- refute that. I, I do think he's coming on. I think he's coming on. I do. I do. So James Stewart will be on the night. Bubba's World Podcast, of course. Uh, we'll talk about that. And uh, he said, how long am I on for? And I said, how long you got? And he said, whatever you need. So, wow, maybe just five five to ten o'clock. Maybe the whole show. Yeah, just yeah, the whole show. <laughs> right. 
I'll put the headset down, JT. We can walk off, and you and Stu just have at it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Whole show, Stu. Um, um, so lots to get in tonight. We're, let's not – I, I want to talk about World Supercross. I want to talk to Stark. I want to talk about Club MX Tony trip. Tony Stark? Uh, Tony Stark and oh. Stark Motorcycles. Oh, got it. Yep. I was at Club MX for a couple of days. We have some great stories, so we'll talk about that. I don't want to step on the Racer X preview shows is what I'm kind of getting at. Like, we'll talk Supercross tonight a little bit. I do have some questions, and I have some things to talk about. But, yeah. listen, we're doing a preview show for Racer X videos, and it'll be a podcast form also. Yeah, we usually do take all the audio yeah, and so, turn it into a podcast. So, yeah. you know, just I don't want to step and on We'll be that, rolling so. them out, and we'll shoot the shows tomorrow. Uh, we probably will have episode one up. Christmas Eve-ish, yeah. and then basically that week between Christmas and New Year's, and then the other week, January 8th, I think is Anaheim, yeah. we'll roll out five total shows. Right. So do me a favor, everybody. When the first show doesn't have Malcolm Stewart in it, trust us, <laughs> we will get There's, to Malcolm. They're still yeah. going to do it. Yeah. YouTube Nation loves Malcolm. I get it. Right. But we, we're, we're probably going to talk about Cooper How Webb How could you first. leave him out? I, I, Cooper Webb has earned the right yep. to be talked um, about first. Uh, speaking of YouTube, uh, the man over there running the YouTube uh, cameras and uh, and working on stuff and, uh, you know, basically just uh, coding away over there, working on the app probably as we speak, the Pulp Mex app. That's coming out real soon. Look, we've heard you droid people. Um, we know that there's an issue with the droid and the app right now. Uh, not much we can do. Uh, it'll it'll come up. But uh, Travis Marks, what's up, man? Hello. How are you? Hi. There's an app? Yeah, you're working on it. Yeah, I am. Listen, for real, it, the Android people, I understand it's not working. I told Steve I will make a heavy push to work on the app after, heavy after A1. Yeah. No apologies. Uh, no. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. <laughs> um, so what's up, Mark? Is everything good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, are, you ready? are you ready for Supercross? No. Hey, we're two weeks away from race week. No. Yeah, from race week. So I looked at the phone today, and I looked at my pull up that calendar app, and I'm like, Two weeks before it's fucking go time because yeah. the race week is wide open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so full schedule, I'm like, work every day. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm like two two weeks now to enjoy the final time off. So, I'm looking forward to it, man. I got on the plane to come here today. I'm like, this is it. This is what it feels like. I'm stoked. I, I always forget how much goes on. Though. Yeah. Like there, yeah. there are no days off. It's like playing for the Patriots. There are no days off yeah. anymore. No. It, it's Do your just, job. Every day there's something happening. A podcast, an article due a show we're flying to the race we're at the rate like it just right. it just keeps coming yeah absolutely uh looking forward to some of it for sure triple crowns are back i like triple crowns looking forward to that glendale uh, i think Glen. Uh, I think. is it yeah i don't know um but yeah looking forward to that um marks and pulp Mex fantasy news coming later yes show. Yep. later um uh so stay tuned for that people we'll talk about that touch on that we got some stuff to talk about when it comes to pulp mix fantasy taking your phone calls over there hanging out uh working the uh phones and uh also very much into off-road life talent taylor what's up hey what's up he's I gonna still come down from the high of andrew short coming in studio and saying to him hey man you're pretty fast off-road guy yes right Whoa. is that what he said uh he said he heard i was fast or something all all i know is shorty said i was fast Shorty, I mean, shorty, great. The best of uh, the best of us, right? Human wise, mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. does not surprise me. Um, you should have saw him light up, right? Though, that's what Andrew, Shorty does, right? That's right. what Shorty does. Yeah, it was uh, it was amazing. So uh, Shorty was uh, complimenting Talon Taylor on his works off road speed over there. He so. finds whatever button is going to delight you, and he presses that button. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He yeah. game plans. I mean, he finds your strengths. He doesn't yep. find your weaknesses. He finds your strengths. Notice that Talon didn't stand up for the rest of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, we got lots to talk about when it comes to tonight. And uh, again, thank you for people for using that Amazon link on pulpamex.com. Little Amazon widget. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. We get a small slice of that. Really appreciate it. And again, the Pulpamex app, quote unquote, heavy push 
coming in January on that. So stay tuned. Heavy flow. <laughs> uh, we'll look into that. And uh, and again, uh, happy holidays, everybody, um, for going for uh, everything that's been going on. It's uh, it's uh, it's tough out there for some people, but happy holidays. Um, okay, so Taser ride today was fun. I was wearing my Justin Brayton uh, ten cycles shirt and my ten cycle socks. You were not supporting anything for JB, so. He had a bunch of fire racing stuff on. He didn't give me any uh, kit, uh, the kit. cycling side. I was afraid because so your I, kit was a complete disaster, is what it was. What what it goes on with you? What do you mean? Like your helmet, you have a yeah. road biking helmet yes. for mountain biking, yeah. and the MIPS is broken. Yes, uh, and there's a huge dent in it from a bad crash you yes. took that I took bef- the week before uh, Red Bud Motocross Nations twenty. That was twenty eighteen. Yep. Okay, so. Three plus years ago, I had a crash in that helmet so bad that you should ostensibly, it's done. Throw it out. Throw that helmet out. I said to him, did you bring glasses? He's like, I never wear glasses when I ride. No. That, so he's no. got a helmet, a road, a road biking helmet on a mountain yes, bike. But I got the helmet for free. With no glasses. So he just gets branches in the eyes and leaves. What and if it's stuff? sunny? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really wear sunglasses normally. I mean, so, <laughs> you really think I'm going to have sunglasses and not lose them instantly? His fly racing kit is six to seven years old, JT. It, it was bad. I he can has, tell you where that kit dates back to. So when I got that helmet was when our buddy John Knowles from Scott brought us all out to Utah to debut their goggle at the time, the Prospect goggle. Hmm. They also gave us some mountain bike swag. And I was riding in a 2001 GNCC Series jersey. And JT, you were appalled and disgusted. So you then sent me stuff. And that's still the kit I'm wearing to this day. So it's probably, was that six years ago? But you, you came out in this the, the largest jersey that we make. Well, that was not my fault. That was no, Steve saying. He said that saying, was only a double X. But Steve was saying, thing is gigantic it's cold, on you. you need a jersey, it's long sleeves, pick something from the you rack. You looked like Gandalf. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I okay, know. but. Uh, anyway, my kit. Your kit is. Uh, yeah, it was solid, I he think. He said he's got clips, but lost them at Utah, so now he's on flats. Yeah, I had fly racing shoes with clips, but I lost them. Yeah. So I got I switched to flats. You are a complete mess. Yes. And you had a jersey on, but then you had some sort of khaki jersey on underneath that steve said wear long sleeves because it's cold today so i put a jersey i picked the white jersey that would have matched with my cycling kit but then you said it was too large so then the only one that fit was brown so i had red white and brown fuck my ass that's kind of what it looked like yeah i mean it was that combination between like the brown and the red you're a mess um uh by the way before we get too far into this uh firepower folks so firepower jt they're a wps company they're a title sponsor for jordan smith Yep. And uh, Fry mm-hmm. and Marty, yep. who is training slash manager. Maybe. He's the team manager. He's a team manager. manager? Yeah, he's doing, he seems like he's doing a lot over there, though. He's kind of the uh, yeah. the, the Larry Brooks type where he's yeah. doing – he's part of the program, yeah. too. Uh, MTF, I, I, I a big that, push though. for That's that. Good. So, Firepower Michael is title. kind of guy. Uh, so, Firepower is title of that team. Big yeah. things for those guys. That's a big I talked deal. to Chiz the other day. Uh, Firepower is stepping up their program, which is he's using the, the oil now, and they're going to title him mm-hmm. for a couple races. Cool. Firepowerparts.com, whether it's uh, the chains made in Japan or the the uh, batteries of their Featherlight lithium batteries. You had some Firepower parts. Uh, Thanks in your, JT. Yes, thank- I do run a Firepower battery in my KTM. But then yep. you killed it? And then you got another one? I've had to have two batteries, but I can't really blame the battery. No. And the bike just sits for six months. Right. Tough for any battery to withstand that. So uh, Now, I got a battery tender, but I don't know how it works, so this is where we're at. Okay. Uh, so firepowerparts.com. Go to your local dealer. Check those guys out. They're stepping up the racing. Looking forward to seeing Smith and Fry and Marty. Can Marty ride 250 Supercross? He's been gone for a year. You're good, right? Is it just one year? So you, now you want him to go back to 250 Supercross? No, no, I'm just wondering for the team. Like, c- can he step in? Well, what's like, your if- definition of gone for a year? What do you mean? 
What do you mean he's been gone for a year? He raced 450 Supercross last year. <laughs> he raced in 2021? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so he can't then. He's out. Because he finished top 20. Remember Marty You remember in Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. Was that he this year? The I don't know. This fucking all yeah, blended. So first time we've so, ever been in the Speedway. He so, crashed in the whoops seven times yeah, in and one race. He did. And then he announced his retirement after like a practice day, press day crash. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. So yeah. Marty can't race 250s because he's still in top 20. That heat so, race was one of the greatest things I've ever it witnessed. It was so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But the team did say that there is a chance that Hold this on. team. Is he in on the camera? Is he like he's got to go. Oh, I can't go this far back. Which camera's mine? I got seven yeah, yeah. cameras here you got this yeah, one that goes that way camera and that one that so okay. don't, don't push yourself don't. back I mean I had things to say and okay it was he's, trying to, be re- he's trying to be relaxed so firepowerparts.com great company oh, great guys the firepower yeah, team yeah. said that there is a chance that this team will also race the Australian Supercross Championships including Davalos they put wow. that out there. Okay. They put that out there. Yeah, because your Reeve is the owner. Yes. Who had uh, muck off last year. Yes, right. it is an Australian team. So the fact that the team would be racing right. Australian Supercross, not surprising. But the fact that the American riders might be the guys to do it, including Marty, could be very interesting. Fantastic. You Jason, could, you could see them very quickly transitioning to this World Supercross thing too, right? Well, we're, we're going oh. to get into that. But first, or, or, yes. Jason Wygant brought to you by a Cherubis. Lone Wolf? Hey, love a Cherubis, love Lone Wolf, and I also love that uh, when I brought my motorcycle to get worked on by Duff, Justin Brayton's old mechanic, mm-hmm. uh, I had a box of parts, he took the old parts, put them in the box, and then a set of a Cherubis handguards magically appeared in this box. They were not mine, he must have thought they were mine, mm. so I got a free set of handguards, I put them on my kid's bike. A Cherubis industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories. Mm-hmm. They got AC, they got Barsha, they got Anderson, they got Cooper Webb, and many others along the way. A Cherubis has fine-tuned its products to offer the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life with their full line of replacement replica plastic. Uh, check out the latest products by visiting at a Cherubis.com. I love a Cherubis plastic because unlike a lot of other plastics, it literally, for 100 years now, it bolts right up. The bolts are perfect. There's always a little bit of Filing, a little bit of hacking yeah. for he, he needs plastic. That. Oh, yeah. I know. He needs yep. that. He needs so, everything to be just right. Mm-hmm. Jason Wygant brought to you by a Cherubis. Um, all right, getting into that, uh, the World Supercross. So this is something we're going to learn more in January, they said. But uh, basically, Adam Bailey and the uh, the guys uh, that promote the Australian – as your guys, yeah, the Ozex Open, yep. they paid Open. you a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Still cost you a bunch of money. Not enough to offset a family of four in Australia for three weeks, but I still was paid handsomely. Yeah, you were paid handsomely. Yeah. I was still upset, though. Still angry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's still many so, corners I should have cut and could have cut. So though Adam Bailey and the guys announced that they, uh, of course, Feld and the FIM parted ways uh, for the sanctioning body. FMF, FIM came in and said, we are looking for new partners. I laughed and laughed and laughed because who would do that? But... Adam Bailey and the Australian guys are going to do it. So um, I've heard from people close to the situation that they want to get Paris involved. I heard they want to go to Japan, which makes perfect sense. Obviously, they'll do Sydney and the Aussie mm-hmm. guys. Uh, but JT, what do you, what's your thoughts on this? What, what are you thinking? Well, you know, right now I think we have we all have more questions than answers. Yeah. Um, you know, the to me the there are two big hurdles. One, getting you know high level of competition to show up which you're going to have to convince teams and then convince riders, which all those things cost a lot of money. Yeah. Even if they want to do it, you're going to have to pay them lots of money to do that. So that leads into the second hurdle. How are you going to financially make this viable? Um, if they can overcome those two things where they get people on board and they can find enough, whether it's government subsidies or corporate sponsorship or whatever, I don't care where they get the money from, 
If they can overcome those two things, it'll be successful. If they can't, do it won't. Now you're old enough. You're both old enough to remember that there was a World Supercross series year after year after year. Mm-hmm. Not I'm not not even talking Heath Voss. I mean pre-Feld guys. Yeah. Uh, Huffman I ra- I won it. it. Uh, t- Renard won it. Yeah. Fro won it. It was like a six race series. It kind of went all over the place. I, I raced some of them. Yeah. Uh, you raced some of them. Um, can they do that? Could they have a random six race series? Australia, Paris in the fall with I don't want to see say B level riders because look. They're not getting Roxon and Tomac and those. They're not getting that. That's not going to happen. Those not OEMs without, not without paying two hundred grand. I don't even think with paying that money, the OEMs aren't going to let these guys go. You know what I mean? Like they don't. Maybe so they don't. It's trust me. I talked to the guys at Paris. It's harder and harder to get these yeah. OEMs to send the big guys over. And nowadays, McGrath got paid hundred k. Mm-hmm. That's a ton of money. Hundred k to Roxon or Tomac. What do they care? That's why I said two hundred. Yeah, like well, even two hundred. Whatever. But I, I think you know. I think those guys. The problem is. Like you said, there are more hurdles than ever. Not not to mention just they don't want their guys going over there, but think yeah. about the risks that COVID have. Right. What if you test positive while you're in country so and much you're stuff, stuck right. there for how, like, yeah. there, there are um, so many reasons to not go. But I think, so getting back to my original question, like I, it can work, Weege, if they do five or six rounds, just what JT used to race and what we remember with, with I don't, I don't want to say B-level riders, but Was maybe B-level riders. Was that though? That's, that's the that's problem. They had A-level riders. Yeah. They had all the top guys. No, they even they had a race. They McGrath have, raced it. Yeah, Edmund but, but raced he, it. They what were, more do you want? They had what, some pretty big they, names. They, they didn't have, and you know, Billimans. They had I don't lust. feel like they, they did all names. the races. Villeman they did. didn't do all of them. Yeah. They didn't do all of them. I meant someone to do all of them. Like, you know. They had the huge names at the majority of the rounds. They even held one in the United States one time. Rose Bowl. Did you race that? 99? I did not. Okay. They had a race in the Rose Bowl, so they even had a U.S. version of it. To me, it had every ingredient it needed, and for some reason, it still fizzled. That's so, what I'm saying. Was it yeah. successful? I don't. I guess it wasn't. So it seems like a perfect model. There's a couple of these races that already exist. You add in two or three more, you get enough guys to do it. These guys are very competent at producing races. What's not to love? But it has already been done, and it wasn't su- successful yeah. then. Can you do it with, you know, we just came back from Bercy, uh, Paris, yeah. and yeah. Brayton, and Troll, and uh, Bogle, can you do a series with the, that that type of rider? But, di- but didn't you say you don't think they made any money? Yeah, but I mean, I think that's a different deal. They didn't. They only had one night. You know what I no, mean? No, no. Like, but I'm saying yeah. like, but that's the model. Like, and that was part of my like for Plan A to happen. You have to have all these things. Like for it to work, you gotta. It's gotta be profitable. Like this is yeah. a for profit yeah. thing. Yeah. The FIM licensing is crazy expensive. So yeah, I don't know. Obviously, these guys, you know, Adam and these guys are, are much smarter than me, and they have experience with this. To me, the biggest question, because they will get riders. Are they going to get Tomac? No. But, but they okay. will get riders. But can, they, can that level of riders make it successful? That's I the, feel that's like the it question. Like, I feel like if you're in these other countries, it can be successful. But that's the question. Financially, can they make that work? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I would not use Paris's lineup this year as your example. This was the all-time. But I just the fact mean, that Paris even happened But alone, I just mean riders like that. Well, I Because you're not you getting nor- the elite. No, no, I agree. But yeah. I think what you normally get when you go to Paris yeah. and what you normally get at the Ossex Open, I think that is that, good enough. That level. Yes. That level I mean, this year we joked that between Brayton and Marvin, they were the only full-time, non-retired Supercross riders in the end. Are you shitting on Troll? Oh, Troll is a 450 guy shitting now. Shitting on Bogle? You're right. Shitting on Bogle? Bogle was there. You're right. Yes. Troll was not a 450 guy. He will be now. But otherwise, your field was retired guys. That's not typical Paris. Yeah. Paris is normally at least um, full-time so, guys. Even with that field, uh, I think it could work. A couple I things I heard from yeah. somebody close to the situation. FIM wants 100K a race, which seems 
high. So if you do a 10-round series, you have to pay them $1 million. Couple, another thing I heard was they thought about or thinking about running it next to the Nationals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, summertime. The, yeah, summertime. Or that rumor too, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. which is... Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I think this is a much longer-term play. The guy JB10 is available. Yeah. Oh, Brayton, I'm already... Yeah. I, I'm going to the last round. <laughs> I want to be there when he wins the title. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I can announce it. Right. I think, okay, you look at that and you're like, well, now for sure they're not getting Tomac and Roxon or anybody like that. I have a feeling this is a long-term thing. This thing only went up for sale maybe one time ever. You got you to gotta strike. Yeah. And if in the first three years, four years, you don't get those guys, you just got to get the right. damn rights first. Yeah. And then the rest will play itself out. Do you think, JT, that the, so Weege here has worked well with the Ozax guys? Mm-hmm. That, you know, they like him. He's a great announcer, right? He's, he's, a, yeah. he's a good, great announcer. Ralph's better, but he's good. Uh, <laughs> what if they try to woo him away from the Nationals? With a huge dollar contract, I to, don't believe to do that the world happen. to do the world supercross. I don't believe that would happen. Uh, the Nationals' pay is pretty good, so I'm going to say, I mean, if we if I can play two sides against each other, that'd be a lot of money. Yeah, but I don't think that's okay. going to happen. All right. I, was, I, just I don't think it'll be I, that much. I'm here for those yeah. negotiations. Uh, speaking of negotiations, John's on three. He's got a question for Weeds. John, what's your question for Wygant? Well, it's for you too. Okay. Uh, who do y'all think will do better at A one and then for the overall series? Brayton. Oh, Troll or Brayton? <laughs> Who? Troll, Troll or, Brayton? or Brayton? Troll or Brayton. Well, uh, look, Troll. Steve already lost $100 <laughs> on this. We bet in Paris. Uh, however, we will get into this, John, right? We will get into this. Uh, we had some nerves. We, meaning Brayton and I, because Steve came to Club MX last week to watch Troll versus Brayton, and Brayton was unable to ride. And we were worried that maybe Brayton was scared. And he didn't want Steve to see that he couldn't match Troll's pace. Correct, Steve? Were we worried about that? I've made JT can vouch for this. Yeah. I've made some bad bets. Yeah. In, okay. my, in my life. Okay. I've made some bad bets. Yes. That's a top three bad bet. Troll in Paris? Yeah. Yes. That's a bad bet. You are not riding that in the double or nothing for the season. There's no way you would do that. Got to believe in your man. You got to believe I mean, in your I've already invested. He's got to go double or nothing. He's got know. to. It's Troll. I've already invested the money, as we spoke about on the yeah, show a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. It's not doing uh, so well right now, but right. we got well, a long way to listen, go. Listen, Troll, uh, we made a big suspension change. I was at Club MX. Mm-hmm. We made a big suspension change. We were way happier. We had Brayton covered on that was some the rumor. sort of. There was one lap. There was one lap. He had Brayton speed. Yep. So 0.3 seconds in a qualifying lap yeah. at Club yeah. on Monday morning or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 0.3 yeah. faster? 0.3 faster. Now, supposedly, Brayton says in the actual moto, no problem. But there was one lap of glory. You but can work you with speed. Troll can work is with known speed. for. That's what Troll's known for. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> the one lap pace. <laughs> We're coming up with Stu here. After Stu, who's who's known for that? Troll. Troll. Yes. Troll. Right. Troll. So, um, Naturally. Yeah. Uh, thanks, John. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Thank you all. Uh, yeah. So, I'm going to uh, put my money on Brayton. You are? Yeah. I'm going to put my money okay. on Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. Again. Uh, troll is, um, you know, it's Troll Train. And what do trains do? What do trains do? Go off the tracks? No. <laughs> No. Okay. They start slow. Okay. And they gain speed as it goes on. Okay. So he's in this for the long haul. Yeah. Okay. The long haul mm-hmm. by round 15, 16. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bullet train. Okay. A bullet train. Well, they're known for going fast. They start slow? The bullet train starts slow? I don't know. I've never, I, seen, I, I've never I been on a bullet off, train. Probably. I don't know I if a bullet train starts. I rode start. one in Japan. Yeah, I don't know. Do they really start fast? Well. I don't know. I, they, so, I'm sure uh, they do. No, they don't. I mean, they... Okay. They get Bottom up. line anyway, is, anyways, now we're debating yeah. bullet train speed. Put your money on the World Supercross Champion coming soon. Yeah. Justin so, Braden. um, 
we don't know. They're going to tell us more about the World Supercross Series, and it'll be interesting. I'm not, not only any, any, none of us here at this table are putting a judgment on this thing, whether it's going to work or not. It's just interesting, though. Yeah. I have way more questions, like I said, than answers yeah. at this point. Yeah. I do, but I still think that they came up for grabs, and they had to go for it, and whatever their plan is, they're probably formulating it now. I think it's just like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to do it. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Just get the darn rights. And as far as the, what riders we're going to get, how yeah, viable that right. becomes, that could be three years before uh, we me, really see their vision. To me, I think it can work as a four, five or six round thing after the Nationals with B-level riders and uh, and have yourself a little serious. I think that, and I think that could work. Listen, um, uh, we, I go to Geneva every year. I go to Paris every year. Yep. Those places are packed. Yep. It's never the elite of the elite, mm-hmm. and it works out, and you can do that in other countries and bring it to other countries, and they'll show up. My armchair quarterback take is that i think they need to tap into some of the things that mxgp does where they get the government involved if they can do that like they do and i'll show you like the government is involved in in that those big oz x races where they bring everybody down that's how they can fund it if they can pull that off they go to the tourism departments of these countries and get funding it's a success yeah to me that that, that's where it, it you know pass fail right there and there has always been the theory that if you are an FIM World Championship, mm-hmm. that you can unlock a lot of that tourism money once you get to it, be declared as an FIM World Championship. If event. you're Feld, are you like, fuck? Are, are you mad? I don't think so, but are you? But you had to know somebody was going to take it. Yeah, it was right? a risk you were willing to take, right? It, it's not, they're not going to just leave the FIM, that title of World Championship, forever. Like, whether or not it was now or a year from now, somebody was yeah. going to do it. I'm sure they'd rather not have anyone competing but this is never going to go head to head never no no, no one no, would ever no, be that no. insane. I, I, I would hope that they right. w- they wouldn't do it feld wouldn't recognize it the yeah. media the fans wouldn't be yep. like oh yeah well yep. heath boss is on the same level as uh cooper webb like no. no one would think that right they would never hold a race between january and may right. i don't believe right. right uh one other thing i think that does help them that wasn't there in say 1999 where this concept was already out there is you do have more of these fringy type guys who you know, like the Ryan Sipes type programs and riders that are branding themselves JB. and have vlogs. Brayton's program, but yeah. a little unorthodox. Yeah. You didn't have any of that 20 years ago. Everyone just did the same thing. Yeah. Just McGrath. That was it. Yeah. So maybe there's a chance that some riders would start to see this. Again, it would take three or four years for someone to formulate yeah. this. But what about a guy? I'll, I'll just pick a name. Could a guy like Anderson, he has two years at Kawasaki for sure, and he'll do indoors and out. But could a guy like Anderson be like, I could do two or three more years with this type of yeah, oddball I, thing you don't think, I don't think existed you back then. You don't think then. CR22 is already texted Adam Bailey? Uh, probably. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah, 100%, yes. right? right? So those so, options weren't out there in 1999, I think the last time yeah. this type of series was out. Right. Uh, hey, I was at Club MX this past weekend, and uh, those guys in 2021 uh, are going to run the ORW butt patch again. ORW is the place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. they got stores in Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, Georgia, Arizona, uh, stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brands. Uh, Pulp MX code will save you money at offroadwarehouse.com. Uh, get your bike to the track with style and performance from Offroad Warehouse. Uh, they got everything suspension kits, tires, wheels, et cetera, et cetera. Pulp MX code saves you at uh, offroadwarehouse.com. Let's bring on our first guest of the night. Uh, it has been a while since we had this man on the show, but we are stoked. It's been about five years since he came into the, on the Pulp MX show, but. Super happy to welcome multi-time Supercross Motocross champion James Stewart on the show. What's up, JS7? How are you, man? 
I'm good, man. I'm good. Has it has it only been five years? <laughs> it's only been five years, man. Yeah, only, yeah. <laughs> only five years, I guess. I guess we were back in the teens back in the day. Yeah. What's going on, guys? Um, you uh, you got to go then and come back in another five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, shoot, man, dealing with these kids around here. It yeah. might be another five, ten years after <laughs> you, that. Shoot. You sent me a video of your kids. <laughs> they seem they seem hard to contain, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was a, that was on a good day. Honestly, that was a good day. It, it, it was a one take. They they got like daddy. It's a one take shot. Like yeah. when I'm like, hey, say this. They're like, so yeah. It's always fun when it's Christmas time and one of those f words bust out over prayer. Yeah, really, right. Congrats on the podcast launch. Really, really, I enjoyed the first one. What? What what made you want to do it? I know I, we listened to the first one, and you were telling Roger Larson, your 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 seven uh, MX employee guy and and, and uh, a longtime friend of yours, he was telling you maybe not to do it, but you were like, no, let's do it, let's do a podcast. Like, take us through that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I actually wanted to do it. Um, I mean, probably for you know, maybe like two years now, mm-hmm. uh, so a little bit a little bit longer. And then, uh, you know, I started doing those recaps with Phil mm-hmm. and I was, I was kind of enjoying doing that. And I, I got busy doing some other stuff, the training and, and just other things in life. And, and I went to him, I think it was, it was probably like a year ago. It was a year ago. I think I was a little off in the show mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, like, like I want to do this. And he's like, come on guy. You know, you know how Rob <laughs> is. And I'm like, no, like, no, I, I want to do it. And, you know, a part of it, he's probably like, look, man, like, you know, you say you want to do it, but do you really want to do it? I'm like, look, man, I, I actually enjoy, I actually really enjoy doing the recaps and it's just something I always wanted to do. And I think like now not having like the sponsors and always having to be uh, contained a little bit, I, I, I really enjoy speaking. Mm-hmm. And so I went to him and he's, he's old school. He was like, nah, man, what, what is a vlog? You know, what is a podcast? I don't listen to that stuff. Right. And then, but it was funny cause he, he lied to me. He was like, at first when I talked to him on the phone, he was like, oh, yeah, okay. All right. And then he said like, he's like, dude, I thought it was a stupid idea. <laughs> I was like, all right, well that is cool. How you feel on there. And yeah. then, um, I think we started working on it maybe about six months ago and it took us a while uh, uh, to build that studio and, and kind of put the whole thing together. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, with age and it's just having more time to really, uh, you know, watch, watch TV stuff. And, and almost, I, I guess kind of what really sparked it is, is working with other riders and working with people and even doing the recaps that like some of the knowledge that I have, like to be able to kind of spread that. And I actually really enjoy doing that. So, um, I just, I just wanted to do it. So as simple right. as that, long story short, I just wanted to do it. And yes, it's, it's been good. The first one was tough. It, it was, it was tough because I, I've never been in a position to lead anything. I've always been asked questions and it's, yeah. it's a night and day difference <laughs> doing what you guys do compared to like the easiest, like, how do you feel James? Well, I feel good, you know, compared to being like, you know, trying to get it. So I give you guys a lot of credit on that. And it's, it's actually, uh, you know, for me, it just gives me a whole new perspective and, and whole new, um, you know, appreciation of, of what you guys do. So it's cool. Well, thanks. Yeah. It, it, it isn't easy. I, I always, people tell me like, man, you're so good at it. And I'm like, well, dude, I've been doing this for, for 12 years. I've been doing podcasts for, for actually 13 years now. So like you, you get reps and you get better, right? So you'll get better as you do more episodes that that's for sure. Um, 
it, it's uh, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Listen for sure. JT he dropped your name in it. Yeah, he said. Uh, I think I just passed Jason Thomas. I'm very excited. Right, right. I'm very excited. Uh, at <laughs> Houston, Jason passed me back. Well, yeah, I was well, up down the lead up right. over there. If I if it's about getting lapped, I'm going to be in every episode, <laughs> which is the best part. <laughs> well, <laughs> you wouldn't get lapped that night. I was actually passing you, uh, like that, legitimately. I was I, that'll be a you. one yeah. episode deal. Then. I I absolutely and I I was glad that I was right because when you walked off in Houston on the JGR bike. I know I thought it, and I might have said it. I might have tweeted it. I don't know. I said he's never going to ride that bike again. That is it. Yeah. You've just seen James Stewart uh, say well, say farewell to JGR, and you said that in the podcast. Yeah. You admitted in the podcast that you're like, I'm done. And uh, yeah. I thought in the yeah. pod you said you were done racing altogether, though, not yeah. just with that bike. Period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was not. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. It it wasn't a, a, a discrimination thing. I was done. Period. Like yeah. it was. It was over. Like I. I think. I mean, I don't know about you, Steve, you know, but I'm sure Jason's been here where, like, you just try to – you can't pinpoint what's happening, you know. And I was crashing, and I'm like, I swear, man, I did that thing the same every lap. I, I swear. And, yeah, when I got up off that hay bell, like, first off, it's like the worst feeling. You're about to overjump something that you know you can't overjump. I get up, and I'm like, all right, they didn't kill me yet, so I need to be done. And I swear, I sat on that hay bell. And I was sitting there, and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. And I walked off the track, yeah. told Roger, told my mechanic. And again, like I said in podcast, they were like, nah, man, you'll be all right. I'm like, look at this face. Look at this face. You will never see this face in this jersey, in this arena again. Yeah. And I was done. So, yeah. I, again, if it wasn't for Mike Webb, like, I would have retired in 2012. That was uh, that's the stuff that's in the podcast. It's, it's interesting to hear you say that. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a tough deal. Um, the Feld the Feld stuff that you were doing, I, I texted you a couple after a couple of them, and I'm like, this is great. Keep it up. You're doing a good job. I love this. This was great. The neck burn stuff, and you were able to analyze kind of what was going on. Why'd they stop? What happened? I thought that was great. I don't know if Feld was paying you, and they didn't pay you. I don't know what happened, but I really enjoyed those. Yeah, I did too. I think. Honestly, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think it was a part of it was it was new. I don't know if they had like I don't know if they had a place for it. It definitely wasn't me who wanted to stop it. And I think the doing that kind of spun on to the the actual, you know, podcast. But just like anything else, like yep. I know it came into budget and it wasn't for paying me. It was to get the guy who's actually working Cole. What's that guy's last name? <laughs> uh, uh, him. Poor that Cole. Guy. Poor he's, Cole. He's, he's working. He was doing the, those, uh, those shows. And then, so it got to a point where, you know, again, like flying him back to the races and then, yeah, yeah. you know, the shows are good. So I, I honestly don't know. It, it definitely wasn't from paying me just like this podcast and, and those, I, do it for free right. and uh, yeah but i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it but I, this was different because you know again like i said the first episode was you know trying to it was the hardest one one because it was new but also hardest one because we didn't really get into detail of like you know kind of what the whole podcast is going to be and like i guess talking about certain points and and kind of getting into hopefully what becomes an interesting show we were just kind of like just talking and so with those uh recaps it, it was it was strict because there was a lot of things that I said that I, I think is just authentic what you'll hear in yeah. the podcast that Fell wouldn't put in there like you know oh, and okay. I think it was yeah, yeah. yeah so you know we'll see maybe um, you know maybe maybe it was the combination of that and you know again Cole with Cole whatever the guy's yeah. name 
um, it, it should end up being pretty good. So, right. yeah, I, I don't know the real okay. answer to that, but it, it wasn't from uh, me not wanting to do it. But on your podcast, we're going to get some of that stuff where you're breaking down the weekend's race, you know, if, if – if this thing keeps going like this, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. A hundred percent. Break down the, the weekend's race. Um, yeah, everything, everything. I mean, right. I, I want to, that's why I call it the bubbles world. Cause li- literally we could talk about the weekend's race. We could talk about, you know, me running the back of this lady at the, the school, picking up the kids from school. Also like the, <laughs> everything. I, when I say I watch all forms of race and I watch it all. Yeah. And then, you know, to be able to have a studio, that's not too far from where I, you know, live yep. at yep. to have some of my friends, you know, Jason Williams, basketball player, Ken Griffey. So I plan on really trying to um, open this thing up oh, to just yeah. something different and, um, oh. yeah, just see where it goes. I got a text from the Canadian announcers. Very excited, Stu. That you, oh, yeah! <laughs> they're very excited <laughs> that you mentioned them and you dropped them in there. So, uh, yeah, they were, they were stoked. Uh, go ahead, Weech. Yeah, yeah. I get to uh, explain a little bit more about that series, too. It's hard to find it. I got to yeah. search YouTube to, like, get them, but I, I, I watch them. And, yeah, right. tell them they, they got to step up the whole shot. I don't know if they, they had to No, different guys now. Not, but... Different guys now. Yeah. Yeah, whole shot guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, whole shot right. guy is mm. gone. The guy that yelled that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but he's screaming it now. Yeah. Now that he knows Stu recognizes, yeah, yeah. he's just yelling no, it. No, my buddy Galdi's does it, and he will start yelling whole shot if Stu wants that. 100%. 100%. Right. 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just tell him. yeah. Uh, I thought it was like whole shit like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. But you know, right. again, yeah, tell them. Uh, yeah, just yeah, up it up a little bit. I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I, I watch it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, James, you went through a, a long period where I, I'm sure you're aware of this. Uh, we didn't hear much from you for a while, okay? <laughs> I'm sure you're aware of this. A little bit. Uh, and, and you did an excellent job when you finally did explain all that in those the other series of videos you had with Seven. I think it was a totally logical thing where you had to kind of trans transfer to like a different part of your life where you weren't the spectacular, I'm going to quad something James Stewart, and now I'm just regular guy James Stewart. And that was a, you know, a thing you had to go through. Uh, listening yeah. to this pod, it sounds like, hey, I chatted with Michael Essie. I was chatting with Chad Reed the other day. I'm doing this podcast now. Are you in a place now where we're going to hear from you more than in those three-year span or whatever that was where you clearly weren't comfortable yet with who you wanted to be after racing? But yeah, 100%. And I, I think, like, you know, uh, being gone and, and then, you know, I guess the first race I came back was, I mean, publicly with Tampa, yeah. um, 2020, the whole thing. And it was just different. Like just everybody, like I saw Chad, I talked to him and, and just other people and, and just getting like random texts. Like, you know, I think for me, it wasn't necessarily that like, it was all about like me not really knowing the place in, in my life. It was kind of about, I didn't, I didn't want to speak on something that I didn't know where I was going. Mm-hmm. Meaning I didn't know if I was like a hundred percent done racing, like, or like, um, look, I'm done or like, Hey, which Avenue I was going to go. So that's, that probably was like the weird part was like, well, I mean, if I come back out, then I got to answer the questions like, Hey, mm-hmm. are you coming back racing? Are you coming back? And I think like when we did those shows and I finally said, look, I'm, I'm done. Look at my face. You see, I'm like 200 pounds. Like clearly, I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm, you know, a little bit, I'm a little bit, you know, a little heavier than I was in 2016, which I probably should have been done back then. But, um, you know, I just felt like in a place, as soon as I said that it was like that freedom of like, look, man, like I, mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing other things. And so, yeah, it was, it was definitely a weird, uh, a weird point because, 
it, it wasn't playing like that. I wasn't playing on like, hey, see you guys in Watch Hugo, and then I won't see you again for another four years. Like, <laughs> that wasn't the plan, but it, it all worked out that that way. And again, like there was, it was just trying to, you know, figure out next steps, trying to well, I'm gonna create this team, you know, if that's gonna work. And then finally, like I said, I, I was done racing. But 100%, uh, you know, I talked to Chad like a couple weeks ago, you know, again, played golf with him. Mm-hmm. I, I talked to RC, me and RC. We were texting each other, and, and I was like, dude, I I'm, I just want to say I'm sorry. I don't even know why I was mad at you, you know, like, and he was like, oh, same thing. So, again, it's just, you know, I think we the everybody has an appreciation for everybody, and there's no competing, you know. I right. think I want the best for him. He wants the best for me. And even like I told Raj, I'm like, you know, even coming on this show, like, Maybe back at one point, I'd be like, I'm, I can't go and pull because I have mines. I'm like, dude, forget that. Like, I want to go everywhere. And so being away from the sport, it's – and then the, the love and appreciation that I have for everybody and, and vice versa, like, it, it definitely made me want to come back out. And you'll for sure see me um, either at the races or, you know, on this podcast a lot more than it was back then for sure. That's, uh, that's funny that you and RC talked because RC and I hashed out uh, what five or six years of kind of bitterness ricky and i did might have been 10 i would right? say longer than maybe that, that. <laughs> and it was kind of over james it was stuff i wrote and said about james you know he rc is it's hey, always like that right well rc especially back in the day man he was he's so competitive right so he was mad mm-hmm. about stuff i was writing about and saying about you and then i got mad at him and we all we didn't talk rc and i for a long time and then he him and i talked this or last year at salt lake city and we're totally fine now to the fact that when Cade clayson did you see this tweet james did you hear about this tweet from Cade Clayson? Uh-uh. Oh, you're going to love Maybe. it. Maybe. You're so, going to love it. Tell me. Anyway. I'll Kate, pretend like I didn't. I, I, don't, Kate, I don't know. You know what? I got I to gotta find this because I don't want to. do it word for I don't word. Wanna, I don't it wanna... involves you. That's why That's why you'll be interested. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Yes. So get, this, it correct. get it correct. Yeah, yeah. Because this, so RC and I were fine now, and he was actually texting me here and there. We And he did, he's coming on a couple of shows, and, and we're fine now and everything else. And RC texted me. He doesn't text me out of the blue very much. And he texted me out of the blue because of this tweet, and I'm trying to scroll down and find it. Uh, talk to him. Well, I'll, I'll do my best. Here. The, Go ahead, JT. The thing about that era, and you know, I was around it with Chad, and and he and you know, Chad and James were huge rivals, and Chad and Ricky were huge rivals, and everybody was huge rivals. I think being in the midst of that and watching it, and just being friends with people, there were you had to pick sides. There, you know, because oh, yeah. it was you were either on this team. Or you were on that team, and there were there was no gray area, and you picked your side, and that's how you lived your life every day. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. Fifteen yeah. years removed from that, I think everybody is mature enough, old enough to go like it doesn't have to be this way anymore. Like yeah. everybody yeah. was just doing their thing. Right. They actually they actually weren't bad people. Like maybe I should go back and try to mend those fences because those guys were just racing too, and I, unfortunately I had to race against them. So there were all these like really hard feelings established that were yeah really silly at the moment but it's competitive yeah. like everybody wanted to win right right um so here, yeah okay. yeah I, I got it i got it here okay so Cade, <laughs> Cade said when people say whoops back in the day were gnarly mm. i would love to see this guy james stewart this picture of you go through nowadays whoops on a 125 it wouldn't happen i lost my mind over this I, and so rc texted me said is is Cade serious even rc is like james would crush and he said a whoops on a 125 today in 2021. And the whoops were worse back then. They, they were, were harder then than yeah. now. So, yeah. RC and I, your this tweet about you not being able to do something actually got RC to text me out of the blue. <laughs> so, yeah, you were, well, you were responsible mean, for it. Well, that's that's 
Great. You're, you're welcome. Right. Like Bubba, Bubba Watson used to tell me, you're welcome. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah I, I don't know this dude on there. And, and I think, like, I mean, for me to speak whatever he was, like, tweet, you know, tweeting or whatever, like, it is what it is. Like, I know you guys know, you know, I'm not even going to go down that route, but right, there's right. a positive that came out of it with the men uh, relationships. Yeah. And yeah, okay. ironically, like, that's kind of how – RC, like, you know, me and RC started talking. I was watching the, the show, and for for the longest, I'm like, man, he never says anything nice about me. Like, you know, I'm helping helping Chase out, and, mm-hmm. and he don't say. He talks about Johnny. He talks about everybody else. And then one time I was watching, and he said, yeah, I can see looks like James is working. I was like, hit him up. Hey, just thank you. And then that's kind of what spawned it on. And to JT's point, the back in the day, it was – the only way I would talk to RC is if, if, if there was a way I could use whatever we were talking about against him to beat him at the race. Like, that was it. And <laughs> right, right. That was it. So, I see Tomac and, and Roxon on airplanes. Like, he, RC, yeah, he could come on my airplane, but it was guaranteed there was a reason why, and it was to beat him on Saturday. Yeah. That was it. Otherwise, yeah. I don't like you. And so, I think, like, that was a lot of, like, conversation because it was it – was, it was everybody else. So, you know, maybe the Rados and, and, and all that, the mm-hmm. JHs and all those people, because I never actually had really Beaks. too many words with, yeah, Beaks. like with Chad and <laughs> yeah, Beaks, whoever it was. <laughs> and that's kind of like when we talk like now, like, you know, we'll, we'll get into it more in this podcast, but yep. even lately, man, I've had some stories, you know, with RT about watch you go back in 2006. And I was like, dude, when you hit me off the track, I, I swear I was trying to take your head off. Like I was trying to kill you. And he was like, man, I was so scared. Like, and, and having those conversations and we're just like laughing, right. um, you know, with it now, but for sure, I, I call like this kind of new age, kind of like one big, you know, it's, OG fest, you know, like everybody, just yeah. with everybody it's different. And, uh, you know, so I, I, for sure, it's a different area, but like that's the that's the unique part. And I think again, the blogging and just so much content where you can go to access the riders and they just do their own stuff. That's kind of the day and age. So, um, it's you know maybe if it was like this back then, it, it maybe we wouldn't have been that way. But you also got to understand too, there was only like three guys that was really competing. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, now you got like 10 guys that actually, you know, up there. So it's, it's harder to hate everyone. You know, I could just hate, you know, a quarter of the field. So yeah. <laughs> um, day and age, I, I think kids in life and kind of where we are just, you know, like, look, man, I just rather not hate you for whatever reason I did hate you. Let's just move on. Let's have right. a coffee and be gone. Um, so. what, it's got to make you feel good, though, James. And, and I, I was texting you this uh, a while back when we first started talking a little bit more. Like Osborne, like Cade comes out and says that, and then Ricky texts me and says Cade's full of crap. Cade brought everybody together. JT, you were morally offended by that tweet. Um, it, it was just so yeah, but patently ridiculous. But, uh, Osborne, worst takes I've. It was it was arguably right. the worst take of Villeman, 2021. Villeman posted your mm-hmm. quad uh, at Vegas on a one twenty five on Instagram that the other day. Gross. Osborne, really? Osborne, we tweeted uh, you through the whoops uh, on a Suzuki at one race. Uh, Zach Osborne did. It's got to make you feel good, Stu. That like it's not just the fans that you left this impression with, and that people love so much. Like your peers, like guys that are bad dudes on motorcycles and that are champions that have won so many races, are like this guy blew my mind. Like you just don't see that. RC was on. My show talking about that Washuga one where he was slowing down in the back to let you by, and then you were slowing down because you didn't want to pass him. 
because yeah. he's because he's like, dude, I can't let this like I, I can't. He'll push me and I'm gonna die. Like James will push me and I will crash. All this stuff that these people say about you, and you know, we walk the we do the track walk. Damn it, James, this year, and we're like, that's stewable. That's stewable. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> like this is you've been gone for five years. It is still everybody like talks about it. And I don't know if I'm your if I'm in your position. And I see this stuff, and I hear about it, and Roger tells me about it, and, and you know, you catch glimpses here and there. I'm damn proud that this is the legacy you've you've left. Uh, the peers, the sport, still talks about you and the things you did, and they post them on social, and 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 these great riders are like, "Fuck yeah, that's awesome." I don't know, that would feel pretty yeah. good, you know. No, it, it does, and like I I sent you a text, and and it's probably so different than what I was back in the day and how I spoke and whatnot but i guess just being a racer and always trying to keep everything so look i don't want to say anything that people can turn or use against me or, or other riders and stuff but what i sent you in that text like the appreciation that i have for the appreciation that other guys have for me and not like you said like the fans like i really enjoyed that and, and even some of the guys that's you know speaking about me about me like josh grant and even jt like i honestly thought you guys hated me on there. Oh, JT for, did and, because of Chad, for sure. I, I had to. And, like, yeah, we, you had to. I signed, yeah, con- I signed a contract. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, and to me, like, it's, again, it goes back to the point. It's like, yeah. I, don't, I mean, that just is what it is. But, like, I have no hard feelings. And, and it's honestly amazing. I'm super appreciative. And that's that's part of the reason why I really want to give back in a way and just kind of, like, talk about whatever you know just kind of yeah. be myself and and it's made me a person where i'm like at ease it's not only do you have fans you know like i'm a fan of tiger woods and stuff i want to see him i don't know what the guy does but when you got people who's been around you and and raced against you and maybe had issues or, or whatever it is when it's those kind like my, my peers like you said yeah that's special and that's why like to me it's it's really a, a I, it's the first time in my life in my career that i actually feel like you know, I'm not a part of the sport. Like I'm with the sport, you know, not just like I'm James Stewart. Like it's really made me just kind of feel like, man, like we are really all a family and mm-hmm. they treat me that way. And, and so I'm, I'm grateful. Like I, I, I can't tell you enough. I miss every word and, and for sure, that's, that's a big part of the reason why I just feel so comfortable being able to come on this show, be able to have the podcast and, and like I said, me and Chad, when, in January, we're going to take our kids to Disney. Like, like <laughs> le- legit. Like, and that's the way it is. So uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, JT, Steve, uh, uh, like Jason, like everybody. Zach, uh, you know, I appreciate that. He was another guy. And I'm like, huh. Like, and I think it was probably on Zach. I, I never really raced him, but I think it was when he had his legacies. I watched Outdoors where they had the, the – what is it? The four guys on the wall, uh, Mount Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he had me in it. And I'm like, he hates me. Like, I mean, how can you not like, I mean, come on, come on. And so that's probably where I got that there, there right. from. But like, when you told me that and like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of these, everybody yeah. I'm watching everybody, but that was, that was super cool. And even with Josh Grant. Um, so yeah, yeah, right. I, I appreciate it. And if you're listening, um, uh, if you see those guys telling them, I said, thank you. Um, it, it means it means a lot more than they think it does. Here's why I ask James why uh, that you seem more comfortable talking to these people, doing your own pod, whatever it might be. So when you came back and you're oh now James Stewart is working with Chase Sexton, 
you had gone so long where I felt like you were trying to avoid the public eye. You didn't want that attention anymore. I think a lot of us, probably Ricky on the TV show, I know myself, were like, hey, some trainers want attention. They're advertising their services. They want people to talk about them. Hey, mention how good I am as a trainer. Yeah. I felt this fear that you were like, hey, I want to help Chase Sexton because I think he's got potential, but I'm not doing it for publicity. I don't want too much extra attention. I think a lot of us were like, James wants to kind of keep this on the down low. I think we're all nervous even approaching the subject because <laughs> uh, for a couple of years, I think you just didn't want that spotlight. So I, I think that's where a lot of that came from. It's good to hear that maybe you're not bothered by that anymore. Do we lose him? You there? Did I blow his mind? Yep. I blow his mind. Maybe he doesn't want that attention anymore. Yeah, he's already just just, literally, yeah, he's literally just, just over. off the off the face <laughs> of the planet. Oh, yeah. oh, we're back. Can you hear me? Oh, no. yeah. We lost you for a yeah, second. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I was. Uh, so did you nice, hear what I was saying? Just, did you hear what I was saying? Yeah. Yeah. I heard everything. Yeah. Uh, I, such a. See, I guess I didn't want that attention. I yeah, yeah, exactly. As I, I said, like, he's already done with it. What? He's already yeah. done. Yeah. No, I for sure. Like, like I said, those couple years before I kind of came back, and I, I right before I started working with Chase, it was that uncertainty of like what I was going to do, and and again, and it, it was kind of my whole career. Like, I'd rather not say anything and have this crazy narrative run out there then say something that I don't know, uh, believe in or know what's going to happen. And maybe I could have solved a lot of issues if I just talked. But um, I think with Chase um, and that narrative that you're talking about, that's interesting to hear you say that. It, it wasn't that. Like, it, it wasn't that I was like, all right, I just want to help him and just kind of keep on the down low. I knew with Chase it affected him about, like, having James Stewart around. I saw it at the first race that I, I went to um, with him in Redbud, and it was – it was part of the reason why I didn't go to a lot of races because we talked and, and he was like, like, I'm like, Chase, does, does me being around, like me yeah. being there and me being James sort of affects you? And he's like, ah, no, nah, no. Nah. And like, does it, come on, man. Does it really does? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, a little bit. And I talked to his dad and, and all that. And he's like, yeah, like it, it is. And, and so I'm like, the, being out in public or, or whatever saying like, Hey, mention me and stuff like that was kind of more for, for him. And I told him from, from day one, look, I'm here to help you. Like, there's nothing that you can do that's going to help me besides, like, I enjoy doing this and I get a fulfillment for it. But I don't need, I don't need your career. All the success that you have is going to be because you work for. But I can help you get there. And um, you know, so I think a part of that was just working like with him and kind of knowing him. And we spent, I mean, I talked to the kid probably four or five times a day, like, you know, for the whole time we was working together. And so I think for sure it's 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 funny that you say that, but it, it wasn't, that's kind of not the narrative I wanted. Like if somebody else wanted to have James do it around, like I was working with him and they felt like me being there helped them be better then I would be there. So I think with Chase, it was more all the work that we did during the week, all the studying. And, um, you know, he was kind of, you know, he was a little bit shyer on that, that, that bothered him. So, mm-hmm. um, well, it does add some pressure, right? If you're the first guy who's worked with James Stewart, I'm sure that adds pressure. And if you're a veteran guy, we, maybe that's something you can handle. But we already Chase saw what also... happened in Daytona. We already saw Daytona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I, know, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Johnny. No, I'm just joking with you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't, like, he asked me, would you hit <laughs> Yeah, probably would I probably would hit that. We don't have to. You ain't me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and I told him how to do it. He did the opposite. But, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but I got – James Stewart got that problem, and then I got blamed for all his crashes. Ironically, that was thank you, Vital Index. That was funny. Thank you for that. But um, some things haven't yeah, changed in five I, years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some things haven't changed yeah. on there, but for sure, it's 
you know, again, you just got to know, know the people that you, you, you're working with. And, and, um, you know, I, I look forward to, to doing that with someone else. I, yeah. I really enjoy, you know, working with him. And I think, again, it, it spun a lot of different things and, and made me really enjoy um, a, a different part of life and, and, and find a different avenue. And that's kind of the podcast and all the other right. things. Yeah, yeah. Tune in to Bubba's World Podcast for episode one for the complete story about Chase and the the Daytona practice incident and uh, and funny story. With Johnny O'Meara. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was. I think it's interesting because as you're you know you were working with Chase and and trying to make him better, it reminded me of. And I don't know if it, it was sometime in the you know oh six oh seven eight nine era when there was you know all these battles going on and this huge Ricky James Chad thing. But I can remember, you know, Chad never had a riding coach, so I would try to help him as much as I could because I would be the only one really watching him that knew anything really about riding. And he would, like, when he was having to face James, like, James would be doing ridiculous things on the motorcycle. Right. Wheel tapping stuff, and you're, you're just like, what are we supposed to do about that? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. there's no answer for that. He's quadding things, he's putting rhythm sections together that weren't meant to be put together. So... Chad was always very threatened by James on the racetrack, which everybody was right. because the talent was so undeniable, right? And I think that's where a lot of Ricky's hard feelings were and Chad's hard feelings because they were threatened. They can't do it. They can't right. do that. They, right. Right. right, right. So Chad would be like, hey, like, what is James doing that I need to get better at? And I'd be like, well, you need to wheel tap that instead of like putting your whole frame onto it and bouncing. You need yeah. to hit it with wheel tap at about 25 miles an hour faster than you're going. And I remember all these things I would come up with, like I would study yeah. tape, yeah. find things, and he'd be like, well, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm too scared to do that. I'm too, well, you're going to lose. That, that was just what I come back with. And it was so, like, even for a guy that was at Chad's level, he would just go, I can't do those things. Yeah. I literally can't do them. So I've got to find a way to be better at the things I'm good at, and I've just got to find a way to do that. And yeah. when James makes a mistake, I have to capitalize on it. So it reminded me of that because I'm wondering if Chase Sexton is watching and, like, James is like, well, you got to do it. And Chase is like, I don't know if I can do it that way. You know what I mean? Because yeah. James's talent was just so superior to everyone, and he could do things that yeah. other people can't, right? So that would be challenging in Chase's – I can't imagine how talented Chase is either. I get it. But, man, you look at it and you're like, right. God, how am I ever going to do the things he did? Like, I don't know that I can yeah. take my ability and yeah. be James Stewart. Yeah, how was that, James? Yeah, and that, yeah. yeah, and that's actually understandable. And ironically, we actually never had those conversations. So even when I heard Chase say, like, the, the language, you know, Barry, because I, I actually really get that part because it's a lot – it reminds me of a lot of golf. Like, you know, a lot of guys can – there's different teachers and they're all good, but it's the way you understand it. It's how somebody can show you and tell you where to where one plus one equals one and a half to you, maybe two and a half to the other guy and not only show you, but really explain it to you. So I kind of got that. And throughout our whole, the time I was working with Chase, those conversations never came up. Like, honestly. So when he said that, I, it's, I know that's not the truth. And again, I'm not, I don't want to get on here and, and start like getting into detail. I think what it really came down to is that when I, when I sh first came with Chase and I talked to him and his dad, I said, look, like you're going to the next level. Like, you know who I am and all this. And, and it, when Chase came to me, he said, this is what I want. I want to, I, I want to be fear. Like I, yeah. I want to have that attitude of like God's fear me. And I'm like, look, dude, like, if that's the way it is, I think you, you're going to have to start separating yourself. Because I think a big part of 
what made me fear Ricky, what made me fear Chase. I mean, uh, Chad was, I didn't know those guys. Like, I didn't see them all, all during the week and stuff. Now, the guy that's winning the race, like, you guys are playing Xbox on Sunday after the race, and he just kicked your ass. Like, I, <laughs> I don't get that. And and he was like, no, that's the way I want. I want to get away from all that. And so I'm like, look, you, and a part of that, you're going to have to start making decisions and, and being your own person because I believe if anything goes wrong, anything goes positive, like, you win that race, it's because of you, right? Like, it's because of you. And I went through my whole career of like, you know, almost feeling like I was trying to do things for other people, like including my family, you know, fans. And at times, like I hated racing because of that. And it wasn't until like, you know, I guess the end of my career when I'm battling like in 10th place at Watch Hugo, and I'm like, look, dude, this is all I got. Like, if you don't like it, it is what it is. I can't do anything. Yep. And almost finding a place to myself where I'm like, look, all decisions, if I go down, it's because of me. Um, and I have everybody else around to help me get there. But ultimately, the, every choice that I make is, is my choice and not be able to blame it. And I said, look, that's kind of, you're going to have to be your own person. So even, you know, decisions of, you know, what you do, trainers you hire, mm -hmm. coaches, like it needs to be you, not your dad talking or not Beaker talking. Like it needs to be you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as we got into it, like I just started seeing as he was becoming more of himself, the others were starting to be like, man, like uh, maybe you shouldn't do that because they were starting to lose control. And I think a hard part as being a trainer or anything mm -hmm. is saying something is uh, the, the guy that you're helping and then going home knowing that he's hearing something completely different and yeah. we show up at the track to go work on that. And then it's like you're starting over again. And that was that we started becoming a rift of that. And I'll kind of just leave it at that. It, right. it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a communication thing. Like, you know, because I, I never, I guess the Daytona thing was the only thing that we actually talked about. But Chase was good enough to, to, to win. He didn't need to do world tabs. He didn't need to do all that stuff. And he, the kid was talented. I just said, look, dude, it's it's everything else. It's the Monday through Friday with us, Sunday through Friday. Like it's all those things that's going to make you with the mindset to go out there and and beat these guys. Because I mean, just like the guys you race against, there's only one guy that you know that shows up, and if he comes beast mode or whatever, he's in the, the zone. Yeah, you ain't going to beat him. He knows you ain't going to beat him. Everybody knows you ain't going to beat him, but he doesn't show up like that all the time. And so I think the the reason why there's a certain guys that's winning and why that one kid. I think he's just stronger than all y'all on there. And he's like, yeah, I see it. So to me, it was, um, again, what Chase did for me, it was, it was a lot more. And I can't thank him enough for it because it, it was just getting myself back out and it is opening me up to different opportunities to figure out, like, I really want to continue working with other riders. Mm -hmm. um, and then again, being myself with the podcast is knowledge. So he's done a lot for me and, you know, I, I wouldn't sit here and bad mouth them, but, hundred percent. I, I I don't think it's the, it wasn't a language thing. I right. think it was just more control. So yeah, I, I guess when you're working with yourself or, or Johnny O or whoever it is, Alden, as a rider, surrender yourself a hundred percent into that person. Yeah. If you if you hire them and you trust them, and this is the route you want to go, what you're saying, James, and no matter who it is, surrender yourself a hundred percent and follow their program and don't doubt it and 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 pick an arrow, pick a direction. And go that way, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got to be all yeah. in. Yeah. And and I think like you know obviously as you come up like you 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 should have a team of people around you that supports whatever the things that like you need. Now of course, obviously yeah. if you're yeah. going out and being you know like going to make a decision, you would want the guys that 
hopefully would tell you that's not a good decision, but mm-hmm. also wouldn't let you make that, you know, in a sense, like try to help you. But, uh, you know, I think uh, uh, the hard part again was, you know, if you hire somebody again, like Eldon, imagine me going to Eldon and then my dad saying like, I don't know, John, I don't, I don't know about this. You know, right. I, I think it would have just been the same thing. And, and when you're kind of unsure about, you know, you as a person and who you are, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely hard. And right. the number one thing I've told Chase and, and again, while we were kind of look, man, this, this ain't going to work out is because I'll never, ever, ever get in between family. Like I've had that done to me. Yep. And like, I, I told him like from other things, cause it wasn't just a riding coach. It was like, it was a personal, like on everything. I'm like, yep. look, Chase, like you could do this and all that. But I know when you go to bed at night, you're going to think like, did I make the right choice on this? Like, and this is not even stuff that happened on the bike. Yep. Cause I did, I did. And like, I, you love your family. I love my family. Everything I did was for them. So I wouldn't necessarily do that because even though you're right and they're wrong, you're going to like be, you're going to feel a certain type of way on it. And I think again, that's kind of bled into all this stuff. So mm-hmm. when it became like an issue between that part, I knew like, it was like, look, and right. saying, if you don't believe in it, then, you know, I think it's just, it's just not going to work. And, and I think ultimately you, you hire people and if the program's working and, and the things that you're doing and you believe, then you follow that, yep. you know, no matter what else everybody else changed, but it's obviously if things aren't working and you don't understand, then it's okay to lean on other people, but you got to go in there believing in this is the right choice. And especially, um, you know, a certain situation to give it a chance. So, right. um, you know, outsiders. So, it is what it is, but again, like I said, Chase is you know Chase is a good rider, and and he's going to do well. I, he's he's gotten a lot better since we worked together. I've seen this kid grow, and um, yeah, he'll be up there for sure. Offroad so, Warehouse, so yeah. offroadwarehouse.com, code PulpMX to save. Get your bike to the track with style and performance on Offroad Warehouse. Uh, they've got all the latest in Jeep, truck, Overland, UTV, and racing products. Uh, James Stewart on the PulpMX show. Hey, wait, wait, what? Wait, what? how'd you go from like what I was saying to that? That's what he does. Like, well, I got to get yeah, a mention in. These are no, the tricks no, you're going to have to learn, podcast honestly, guy. You're going to have to learn yeah, all you that. Gotta, yeah, oh. you, listen, you didn't, even do, <laughs> you, you didn't even do one promo for seven on your whole podcast. Not one. I was trying to get people to hey, don't, they, don't, like, don't, like this damn thing don't change like, that. on there. But for sure, that's what I said. Like, Here, that's the appreciation that I got because, I mean, like I told you, Steve, I went live. Like, I study your show. Like, I saw, like, all right, that's how you mm-hmm. intro. That's mm-hmm. how you go from this conversation be- to that without man, flipping a beat. Like, because, I, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. To me. By the way, go to here. To, mm-hmm. me, the se- right. to me, the sexton part of this interview is over. Oh, okay. We James did a great job. It. We we covered a couple questions. We're moving on to a next topic. Uh, Wygant's mm. got the question, and I'm going to throw in this ORW read, uh, and then we're going to go on it. to a next topic here. That that in my mind, I was already. I think we've covered the Sexton thing enough. So that's a pro pro podcast tip there, James. So uh, I appreciate that. Okay, all right. Write that down. All right, (laughs) got it down. Okay, perfect. All right, Weech. Well, shoot. Now I got to come up with another question. Oh, you had still on that topic. No, we're we're done. We're done. We're done. Because all I was going to say is, hey, so I think people on the outside would assume, oh, we know what happened here. James just went into hiding and stopped answering the phone. That's not how that ended. That's not how that. That's what people I think would assume. No, it didn't end like that. No, no, not even, not even close. Not, not even close. Again, yeah, when yeah. I, yep. again, not to, not to get on it, but I'll just say this: it's the first time when I watched Gypsy's tell. It's the first time I ever heard that, like that conversation ever. So, you know, I guess even if that, like, 
you know, if certain things aren't working, then I think you would actually say it like, Hey, I'm not really getting understanding how you quad this or whatever it was like, you know, um, it, it, it didn't, it didn't go that way. It was just more like, Hey man, what's up? Like, and, and there right. was really no, no response. So again, okay. at the end of the day, like, uh, that's a hundred percent the farthest from the truth. And, and again, it's, it is what it is. Okay. Okay. Now we've moved on. Now we're going to move on. It. Okay. Get you want to take a couple calls, James, from, uh, some listeners yeah, of ours? Absolutely. Let's, let's do yeah. that. First up is Zach on five. Zach, what's up? Uh, what's your question for James Stewart? Stu, if you're going to sit down and obviously you can't pick yourself, if you're going to sit down and you're going to watch somebody ride on YouTube and their style or the way they charge, it just it makes you smirk or shake your head the way you do us. Who are you watching? Please say, you t- watching please say Tim Ferry. Please say Tim Ferry. Well, the Red Dog ain't out there anymore. Dirty Dog. And I would, uh, dirty Dog. Dirty yeah. Dog. You're right. Oh, yeah. He's still dirty. He's still dirty. Um, probably, probably Jeffrey Hurling, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey and Eli. When Eli's in the, and and is uh and he, he's feeling the flow, whatever it is, he's he's probably another guy. Like there's there's other riders that do you know unique things, and and I probably pick two of the fastest guys out when they're on. But it's it's not necessarily what the speed is. It's all the little things that they do, and and I guess as a coach, you know, being there and studying, being a coach to me is is kind of how learn how to ride a motorcycle my whole career because I was the same way as Chad. I never had a coach. Like, I never had anybody around. And even with Johnny, Johnny wasn't necessarily a coach to me. He was, you know, part trainer and, and even with lines and stuff, but not really how to, like, hey, try this. Let's work on this, this this stuff. But, you know, working and being a coach has allowed me to kind of be in my own zone where I love film study and, and looking at, all right, yeah, Chad does this well like he does this and we try to work on that stuff so um i would probably pick those guys just because the, the way they use the track and do certain things to create the speed um is, is pretty cool and it kind of reminds me a little bit how i used to race uh thanks Zach. The, uh, yeah good the, question the, we got yeah real, real quick on that the uh the one time i got to see a hurling draw that uh was at Redbud, and i text you guys know jacob sailor yeah uh, he's a buddy mm-hmm. of mine i text jake and i said Man, Hurlings kind of looks like Stu, and he said, "Yeah, he." Jacob said he 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 carries all of his energy over the jumps, and you could tell, man, he just mm-hmm. like leverages the swing arm, drop the front end, like over jumps, and just have so much more speed. And it was funny yeah. that you say Jeffrey because he he's a guy that seems to do some of the things you could do with the uh-huh. rear end of the bike. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, thanks, thanks for taking the call. Yeah. I uh, I don't know, man. Look, Chase is a phenomenal rider, and AC is a phenomenal rider. We know Eli and Ken and all that. And I don't want to be the, the old man that walked uphill to school both ways. I don't want to be that guy. I, I am. I yell at clouds. You know, the old man. I, I am that way in some ways. <laughs> There's nobody that fucking reminds me of James. I'm sorry. There just isn't. I know he's on the line here, so it looks like we're kissing ass. I have yet to see a James Stewart in our sport. That's where I'm at. JT? I, yeah. I, I, no I, question. I haven't I mean, seen it. I'm sorry. I'm right there with you. I, I, yeah. The, well, I don't and, compare anybody. I, but are we, are, we being, are we being the grumpy old no, man? No, no, no. Because okay. I remember conversations candid ones hearing guys like ricky and chad and these guys saying well the nights where james is on just don't worry about those nights because we're not we're not going to beat him yeah so the other nights where he has a problem or he crashes those are the nights we need yeah. to be on right. because the nights where he's on it, and, it doesn't matter and rv i'm buddies with rv i'm tight with yeah. him the only guy he ever was scared of yep james stewart yep he always knew I he know. had, he had I... dunge covered he had chad reed covered 
He said he never worried about anybody, but if Stu was on, he was done. And, and so there's an eight-time champion saying, mm-hmm. you know, I can't beat this guy. No. So, yeah. No, and that's that's cool, and I, and I, I appreciate that. And, and not trying to be cocky or whatever, but even when I say those guys, like, I, I don't see myself either. Um, you know, because I think, like, to me, it's the difference is, it's not like they do stuff that, like, I guess other guys couldn't do. It's, you know, like I said, it's the lines that they hit, how they float over stuff, how they, you know, use their body, helping with the suspension, like, you know, just things like that uh, that makes them unique, which makes them, like, go fast or just kind of just plow throughout, you know, pile driving and stuff. You know, I think, like, you know, where those guys felt like the, the fear for me was, like, like, no, I could go through this section faster than you can. Just period. You know, you can't do it. I can. So even the nights that like I would go out and, you know, first practice, I mean, honestly, like I would be riding from the, the pitch to the, the stadium, like <laughs> they're done. Like I, I just got on track. I just feel good. The hand of our setup, oh, they're, they're in trouble tonight. And yeah, like yeah. I would hit the first lap and just the way it bike felt good. Ride a couple laps, pull off. I'm like, you guys, you guys it's, finish, it's it's you know? unbelievable. You would skip practices. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. transponder. Take transponder. Take off. transponder yeah. off. I'm skipping yeah, practice. I, yeah. I mean, uh, part honestly, it was all because I knew that would bother them. You know, like yeah. I probably I need a little bit more time on the track. But to me, like the the races that I felt like I had the best chances were mud races or the short short programs were. You know, you couldn't give RC an extra practice section that five minutes free because to me it was like even with Dungey, you know, you show up and and like he'd be two seconds and then he'd be like a second and a half, then he'd be a second, mm-hmm. then half second. Then the guy's kicking your ass in the race. You're like, what's up? And that's just over time of doing laps. And RC used to do a bunch of laps. Chad didn't do as many as he did because Chad, I think, had more kind of me just different um, the way he saw the track and being able to jump stuff. But, you know, over time I knew RC would actually figure it out, you know? And so for me, the shorter program, mm-hmm. the less I was on the track, they can sit there and, and the JHs and all that Rados, they couldn't study that I'd be better off. So, right. and I knew it bothered him. So <laughs> I, I think it, it's, it's a little bit different. And now like, there's not like somebody else goes that much faster through the whoops or somebody else is jumping a quad or back then. Like, I think that was a difference. Um, because I knew if when I was on, they couldn't beat me either. And it was because I just felt like I, I was doing something that they couldn't do. Or now it's, it's more, again, line selections and whatever that zone is they get into that makes it unique. So I, I appreciate it. And hopefully I don't sound too cocky, but no. when I watch those guys, it's, it's not, I'm not seeing myself different. I'm just seeing a different version of guys that when they're on that they're unbeatable too, in, in just a different way. Yeah, I feel like our job, right, we're partially like educators, right? We try to tell the fans, here's what's going on, or here's what we've seen, or here's how it's gone down. And yes, I think we'd all fight for, do not make a comparison. Don't say this guy. He might win a race by a big margin like Stu did, but they didn't do it like you. Dude, you went 23 moto wins on a 125. 23 to 24 and a 125 against 250Fs. No one's doing anything yeah. like that ever. Yeah. yeah. It's beyond comparison. Yeah. Well, Don't what, even compare. What did Brayton say when we talked to yeah. him today or last this weekend about Stu? He said the 125 Stu where he was jumping things. That the 450 guys yeah. wouldn't do. Yeah. On a 125. Right, like that's right. never happened. The 450 again. guys would all go down yeah. and watch right. the 125 practice. Well, actually, yeah. James. No one's doing that. James created a new rule I've never seen in the sport. Up until James Stewart at Dallas 05. 
If you were not seated in the points, you could not ride with the seated group. He was going to kill somebody. That's what I mean. Uh, in 05, the rule changed where AMA was yeah. like, well, uh, if you're really fast, we'll put you in the seated group because Stu, <laughs> Stu's going to kill one of these dudes. I mean, there's no parallel for that. There's no other stories like that. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. it's kind of like that Alessi video when I saw him running the back of the guy. I mean, it definitely was, like, dangerous, not only for myself, but, I mean, for those guys, too. And, yeah. you know, it was – you know, you don't realize the speed until you actually get up on somebody. And a part of that's why I used to love going to Biffalo. And I think a lot of my passing and, and how I was getting through traffic was because I used to go ride in the sea practice at Biffalo and learn how to pass guys that's going literally 50 miles an hour slower than me, but getting around them somehow without, you know, you know, making a mistake. So that's funny that you said that. And, you know, again, I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. And, um, you know, when I watch a lot of YouTube now and, you know, especially now my kids are starting to figure out kind of who daddy is. Like yeah. they could still like care, like, mm-hmm. like they still in the SpongeBob the right. superhero. And then, you know, all these damn fast cars around here. But I'm like, you hear that son? Your daddy used to be real good on like, YouTube and stuff. And they're like, oh, is that you? Ah, whatever. Like yeah. I played the video game again, but even watching David Bailey and, uh, you know, you guys commentate like there, you could see that, David Bailey in 2002 he's like yeah now you know now these 250 guys they go down and watch James race and as as the season went on he kept speaking about that that more and more and it's kind of cool to go back and watch that because it was almost like the first time they were he was witnessing something like he's like I've never seen that like I don't even know how to even tell you what the hell that was and uh you know so it it was really cool to have a documentary of watching that and um you know, now now my age and then trying to tell my kids who daddy used to be uh, is, is cool. So. I was out with Travis Preston and Chris Kiefer riding a little while ago, and, and I was siding with Preston on a couple of arguments. And Kiefer's like, why, why are you talking to him? Like, why are you siding with him? I'm like, bro, he, bro, he beat Stu in a title. You beat Stu in a title? Like, I, I've got your back. Like, Travis Preston, you're my – like, you beat Stu. That's – you're, you're, you're yeah. fucking phenomenal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I – I, I mean, honestly, out of the 125, Travis Preston was the hardest guy I've raced against, like in the 125 class. <laughs> and maybe it's because I looked at him. He was 20 feet tall on there, <laughs> rangy right. legs. But Duke can, like, he he actually raced like you were out 110. Like, you know, your knees are up there. Yeah, yeah. And he would just throw <laughs> a foot out, rail the corners. He wasn't jumping anything. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, – you know, he got a little lucky in that, but for, yeah, no, for, he did. Right. Yeah, no, he did, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, he did. But that yeah. was my phone cut out. That, that wasn't me. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. But in Anaheim 1, 2003, I give him credit, dude. Like, I don't know how he won that race. I thought for sure. I mean, I think I crashed in the first corner. Like, I still thought I was going to come up and beat him. Right. And, like, he, he held his own. Like, yeah. I couldn't really catch him. And then in, in 2003, uh, the next race at Phoenix, dude was still there. Uh, but yeah, he was, he was good. And, um, you know, I didn't. I didn't see that one coming, 100. percent And then when he won the title the next year, I thought I was gonna blow his doors off after winning the outdoor title. And he showed up, and oh. he was a damn peasant in in my corner. Luckily, Sorby and Matt Walker, they put him in the pole and and <laughs> him out, whatever. But you know, uh, he, he was definitely one of the hardest ones I raced in the 125 class this year. Uh, we got a call from Nathan on four. Nathan, what's up, man? What's your uh, question for James Stewart? Uh, hey James, um, will you will Seven ever sponsor a uh, professional team? What do you think? Uh, like a team uh, deal? I'm you sorry, mean? what? Will sp- Seven yeah, ever yeah, sponsor we, a team? Yeah, will Seven ever have like a team deal, like with like Star, like how 
is or whatnot, you know. Yeah. You think you ever see yourself, you know, outfitting a whole team? Yeah, if we got more money. Um, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'm having a problem. Like, I'm negotiating with my brother right now. I'm like, God <laughs> damn, dude. Like, who's family, right? Like, who's oh. family? Uh, no, for sure. We we do sponsor, um, you know, some uh, a team over in Europe and stuff. And it's a little bit harder now because – you know, even even the amateur thing. Uh, you know, the, the the guys are getting on these teams like Star and then Kawasaki. Kawasaki's a little bit free to do. It makes it tougher to to when the whole team, you know, from um, for pro to amateurs is is Thor, whatever it is. But yep. for sure, I think as the times go on, like that that might be an opportunity. And and for us, it's kind of the amateur program. I think we we built ourselves as a. a a company that's kind of like a freedom, like, you know, look, our products are product, you know, we try to kind of be open, like with it and kind of, you know, do different things. Like we have Axel, we had Axel and, and having different unique opportunities to, you know, sponsor different riders and whatnot. But I think where I get proud of my brand is like when I see, you know, like I said, and I think I said in the podcast, like basketball players, football players, mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton, like those guys going out and getting seven gear, um, so, and then a lot of amateur kids, but to answer your question, I'm sure as the company keeps growing, um, there will be a time that we'll, we'll make that decision. But, you know, right now I think, uh, you know, we're, we're just doing the best we can and, um, it's, it's been good. JT, there's an opening for fly with Malcolm. Maybe, maybe, you know, there's, oh, there's the negotiations, negotiations are going rocky, you hey, know? Hey, <laughs> hey, come on, man. Hey, man, that's uh, hey, uh, no, we were going good. You're going to bring that in. Uh, like, you know, hey, Kiefer, Kiefer just got from, got back from Baker's. He was there and, and all he kept texting me was Malcolm. Malcolm. Malcolm is flying. And I, obviously, look, Malcolm Stewart flying at the test track. I, I 100% believe it, but he's in better shape than he's ever been, James. There's a lot of Mookie hype for sure right now. So hopefully it works out. Yeah. 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 No, I think, um, you know, I think as the, you know, goes on, like Malcolm's definitely getting better and better. Um, you know, he's, I think we all, all agree. And then I'm probably like one of his biggest critics is like, look, like, I mean, dude, you, you you you're good kid like you're good you could you can mm-hmm. out do you know talent anybody out here you know but i think again i think having eldon around and uh you know finally having a two-year deal his he's solid i think that's helped him out a lot because in the last few years you know malcolm's yeah. always been in you know feeling guy and i don't think he really understood it um any you know like man why why am i getting picked over x guy you know i just beat yep. this guy and i think I like I tell him like, look, man, you can do all this stuff. For perception is reality in this thing. You know what people think you are. That's what you are, despite whatever the things you do. And people think you love fishing, dude. Like they think you love fishing. <laughs> you don't want to race outdoors. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. that's kind of the motto. I agree. So I, I agree. Yeah. Part of the reason why you probably haven't got it because they just think you don't want to do it. And um, you know, I'm like, look, and I would sit there and I tell him, look, man, when I hired this guy or when I did this it wasn't because I needed it. It was because like I knew the, the, what it would look like, you know, and how everybody else would look at me and it was an advantage. So, right. Um, you know, I think now he's in a program and it's his best opportunity. I think he's, um, you know, it should be a good situation. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if, uh, we're having a conversation a couple months from now and he's, he's one of the guys in the title hunt. Yep. It, it wouldn't surprise me. So, uh, Nathan, you got a story for James? 
Um, yeah, I have a tiny, uh, funny story. Um, it was like Red Bud 2013 or 2014. Um, my friend and I got in early at the pits. Um, so we were at the uh, riders meeting, right? And mm-hmm. from standing left to right, it was uh, my friend, me, you, and Malcolm, right? I, we thought we were like tough shit. Like we're like, oh, we're hanging out with James. Sure, we were just standing next to you, right? Um, Malcolm, <laughs> Malcolm notices that we're standing, you know, right next to you guys, right? And he comes around behind you and slaps your butt on my side of of you, right? So you think it was me and my friend who slapped your ass, and we're like, and you look at us, and you kind of put, like, your arms up, like, what the heck? And we're looking at you, like, whoa, 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 it wasn't us, it wasn't us, you know? And Malcolm's like, you know, he tells you, and we all laugh and whatever. And, uh, yeah, you know, whenever I get sad sometimes, I always think of that story, and I'm like, you know, me and my friend had a 20-second laugh with James Stewart and Malcolm made, made him think that I slapped his butt, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. you know, just something well, funny, but... <laughs> That that's cool. That's cool. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I I, I don't I don't remember that one. Uh, but at the same time, I I know it did happen because, like I said, perception is reality. And I'm like, look, bro, you walking around smacking asses around here, yeah. and, and why do you think people think that? But that's cool. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's cool. I probably yeah, yeah. still half yeah, asleep because awesome. yeah. I probably just woke up five minutes before that routers meeting. I used to get fined. Be- used to not show up until they started finding us and calling the names out uh, on there. But that's cool, man. That's that's oh. super cool. And, and slap ass. Go for it. Thank, thanks, Nathan. Thanks, man. <laughs> yep, thank you, guys. Uh, Elon's on Good. three. Elon. 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 Wow, Elon. Elon, what's up, man? Wow. Well, you got a yep. question for James Stewart? Yeah, I do. I was actually at the Thunder Valley race in 2012, I think it was, when your wrist coming down the hill. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Stu yeah. had won four straight motos, looking good. Yeah. Oh, you were with you won every moto up until that point that season, I think. Yeah, but yeah, I I was calling. I wanted to know how much do you blame that crash on the photographer that crossed the track? Um, I mean, two I years ago, three years ago, hundred percent, hundred percent is fault. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Elon. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably I probably shouldn't have been looking up on there. Like, I mean, right. ultimately at the end of the day, like I went down. I was probably going too fast down the hill. I was feeling confidence. If you remember, I just retired two months ago. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, sitting on the hay bale. Yeah. So I was playing with house money, and um, yeah. you know, I, I yeah, I, I think ultimately, like it, it definitely it. Obviously, that's what caused it. I looked up, and and the rest is history. But I mean, I'm sure if I was probably paying more attention to what I was doing, that it probably wouldn't happen. Well, but the, that, and maybe I say that now because I'm trying to get more in with you guys, the media, right, and all right, that. right, right. Blame, blame myself, but yeah, both um, sides, Sorry, yeah, both sides. Well, the, the only it. the only saving <laughs> grace is that you were one of many dudes who have crashed down that hill. Uh, JT, I don't know if you ever did JT, but uh, Tomac that hill got Tomac. I went too slow down it. You got went too slow. Very careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I started going slow down it too. So yeah, I wish I, <laughs> yeah. I wish I would. I was definitely going. It, I, I don't think it was rough when I was going down that thing. It was just I, I saw that dude and freaked out, and it was it was wet. But yeah, ultimately, like if it wouldn't happen there, it probably would happen someone else. So that's I, how I like to kind of look at it. But I, I was telling yeah. I was telling Weege that right around that time with the JDR and everything, you were you texted me a photo of a Suzuki. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, you're going to ride Suzuki? Like, you, like, you know, like whenever that was going down with Mike Webb and everything. And I was like, oh, boy, he's he's coming back on a Suzuki. Like, I can't, you know, like, yeah, this should be good. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 
It was it was for sure. I mean, it was a a hard decision. And and funny, I J Bone texted me uh, actually like last week. Oh wow! And I haven't really spoke. Yeah, I haven't really spoken to him since I left JGR. I think I saw him up at Red Bud. Yeah. You know how like you haven't seen somebody for a while, and it's like it's that awkward conversation. Like, hey, yeah, what's yeah. up? But. You know, we start talking about our kids. That's the best thing. You start just talking about, like, kids. It's kind of like, you know, charity. Like, how can you say no when they're like, do you want to give, you know, either to God or, like, you want to donate to kids? You're like, hell no. Like, I don't want to give Then you're that guy. So we, we just, like, if it's awkward and I start talking about kids, then you probably know I'm probably, like, maybe don't, I don't like you or whatever. But, you know, kids, we can always laugh. But, yeah, he, he reached out to me and, you know, he actually started talking about some of the races that we had and stuff. And yeah. that was that was probably a hard decision because, for sure, if it wasn't because I thought I was just going to die, um, I, I wouldn't have left those guys because they did everything. I mean, I think, you know, we cut down the gas tank, which ultimately ended up going on to the new model yeah. of the Yamaha making it skinnier. And they would come down after – they would fly back from the race, drive down here on Sunday, and we would sit here and test. So it wasn't for a lack of trying on both sides, Yamaha – uh, factory Yamaha, JGR. So when I left it and I had to make that decision, it was tough because it wasn't just leaving, you know, Yamaha and the deal I had riding a motorcycle. It was leaving everything else, like a NASCAR career, like it was the other things. And a lot of uh, money. And a lot more, of a lot of money too. Uh, yeah. You know? Like you yeah, could have ridden I mean, it out, you know, and taken the money. Could have done that. Yeah, I yeah. mean yeah, it's kinda of weird to think like how my career would have gone like if i would have stayed there i'd probably been in nascar right now like i mean it wasn't it was three three four years supercross and then you know another three four years into the nascar program like it was a lot mm-hmm. and um but yeah i mean sitting on that hay bell and you're like dude i cannot keep doing this on there and i just felt i i actually felt um i just felt bad because i like I've always been the type, like, look, I show up and give me your hundred percent. I'm going to give him a hundred percent. Like I swear, like I'm going to try to win. And I knew it came a point where I was like, I cannot win on this, but you guys are paying me to win. And I'm not going to go out there and try to do it because every time I do that, I get hurt. So, but you guys are going to come down on Monday and you're going to work and work. And then we're going to go to the races and expect to get something that you ain't. And that was kind of ultimate decision um, that I like had the conversation with those guys and, and trust me, they didn't. They didn't really get it. Some of them did. Um, they probably just thought I, I wanted to go ride Suzuki. But I'm like, look, guys, like, you know, you can keep me here. I can milk this thing around. Mm-hmm. But as far as me going out there committing to this, like, I'm I'm done doing that. And you guys are paying me a lot of money. And if I'm not going to be able to go out there and, and and win and compete, which I'm saying I can't do that now, uh, then I don't think it's fair on both sides. And, yeah. and um, ultimately, that was kind of where it was. Uh, all right, we got a call from Beth on five. Beth, what's going on? What's your question for James Stewart? Hey, James, just wanted to say happy birthday tomorrow. Oh, it's birthday tomorrow. Oh, oh nice. wow. Yeah. I don't know that voice. I know that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Getting oh. old. Let's hey. just keep that on a DL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like 32 and, uh, for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, birthday tomorrow. Uh, thanks, Beth. Thanks for calling. Thanks. See Thank ya. you. Uh, raining Bye. yellow. Bye. Raining yellow. What's oh, up? He's back. He's oh. back. Raining yellow. <laughs> Honestly, I've been gone. James has been gone. I've been gone. I'm not even raining yellow. I'm just dry piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 <laughs> terrible for you. you <laughs> What's going on, man? 
what's happening, dude? Honestly, it's uh, it's good to hear you, man. Like, um, you know, like ask Steve, ask everyone. Like, I think the last time I called the show was when you showed up at uh, was it Red Bud? Yeah, Chase? Red Bud. Yep, yep. Yeah. See. Yeah. When you ain't around, James. Uh, Randy Yellow's life just goes to shit. Yeah, Randy (laughs) Yellow's life literally just goes to shit, James. It goes to shit. You know what I mean? So, no, go ahead. Well, we both we both were in 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 a place, but you know, I'm sure. um, One, I appreciate I appreciate you calling in, and I appreciate the loyalty that you had. Like, not gonna lie, like there was times I'm like, oh man, like this guy's like he's a fan, but dude, like it it was cool to have the support from you. And like you know, I I appreciate it, and I'm sure you took a lot of stuff. So you know, on a personal level, thank you. And it's man, it's funny. I haven't even thought about you since I thought about you last time, and, and I'm <laughs> thinking about all the things that were happening, rubbing the boots, and and all that stuff. So yes. it's it's good to hear from you, man. Uh, yeah, no, awesome. Uh, anything else, Randy Yellow? We got a James has got to run, but yeah. No, absolutely. Okay. I was just gonna say. Um, I appreciate everything you do. Um, like you threw me on the Instagram, and that was that was like one of the coolest things. Like the appreciation for that is unreal. So thank you on that. And I just want to say, I think the podcast is cool because we'd all love to get a book from you, but I think it's great just hearing, like people get to know James Stewart on like a personal level and like your sense of humor, and. Uh, yeah, it's cool, man. It's good to have you back, and just just do your thing. And fuck it, if people don't like it, let them not like it. But uh, there's plenty of us who do, and and uh, it's great to hear from you, buddy. I I, I appreciate that, man. And saying to you, and whenever whenever I become on Steve's level, like where I can actually, you know, go from this to that, and you know, promos, and actually get some uh, some promos I can throw out there, like I'll. I'll and figure out the call stuff. I'm gonna have you call and you, you got to come on Bubba's World and, and oh, be a call. Whoa. Oh wow, that, 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 that's, that's cool. <laughs> got to have you would, on. Uh, got to have you on. That would be fucking amazing, dude. So yeah, yeah no, yeah. Keep, well, keep doing I'm, your thing, I'll brother. Make sure, I'll make sure at some point when we get it going that I'll, I'll have you on. I appreciate uh, all the stuff, man, and uh, it's it's good to hear from you. Great. great. Thanks, Randy Yellow. You too. Thank you. You too. Take care, guys. Oh, he just made his night. He's alive. And then he, you made Weege's night by throwing in uh, the Brayton reference in your first. Uh, it your sounded first, so good. Yeah. How fast Brayton is How in fast Paris. Couldn't is. agree more. So Weege really, really agreed that <laughs> I'm way. I'm a big Brayton guy. Glad <laughs> yeah. to hear you respect him as well. Right, right, right. So yeah, you're just, you, you got to respect that game, man. Put the name, uh, respect on that name. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I hate and, it. and I'm going to throw Brayton another bone. Like a lot of yes. the, the triple, triple at Toronto that you know everybody's saying I was doing. Justin was actually the first person to jump yep. Like, Oh, yeah. So, Justin you know, told he us just, that. I was proud, but yeah. I've always wondered if that is true. You're admitting it right <laughs> no, here, right true. now. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah I, it's true. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see him do it on there. I didn't see him do it until I was watching the race and, and I'm looking in the yeah. background because I actually like watching races and looking everywhere else. I'm like, damn, that dude was jumping mm-hmm. that thing on there. But, yeah, no, he used to do a lot of stuff. That Yamaha had a lot of power. And, and kick and do it. So yep. I, I witnessed it firsthand, and, and he was for sure. Um, he did that before I did. So Yeah, he, he uh, obviously that was one of your greatest races, and you're going to cover it in your podcast, I'm sure. But, yeah, Brayton's always like, I jumped it first. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, jumped yeah, it first, yeah. everybody. I saw it, I saw it Brayton did <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. I watched it. Um, uh, we won't keep you much longer, James. A couple things. Um, Beaker told a story on my podcast uh, about a year ago. We are just reminiscing about James Stewart. He said – 
you know what he did once? And I'm like, no, like, I can't even imagine. He said he took all his tear-offs off on a 125 days and threw them on the ground and said, I'm not going to need these. <laughs> did you? Is that true? Yeah. Is that true? Man, I, I mean, that the dude on the 125 with the, the blonde tips, that guy was wild. Like, I ain't going to lie. Like, I don't know what he did <laughs> on there, who that dude was. Like, you know, okay. you know you do some crazy stuff when you watch it, and I'm like, and I watch my own self. Like, like did I really just do that? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's cool. So if he said I did it, then he's probably underselling the story. I probably did that and worse. And they're like, there's, there's other things, you know, wow. it's funny. Cause a couple of people have told me some stories like, yeah, I remember you, you know, like J bone or Johnny, yeah. you remember when you, you know, showed up like, dude, I'm around one lap and I'm done. Like, I'm like, no, but uh-huh. I guess I did. Cause that's what you said. I did. And I believe it. So for sure. If he said I did it on the 125, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past. I mean, I, you, I did a lot of stuff. You yeah. did wave a guy by. And say, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we saw yeah. that. <laughs> I did that, too. I mean, I already had my story built in on what I was going to say if I that race didn't go to plan. You got to watch the podcast to hear it. Okay. But, yeah, right. there's, some, there's some stories that I think, um, you yeah. know, it's, it's nice to have an opportunity and not have to worry about the repercussions of, like, you know, getting right. in trouble or having to back it up, like, now on the track. Yeah, we'll wait here, but yeah, right. I had a built story ready to okay, go. Okay, we'll, we'll wait for ready that. Ready to go. Yeah, we'll wait for that <laughs> one. Um, did you watch or hear about Finding Stu with myself and Adam Cien Cirillo? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I did, and, but I'm not going to lie. I, I never watched it. Okay. I never watched okay. it. I, I right. mean, I, Stu was trying to find Stu, so <laughs> we were looking for, looking for myself, too. So I uh, called you up like, hey, you seen him? But at that time, like, yeah, it actually, when I heard it, it bothered me did because it? Okay. that was still the point. Not it, yeah. it bothered me because I had my own demons going on, like, man, like, Stu don't want to be found because Stu don't know where he's going anyway. Right, I don't right. know. They found me. What would I say? Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think it's funny. And, and, and again, like all those little things, um, you know, just kind of reminds me of like, you know, how lucky I am that like you guys would even make a video like that. Right. That we cool care. We, 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 yeah, we, we wanted no, you around. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's cool. And I, that's how I look at a lot of stuff. I mean, even, yeah. you know, David Pingree, you know, like, I'm like, man, that guy always says stuff. But, like, now I'm like, it's cool that he even, like, cares to say something, whatever he's going to say yeah. out of my mouth. So, fun is to all that. Like, yep. it's, thank think, you. Thank you. This, uh, that... I don't know if you – did you ever find him? Cause I no, just, I no, we, we went – really We went to the compound. Like... We went to the compound. No, no, sh- no, no, uh, oh, no siding. Wouldn't have been there. Uh, yeah, wouldn't have been there. We went to yeah. uh, Chad Reed's house. Not there. We went to a golf course. Uh, not there. Um, yeah, it was hilarious. Well, the fact that you got Adam Cincerillo, yeah, who was like 450 superstar to do this, is, yeah. is yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. most unbelievable. Yeah, I things. know, absolutely, right? Like, Adam's like, yeah. yeah. So then when Adam started riding at James's place, yeah, I'm like, hey, what? One early on, I'm like, hey, AC, has he ever mentioned finding Stu? No, bro. I'm like, are you gonna bring it up? He's like, no, bro. I'm not bringing it up, but I ain't mentioned. He ain't mentioning it. I'm like, okay, all right, like, I cool. But I think to me, that's one of the coolest things about James's legacy is you have a guy that's in his prime, which AC is like, he's, yeah. he's a bad dude in his own right. right. And he is still like in awe of James yeah. enough to do, do some janky, stupid video with you yes. like this. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Like that's the legacy he, that James he sent left. me a fire emoji on Instagram yeah. today. When, when I posted that James is coming on, yeah. Adam was like, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. stoked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's cool. And 
I got to know Adam. Like it was the first time I actually really met him was yeah. when he was obviously at the house like training and that's who he is. Like he's actually that person. Like he, at first when you don't there's some interviews that come up and he's like, I just want to thank the fans. I'm here for you. Like some of that stuff, you're like, come on, man. Like whatever. Yeah. Like they might believe it, but we can see it. But Adam actually, that's who he really is. So even finding the stew and there were some things that he said, maybe I just have to wait for the podcast that I'm like, Chase, like if you don't beat this guy's ass like this weekend, like we're done. Like, <laughs> did you hear what he just said? Like, like how, and I was just booked. But fool, like, I'm like, how is that guy, how does he say that? And, y'all, like, he goes on the weekend, he's going to be in front of you. He's going to be in front of you. You better take it. I'm like, uh, but that's just kind of how Adam is. And the kid worked, and, and it was it was cool yeah. to see the different side of, again, being there and, and being where, you know, they're, I guess, having the racing mentality. Like, if I was here, like, now I get to actually watch that stuff and, and watch how it transpires on the weekend. But I'm like, Honestly, like if you guys are racing me, and if I knew all this stuff, like you guys, you'd be in trouble. But that's just a different <laughs> day and age. Like now, like I'm like I would have used all this stuff like on you. Uh, but yeah, Adam's a good kid. I, I really like him, um, and you know I hope I hope everything you know for him. You know he has a solid year, and yeah. he's he's up there because obviously he has the talent, and you know we all know that. But yeah, that was that was cool. Um, <laughs> that's that's awesome. Still, uh, still finding, trying to find himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, well, hey, man, uh, we've kept you over an hour. Really appreciate it. Um, you said I could get I could get some more time tonight, like, and you you stuck by your word over an hour. So I really appreciate it. Bubba's World podcast. When's the next episode, or what's the what's the plan for these? I heard you said every month, but come on, man, we got to do more than that. Come on. Yeah, I I want to do every month. I mean, not every, more than every month. Yeah, okay. I mean, All if right. it was up to me, I do every week on there and again like it's going to be based off of like i know what we have like somewhat set up and yeah. i would you know roger's like yeah i gotta come back i'm like man if, if i knew how to flip that camera on you just might see an episode just pop up out of the middle of nowhere you know in the middle of the night but yeah for sure once right. a month would be like the least we'll do it if it's up to me and and, and if you guys continue loving it we'll, sure. we'll do more once a week but yeah it's all new um you know, and I got some some stuff that I, I want to do, and and um, you know, just kind of see where it goes. Right. So, you know, to sit here and say like it's going to be this, like I would be lying to you, but let's just say this: like, I, if I could do it, the more I can do it, I'm I'm gonna do it. So, um, awesome. You know, hopefully, we can get this thing once a week. <laughs> well, thanks for the time tonight, man. Great to reconnect with you. I hope we see everyone in the races. I'll be listening to the show. Uh, uh, absolutely fantastic. We got a JT mention. We got a Brayton mention. Uh, yeah, he said we're tonight that he studied podcasts. We're all happy. We're all happy. Yeah, we're all yep. happy. <laughs> Yeah, so we're good. Big fan, big fan. Uh, look at you guys, completely different now. Much appreciated. And uh, like I said, Steve, thanks for the lessons. You haven't even been knowing that you've been teaching me. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a good holiday, Merry Christmas, and uh, yeah, be safe. And awesome. I'm sure we'll be talking soon. So thank you guys. Thanks, Stu. You too, see you later, man. Thank you. All right, see. You. Bye, James Stewart. Everybody, brought to you by Off Road Warehouse, uh, Papa Mexico to Safe. Teaching Stu. You know. Teaching Stu. We, we didn't need this, Weege. Unbelievable. You know, you, if you want to learn from this. the best, you watch the best. That's what you do. And Stu knows. Like, people that are listening, you don't Stu know knows. how insufferable Steve is off the air with this stuff. You, like, you, this will be you. in every text and every conversation. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Teaching Stu. Oh, no, 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 no. We already got a text. JB, Brayton, already made a comment about Stu. No, no, that's great. Yeah. Brayton is, is one of the most humble people I've ever met. I'm good with that. You are not. You will be hammering us with you are 
He said it. Stews, he, podcast you know if, mentor. If there's one clip that my staff won't clip and won't get, it's that part. Thank you. It's that one. Oh, really? They won't do it. Yeah, oh, no, no. I, no. I, Why would I, we do that? I don't spend money, but I would pay them to just, oh, we lost that. Yeah, oh, we lost that we lost clip. That oh, it's gone. We lost that um, file. So, all right. So, yeah. initial initial thoughts, Weech, on that. Well, what do you think? I, I, look, it wasn't just that he did the pod. He, in the pod, said, as I mentioned to him, he talked to Michael Lessie on the phone. He yeah. talked to Chad Reed. It appears that he's being more social, and that's all I want. More <laughs> yeah. social, right. because it truly was an obstacle. When he came back with Chase Sexton, I thought the last thing he wants is any attention. Yeah. For three years, he didn't want people to find him, literally. Yeah. So if he's comfortable being comfortable, again, he, that makes everybody's situation a lot easier in the industry. Doesn't he sound, JT, like he's in a great, very good yeah. place? Yeah. Doesn't yeah, he yeah. sound like, well, I mean... Well, you can tell at the end there when he was talking about the Finding Stu thing, I don't think he... Was like yeah. yeah, he wasn't comfortable yeah. in his own skin and, at that and time. What, right, yes. whatever yeah. he was facing, he wasn't uh, ready for any of that. I find that weird myself that he wasn't comfortable. But hey, everybody's their own people. people and, yeah, man, mental health is yes, is their own people, thing. But there are people are facing a lot of things that you don't know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, that's yeah. true for everybody. Right, right. And you, no one can relate to. He has one of the most unique lives of anyone yeah you know being a number one athlete in any sport and then the pressure that comes with it and i would say the pressure in this sport is higher than it is in most because it's an individual sport and a team sport all that you roll all that up it's impossible to put yourself in his shoes during that time i'm just hoping sure sounds that way yeah that that's behind us and he's just happy being himself and maybe we'll see him around and not just for our sake yeah it's just all these stories and all these whether it's on a podcast or not people i'm sure I'm sure Ricky's probably pumped to be talking to him again. And Chad and Michael Essie, well, all these guys. I, I hope that they're our friends. To now. me, Ricky has done the biggest heel turn. Oh, you because you know Ricky. Oh, yeah. You I've know known, Carmichael. I've known him since I was like nine years old. And the racing Carmichael. Yes. Gnarly. Right, and right. He, yeah, was, yeah. he was the most competitive to the point of being vindictive. He, that's why he didn't like me person I've ever, yes. I've ever yeah. met. I've yeah. ever been around. And I've been on both sides. I've been on the good side and I've been on the bad side. Um, and, and I think that was kind of the, the comments I was making toward James is I, I think he realized like, that's a long time ago. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. need to be that person right. anymore. I, everything that I've ever needed to accomplish in this life, as far as my lasting legacy is done. Like yeah. I, I'm good. I can be nice to people and I don't need to, cause for me with Ricky, he was always, he was always insecure, which is unbelievable if you really think about what he was doing for him to be insecure but he was insecure he always thought it was about to be taken away from him and anybody that was a threat was a mortal enemy because of that and it drove away all of his friends that were friends with him when they were younger and and yeah i think like timmy yeah, yeah. I, I think he's yeah. finally realized like i don't that doesn't make any sense anymore like th- right. there's nothing to be gained from being that person yeah and i i personally really like to see it because i know the, the, I know he's capable of being really nice because I've been on that side of it. And to see him go back and mend broken fences and fix relationships that didn't need to be harmed, it's cool. Like, I, I really yeah. like that yeah. about him as a person that he's he's gone out of his way to do that. Like, he didn't have to reach out to you and try to fix that, right? No. Nope. But, you know. but he did. And yeah. to your credit, you were willing to I take won. the step back yep. as well. Same for me. Like, we didn't get along at all. And at some point, like we started talking and now we're super cool again. Like yeah. I really like that about well, him as a person that he's been willing to do that. James certainly he talked to, you know, he talked about J bone, how awkward it was, but then they kind of got yeah. over it. And, and it sounds like he's yeah. getting to that point yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, why be mad 
or nervous or have to wonder about yeah. relationships all the time yeah. instead of just being like, hey, everybody's cool. I, That's I, so we, much more enjoyable. We ran out of time, but I was going to talk to James about, hey, man, were you angry at the suspension and bitter at the sport because you got suspended and then, you know, oh, when he the came back. Oh, the you saw Yeah, and he FIM, wasn't the same yeah. guy he was before. Yeah. And so were yep. you angry and bitter? Is that it? Like you felt like the system, the the promoters, the, they took your – you know, they took your career away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, was that what it is? I didn't get to that point, but was that why you were so... He's got his own pod. Yeah. There'll be I'm many sure hours I'm sure of he'll explanation. Di- I'm sure he'll things. dig yes. into it. Yeah. Uh, but that was great. Thanks to James yep. Stewart for coming yeah, on. Yeah, it was, cool. it was fantastic. And and uh, yeah, if you're Benny Bloss and you listen to the episode one <laughs> and he talks about, man, I was in 10th at Washugo, my final race, and mm-hmm. Benny Bloss, I thought I was lapping him and he was pulling away from me. And that's when I knew that, you know. Yeah. How you feel? Benny Bloss. Uh, I don't know. That's the thing. I think with almost any rider, that would almost be looked at as an insult. But if it's James Stewart saying that, you're like, you gotta yeah, love I think it. you're cool. Brayton was cool with the whoop mention. JT yeah. was cool that he passed. The J- yep. yeah, I, I so, think if yeah. you're Benny, like, you understand the score. Yeah. It's it's not like some other mid-pack guy was saying that about yeah, you. It's yeah, freaking yeah. James it's, Stewart. It's like, like some guy taking down John McEnroe near the end of McEnroe's career or something. You're like, yeah, I beat him. But, you know, I mean, he's a like, fucking legend. Like, I, yeah. For me, I was always... Timely reference. I was always very self-aware of the situation. Yeah, you were, you were though, on the other side as a rider. But, but I you think were, being realistic about... You that, are way like, more self-aware than most riders. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I just right. didn't find any... Yeah. I didn't find any upside of being the, disillusioned. The 47... Thomas! That's Thomas. That's yeah. Thomas. Not every rider is able to do that, JT. No, no, not yes. at all. So uh, thanks to James Stewart for coming on uh, the show and uh, Levi Kitchen up sh- uh, Kitchen coming up shortly. Pro Filter, there's a real option for riders to avoid cleaning an air filter ever again. Weed, you probably hate cleaning air filters. Yeah, you just don't do it. Well, get a Pro Filter. They're oh. pre-oiled, ready to use. You could drop it in your uh, upcoming, can I say? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to be announcing a, a couple things soon. tonight. A couple things tonight. Yeah. James Stewart came on the show for the first time in five years. Yeah. And Wygant is going Blue Crew. I'm going Blue Crew. Blue Crew. Blue Crew. Blue Crew. I'm going to put a Blue Crew uh, in the welcome, back of a Ridgeline, Steve. Welcome to the family. I'm going I'm to put a Blue Crew in the back of a Ridgeline. Welcome to I the family. I am one intense taser. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Away from just being full-on Steve yep. Mathis. You, no, you're, you are several, several steps of your entire program away from being anything <laughs> after what I saw today. <laughs> the socks well, and the shoes and uh, the, the, the whole, whole thing, thing and not re- matching re- at all. Reheating day-old coffee? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Reheating the whole coffee. Yeah. setup. We were riding today, and during the ride, Mathis just stops and texts John Knowles from Scott and says, yeah. can you please sandwich a new helmet yes. and sunglasses? And I immediately just chimed in, please, yes, you did. for the love of God, okay, do so, it. Yes. So, and I said, I don't need it. And you said, no, you do. <laughs> Send him it. We just getting a Blue Crew and I'm ProFilter.com, Pulp 20 yeah. at checkout. He could drop in that oil, uh, the air filter, oil filter. Yeah. Uh, they make them for UTVs. They make them for dirt bikes, street bikes, ProFilter.com. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. And, of course, FMIP, Michelin. I mean, what else do I say? Michelin. That's FMIP. all I got to say? All I got to say? Yeah, I think it goes together like peanut butter jelly. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. They're really good tires. They provide great traction. I mean, look, what, what, they have okay, a tag look, here look, or something? It, it, JT's got a street bike, okay? Nobody knew. Nobody well, knows that's this. weird. That's weird. I've had shady. it for five years. Yeah, very shady. Super shady. And yeah, he, he, he can get a Michelin tire for his street bike. You can get a Michelin tire for your Blue Crew. Billy Bolt can get one for his Enduro bike. Cruisers? You got cruisers? No problem. Michelin makes a tire for that. They make the Commander uh, 3 uh, cruiser tires. So Michelin, motorcycle.michelinman.com. Uh, please check that out. And, of course, the Starcross 5. I took it to the uh, 12. Fuck, what was my finishes at World Vets this year? Was it 12-9 for fourth overall? No, that was 14-9 14, 14, okay. for seventh. That was a couple years ago. Okay, Phil. This year was 12 
Seven, I believe, or twelve, yeah, twelve seven, but not quite as good. Uh, the Michelin Shod, Michelin Shod YZ yes. four fifty sneakers. Please check out Michelin if you need a, a tire, and of course they sponsor the wrap up show as well, uh, which we'll uh, have the pony on later tonight. I'm sure he'll call in. Racer X his own. Racer X his own. Dark side, okay. Pony. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick uh, from Australia. Nick, you want to talk about the new World Supercross? Yeah, I just want to start off, boys. That was probably the best interview you've ever done, Steve. That uh, that beats Lasergate, and that that thing was high. So wow, wow, thank you. Yeah, it was great to have James back in. He was, I just he like was that, great. I just liked that he was super transparent. Yeah, like I didn't. I did not think he would want to talk about the chase stuff at right. all. Right, and we probably talked about it too much, eh, in my opinion. That's but, why I tried to move on, but yeah. we we couldn't do it. Typical I media, was just backing him up. Typical right wing media. This is Nick from Moto Limited here. Nick Still. Hey, you got me. You got me. Hey, What's happening? Yeah, lots of lots of press conference time internationally. Uh, Nick yes. is uh, Nick is coming on this show uh, for Supercross at some point. Sure, Nick. When is that? Ah, uh, the uh, we're flying in the the fourth of January. We're leaving Australia, yeah. so, so we'll be there for Anaheim, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I'm at the pulp show. Uh, coming in the, the studio. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming in. So he's gonna fly to California just to do the press conference on Zoom from a hotel room next to the stadium. Anyway, yeah, that's the way it's gonna yeah, turn yeah, out. Exactly. Yep. Um, what uh, what do you know about this FIM thing, Nick? It's, uh, your your guys down there, um, down under. Yeah, like I, you guys were talking about it earlier, but a couple of questions I have for you is: Do you think these American teams are going to race it? And also, do you think that these bikes are going to be fully work bikes, or are they going to be the same sort of thing we're getting in the U.S. for Supercross? It's way too early to know any yeah. actual details for certain, but I can say this: there is a much larger obstacle to the U.S. teams race in this series. Whatever obstacle you think, however difficult you think it is, it's harder than that to get I, them I, to buy in. I don't see it. I don't see yeah, it. Uh, JT and I have, uh, have battled for years. I am the current winner, of course, in all things arguments, but JT is like okay. the Supercross series is going overseas. It's going overseas, blah, blah, blah. And obviously COVID has affected many, I've many things. I've backed way off it since COVID. But uh, changed, yeah, you have. That you changed have, everything. You have. And, and to be fair, it has changed everything. But as of now, I win. And... Um, I don't believe this team's but, – but Nick asked about the team supporting the series. I don't, I don't see that. I don't see – I mean, if I, anybody does it, they'll ship a bike and a mechanic. Yeah. At, but at the not, moment, teams don't want more races. No. That's no. a simple, that's yeah. simple fact. So there's got to be some sort of compromise somewhere, some sort of reason, some sort of in, yeah. incentivizing for them to do it. Because right now, if it's like, hey, can we add races, it's, it's just no. Yeah. 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 So Absolutely. Um, and then you add, in, you add in a lot of these teams are – large you're part of large corporations right like yeah. kawasaki honda they have to answer to hr departments that are like hey we're gonna go to japan for a race and we're all gonna fly our team overseas and have to deal with all these COVID protocols and they're like no you're not like nope with, with COVID, yeah no you're not right yeah yeah you know? so we'll see what happens and but, as and far this- as the work spike if they ever did do it they would do it under the guise of well at least we're testing to be better for anaheim so they yep. would never ride a different bike yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um there you go nick uh, so, hey, hey Weeds, you know, Adam Bailey's taking it on. So there's a good chance he might be the announcer. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That's what yeah. Steve was saying. <laughs> another, I'll be heavy in negotiations. Another, another gig for Wygant, you know. So, uh, yeah, can't, can't believe it. Uh, thanks, Nick. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Have a good Christmas, guys. Thank uh, you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Right, uh, that's Nick from Moto Un... What is it? Moto Limited. Moto Limited. Yeah. Unlimited? Maybe Why wouldn't li- it be unlimited? I don't know. Why I mean, are you going to limit yourself? Why limit yourself? Why are you yeah, going to limit know. yourself to moto? It's, it's very limited. Yeah. Moto unlimited. We have so much moto. Everything. It's unlimited moto. Yep. They don't talk about everything, man. They kind of limit themselves to what they're willing to talk about. 
I have not had anyone to reach out to me about announcing. I don't want the pod aggregators to say that I'm part of this series. I have we, no, I found out what everybody else did when a press release came out on Sunday. And I was like, why did this come out on Sunday? Oh, because it was probably Monday morning Australia time. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jason Thomas on the show uh, brought to you by Fly Racing, of course. Flyracing.com. Go to motorsport.com and order some Fly Racing. Go to your local dealer. Demand to see Fly Racing. JT, I've been going well at Fly Racing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's kind of a weird time for us. We just, you know, you finish kind of the Christmas rush. Um, and then right now, I mean, everything for us right now is about a getting product in, which kind of never stops. And then supercross, you know, supercross is such a huge production for us. Um, lots of resources and people and a lot of moving parts with trucks and all these things. Uh, we Art. just got done doing all the displays inside the containers and it's just such a huge undertaking by so many people. Uh, we're kind of, we're ready. I think we're ready. Um, and you're going to do the, uh, you're going to have the chin up challenge, the pull up challenge. Uh, I don't know. Like, oh. I, I think isn't that what you and Moser are doing? What? You and Moser? No, that's push-ups. Oh, push-ups. Oh, yeah, I thought it was the chin-ups. No, those are push-ups. Okay. A lot of that stuff, we don't know. Like, it, this, that stuff is all changing by the day. This yeah, Omicron yeah. thing, like, we don't know what they're allowed to touch and not touch. And it, I, it's nobody's fault, right? Feld is being told by someone who yeah. is making the rules. Um, so we're just day by day. What can we do and not do? Are you? Uh, are we going to do the fly racing radio show? Yes. Okay. That's definitely that's, happening. That's definitely happening. Yep. Yep. That's uh, after practice, mm -hmm. fly racing rig. Almost every Supercross round, depending on weather. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. most of the things that are still up in the air for Supercross are mask or no mask. You know, the seating is normal, thankfully. But, you know, can we have uh, demo products in the pits that people are allowed to touch if they can? How often would we do have to clean them? Like, there, it's just, it's what? so complicated. When is this fly thing dropping, this safety thing or whatever this in Instagram? I don't have a, I don't have a date for you. He's, he kept it close to the vest. He wouldn't even tell us off the record. I know. I know. He would it's not ridiculous. even tell us yep. off the record. Yeah, I don't have a date for you. Okay. You know I would want to. I mean, this is the perfect opportunity. If I could, I would do it right here, but I, I can't. Yeah. Uh, just like I'm having a street Besides fight. Fly Shady. Racing, Jason Thomas brought to you by Decal Works, who, uh, Jason Thomas, supporting Decal Works in wearing SoCal mm. in 2002. Mm -hmm. SoCal sure gear, mm -hmm. Jason Thomas brought in, imported by Decal Works. Mm-hmm. Ron Joint. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, Decal Works bringing you Jason Thomas tonight, but they're, they've moved out of the SoCal gear. They're now into Decal uh, stickers, which is, uh, you know, doing well for them. My kid's bike, Decal Works. Thanks De very much. DecalMX.com. I, I would be, for sure, the only rider that's ever worn SoCal gear that got, like, top 10 in 450 Supergrass. For sure. All right. Like, top. No, no chance that's ever happened with anybody else. No. But Kelly Smith no. was good outdoors in some yeah. here. Yeah, Kelly but Smith. But you're right. Oh, outdoors. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not arguing. Yeah. Uh, Pulp MX code at decalmx.com. Kelly got a podium outdoors in SoCal gear. Oh, the YZ250F On the YZ250F, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, KTM, and Husqvarna. Quality, service, and knowledge. Uh, Aaron Plesinger, Cooper Webb, and Marvin Muskant running. Decal Works uh, graphics uh, uh, this year on their uh, Red Bull KTMs. DecalMX.com. Pulp MX code to save 20%, bringing you Jason Thomas on the show. And also the folks at Vortex, they are the official sprocket supplier to the folks at Star Racing Yamaha. So when it comes to uh, James Stewart, the man on the phone a little while ago, he won a championship with Vortex. Chad, Chad Reed did. Dylan Ferrandez did. And also uh, the man on the phone, Levi Kitchen. Also uses Vortex Racing Sprockets. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com to get a deal on Sprockets. And tell him uh, you want the same Sprocket that Levi Kitchen uses. So welcome to the show. Again, the chef, Levi Kitchen. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How about you? Dude, we had Stu on just before you. 
How was it? It was great. So I just want to let you know that the, the bar for the interview mm. is at stew level. Yep. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fastest wow. man on the planet. Good luck That's... following that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when you watch old races, Levi, what do you watch? What kind of era do you watch? What racers do you watch? Mm. Yeah, I watch it all, but definitely his era and like Carmichael way back on 125s and stuff. Um, I don't know. I watch a bit of it all. And then also super recent stuff. Oh, you do? Just yeah, you watch. Yeah. 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 That's what? pretty old because you're, what are you, 20? Are you 20? Yeah. You're 20. So you're watching races that are before you were born. Yeah. That's that's rad. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Although I've heard your music taste also skew in that direction. Right. Older than you were born, right? Yeah. There's. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I have, I have a question yeah. for somebody Levi's age because yep. to me, when I think about like the best era, I would think immediately of five, six, seven, eight, but that could also be. I could be super biased because I was so 2005, 2006, yeah, 2006. Yeah, I was yeah. so involved in it. Right. But man, like the drama and the angst between everybody and the competition and the rate, the battles, it, I don't know of a time where it was better than that. I, I can't think of one. And I've been around it a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe the Bradshaw stuff was yeah. really good, but I don't know, man, it was wild back then. There were so many hard feelings. People, everybody hated each other. Yeah. And the racing on the track was insane. So I, I'm I'm curious, Levi's t- what twenty one, twenty twenty, uh, is it the same for you or is there? That, and I know that question was kind of already asked, but is that like when you look back on that time, you're like, man, that was like all time stuff, or do you like more veer towards like Villapoto, which would have been when you were you know twelve? I mean, probably more towards Villapoto, kind of like you said, because that's just what I grew up watching. So yeah, um, well, go back and watch that stuff. Yeah, go back and watch it, Levi. <laughs> go do it. <laughs> Um, hey, Weed, so you're, you follow these, these stupid amateurs, like, and all that, right? All the to time. a degree. Yeah, to, to a degree. degree. I, I never want to be the authority because right. the parents are gnarly, and yeah. I don't want to be yeah. ruining anyone's right. lives like I apparently have the power to do. Was there yes. a guy to you that made a jump like Levi? Was there somebody that comes to mind? Obviously, there's lots of guys that do that, but Levi made a, a jump from relatively unknown to really fast to getting support to now, you know, he's a Dungy. great pro. Was there a guy like that? Dungy. Well, Dungy's makes no sense at all. I will still never understand that. But, uh, no, this is one of the bigger leaps. But I will say, the when the guys get on big bikes for the first time, yeah. which is essentially their schoolboy or B class, a guy going from pretty good to super good, it's starting to happen like that more and more. Even Plessinger, I don't think it was quite this big of a leap, but it was a similar leap. Dean Wilson, maybe not this big of a leap, but a similar leap. Trey Kennard, maybe not this big of a leap, but a similar leap. The idea, JT, you remember, you raced minicycles growing up, and it was kind of like whoever was the fastest 85 kid yeah. is going to be the fastest kid forever. There's some new thing. I don't know if it's because you're switching from two strokes to four strokes or whatever it is, but becoming a top five to seven, maybe third at best guy to dominating yeah. when you first get on 250Fs, I'm seeing it all the time. But, Levi, you're maybe the top of that, but I'm seeing it happen a lot. Do you have any idea why we're seeing that more? When the, the minis to big bikes, things seem to be changing a lot. Any idea? Why did it happen for you? <laughs> I mean, for me, it was different just because I didn't really train before that. And then when I really put my head down and started working, then mm-hmm. it all kind of results showed. But, I mean, now a lot of kids are training really young, so I don't – I really don't have an answer for that. I think we've I seen know. it. I think we've seen it. It's just really rare. Like, Villapoto could not beat Michael Essie. Couldn't do it. 
just could no. not figure out a way to beat that guy. And then once they turned pro, he owned him and made sure that he made his life a living hell every single weekend <laughs> because of it. Yeah, he did, but at least he was the second place guy. He's good. Yeah. I, it wasn't like we Levi, no offense, but I don't in the eighty five class, it wasn't like you were going two 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 in every moto. No. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's it's weird how it's working that maybe I, you might have just nailed it. Maybe it's that. The opportunity is there. If you sign the check, you move to the facility at 10 years old, you want to race and train full-time, go for it. But not everybody is. You know, so There's a Levi Kitchen who wasn't doing that yeah. yet. And once you start, yeah. you move back to the front. You know another guy who is kind of doing that? And I'm biased again, but Hymas is kind of doing that. Yeah. Like, Hymas wasn't a superstar right. amateur, yeah. right? He yep. was good. Mm -hmm. He was good. Because I, I used to get asked all the time of like, hey, how do you think Hymas is going to do I'm like, I don't know. Like, he's super young. He's doing okay. But he was never like a shoe-in. And then you watch him now, and yeah, okay, Levi was much better than him. Ch you know, Chance is young, but he is progressing quickly. Like, he's getting a lot better really fast, where he never could dream of beating Jet Reynolds at one point when they were on 80s and stuff. Yeah. And now it's like, man, you, you Chance was kind of the favorite over Jet at Loretta's and stuff like that. So it is rare. I'm just trying to think of yeah. examples where it happens, but it is rare. Uh, Levi. But it's getting more common. Yeah, yeah so Levi. Common. And again, like, I only follow pro racing, Levi. I don't follow amateur racing. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, but but for you, like, so, so you were just an okay mini rider slash, like, younger guy, and then the training thing, and all of a sudden you're like, hey, I want to do this, and I want to be this. Did you feel... Do you feel like, I guess it's hard to say this, uh, Levi, but do you feel like a little bit less burnt out, like more excited because of you haven't been doing this your whole life? You haven't been grinding at a riding facility your whole life? Yeah, 100%. And yeah. I think that's kind of the advantage to it. Um, I was a normal kid till I was pretty much 17, almost 18. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah definitely nowhere near burnt out. And I think a lot of kids, by the time they're 20, kind of are. Sure. They've been doing it that yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Um, hey, hey, so how's your injury? Oh, what, what else? I, we I was just saying that topic. Oh. You went to a real deal. That was your place where you first started doing it full time, right? Uh, yes, sir. What the hell is real deal? What is real deal? And by the way, is Kevin Windham involved with that? Explain how that all works and how K-Dub's involved. It's like his half of his property or something. How did that all work? So it started in South Carolina. I wasn't there then. And then it moved to Kentwood, Louisiana. And that's when I had gone. And it was ran by a guy named Rob Burkhart and his wife, Sherry. And um, I'm trying to think of some names. Well, Steve, you're good friends with Jace Kessler. He was there even back in South Carolina days. Oh, okay. um, yep. So he's an example. But it wasn't very well known. But they had a few guys that were pretty good. And then um, pretty much right when I was, um, let's see, right when I was having to move because I had signed with Star they packed up and went from Kentwood to Centerville, Mississippi, and they're actually at Wyndham's house now mm. um, on his property. So that's where the facility's at now. And, uh, yeah, Wyndham is involved. Kentwood, okay. Kentwood Louisiana, home of Britney Spears. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm just adding yeah, trivia. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here to make the right. show better. The uh, Spears fam family yeah. used to go to Loretta's. Absolutely. They're motocross people. Yep. They are. Her uh, dad uh, used to come ride at the facility I got. Oh, he's in the news every once well, in a while. Yeah, yeah a couple a little bit in the news. Conservatorship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Levi, how's the injury? What shoulder stuff or what? What what happened? Yeah, I broke my scapula and like had an AC separation. Oh, cut damage like uh, two months ago now. So, so I just got back on the bike um, last week, and then today was actually my first day back on Supercross. But what? Uh, that's if scary. If you don't mind me asking, and you don't have to say what grade uh, AC separation was it. 
Um, I don't even know. He never okay. told me. Okay. And, and yeah. I only know because I, I've done it. Um, and basically, not that anybody cares, but there's six grades. And from what my surgeon told me, a three and a four is really optional. Like it's, mm-hmm. if you're three and a four, you can get surgery or don't have to, it's going to suck. Like my shoulder sticks out like crazy because I was a three and I'd never got it. Um, but anything like a four and up, you have to get it one, two, no big deal. So I was just curious, yeah, like yeah. recovery time and all that stuff. But obviously you didn't get it fixed. Uh, no. And okay. it, I mean, now you say it, like it's, it's bothering me a little bit, but, um, he never said I needed surgery. He just right. said down the road. Maybe. Well, I, I did mine in 2002, and I have never gotten fixed, and I do everything that I want to do. So, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, did, yeah. Why Why were you did – you, did you try to – were you trying to keep up with Craig? Is that what happened? You're trying to push yourself and keep up with Craig? To be honest, in a sense, yeah, it was kind of a dumb mistake. Uh, we had just gone out for our warm-up, and the track was pretty wet. Um, and the whoops were uh, not prepped from the day before. And no, everybody was kind of going around the whoops in our warm up just because they were slick. And then I seen Christian go through them, so on the last lap, oh, I, I tried to hit him, and I I so, crashed pretty good. Come on, Kitchen, come on. Um, yeah. By the way, I've gotten uh, intel from the farm that Christian Craig is flying, and Bro, and, I, and I went shocking. Yeah, shocking. really. You're telling me Christian Craig <laughs> looks good, like he's. An absolute ridiculous guy on on. Well, every time you watch him ride, you're like, he's he's never going to lose a race. <laughs> yeah, how, did, yes. how does this guy ever lose? Yes. Uh, Levi, is that the same thing you watch? Same thing you see? Yeah, but to be honest, like, I mean, everybody's ripping right now yeah. on the team. Oh, I believe yeah. it. I'm just yeah. saying it. I don't get to watch him at practice track, but when I watch him in practice at the races and I see how fast he's hitting the whoops and the turns, like on lap three, I'm like, how, I don't understand how he's not a four time champion. Yep, eight yeah. time, eight time champion. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. whatever, whatever number you want to say, right? right. Um, yeah. How's Tallahassee life for you? How you like it out there? Like, uh, it seems uh, depressing to me, but uh, for yourself, <laughs> what do you, what do you think? Where are you living, and 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 how is it out there? Um, I like it. I mean, when I was hurt, it was pretty damn boring. But uh, right. No, when I'm on the bike and like doing everything, I mean, I enjoy it. Um, and I was, you know, obviously in the sticks being in Washington and Washougal, um, yeah. in the country and stuff. And then in Louisiana, it's kind of middle of nowhere. So I don't mind. I kind of like being like, I didn't really like California much. At oh, all. okay. So you're know. fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, for me, like I look at it, like I'm like, there's nothing to do out there, but I guess, yeah, if you're from the sticks, if you're a hillbilly like you kitchen, then yeah, <laughs> I just like to golf and fish. So, right. I mean, right. Perfect. Right. Uh, how much do you, you're just starting off in the sport, you're a personable guy, you know, you're, you've got a great future in front of you. How much do you follow uh, Racer X or, or Pulp Stuff or Vital or whatever? Like, are you, what kind of, where, where are you in the media sort of world stuff? Do you follow Twitter and Instagram and, or are you, are you one of those kids that you don't really give a shit about it? You don't care what people are saying about you and the sport or where are you at in that sort of stuff, Levi? Um, I mean, if I see something about me, like I'll read up on it, but I don't really go out of my way to like see what's going on. I kind of just, and like, as far as social media, yeah. um, I just like to post and, you know, keep everybody updated that follows me, but I'm not, I don't know. I I scroll through it, you know? Yeah. You're not one of these dudes that as soon as that moto is over and you sit in that lawn chair in the garage (laughs) or the shop that you're immediately back on Instagram every time. No. Okay. No. 
There's definitely two kinds of riders yeah, out there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Weston Pike one time tweeted <laughs> Sealy uh, about two minutes after he after he took Sealy out in a heat race, uh, uh, Levi, at Anaheim. And he, seated, he tweeted Sealy, how'd that work out for you? So you're not that kind of guy. No, definitely not that guy. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, go ahead. The only shit talking that goes on is like when I'm talking to – you know, my teammates after a moto, but that's about it. Right. Um, hey, I've heard that move. We all knew it was going to be quite a scramble. The team had said, like, hey, if motocross donations happens, we can't even do it. We're going to be spending September and October building a building and moving stuff cross country. Uh, and four months, I'm sure, to people seems like a long time of the off season. But I've heard it's been quite a scramble. What's the status down there of the building and the shop, and has it been pretty crazy? Uh, it was pretty crazy, especially – um because it was kind of starting while we were still racing outdoors so it's hectic but uh now it's it's moving along good i mean the shop's just about done um yeah, everything's looking good tracks are all all done and uh i mean everything's pretty much moved now like everything's dialed okay so it's not going to be like anaheim is coming and we're still working on this they got it sorted at this point yeah yeah it's sorted bro yeah. how, how's tomac oh he's unreal Come on, stop it. <laughs> no. uh, I mean I mean Steve, that's kind of a dumb question to be honest. Well, how okay. Nice. I like it. Okay. I, I guess I meant like how's he how is he as a person or personality person? and how how is he on the track? I kind of meant as, as an overall thing, uh Levi, so you know, just Okay. You know. Um So he's really fast. Yep. And he don't talk much, but when no. he does, like, he's cool. Um, okay. if, if you bring up something that he likes, you know, like um, hunting or something like that, he'll yeah. talk to you about it. What about fish? I guess that sounded stupid. What about fishing? Um, I haven't talked much about fishing with him, okay. though. All right. But, I, I, uh, but when you watch him ride, it is impressive. It is impressive. Yeah, like, yeah. He uh, he was out there for, like, a week testing stuff, mm-hmm. and um, I was really impressed. Yeah, he's, he's flying. Um. Uh, How's Hayden Deegan, bro? Like, how, how's that going? Like, he's he's an amateur kid. He joined the team. Big signing for you guys. He gets, to, he does everything you guys do. Like, it's just one of those things. He's just doing the program. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, when he can't, like, he goes to California every once in a yeah. while. But uh, you know, he's back down here now, and no, he's great. Um, we all get along, and uh, man, he's he's legit. Uh, I'll give him that. Like, he's he's really? good. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. Oh uh, yeah. That's that's Brian. Yeah. That's Brian. That's Brian right um, there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and so, is there like, is there like vloggers running around following him? Like, is that one of the deals? Like, where you're like, ah, oh, bro, we gotta get you here, do this banger. <laughs> is that going on? Uh, it does sometimes. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, I bet your Brad yeah. is pissed at that. <laughs> I bet your Brad <laughs> oh, is just fucking steamed, man. My steamed. favorite part is Canadian right is there. Don't have he a, was steamed. Really? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Levi. He hasn't had a filmer out here, like, some of the days. And I love how Hayden literally has to do his own stuff. Like, he cut out his front number plate on his bike and has a GoPro mounted in there. Oh, wow. And, like, he's filming his own stuff. It's pretty funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I bet. I. Yeah, I mean, you got to get the content, bro. Content. Yeah, yeah. content. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Ferrandez is there. Uh, how's he looking? How, how's everything going with Dylan? I know he runs his own program. And also, too, has J-Mart spoken 10 words to you, and does J-Mart just sit over by himself when everybody's hanging out? Um, Dylan's looking really good, yep. and J-Mart, I talk to J-Mart all the time, actually. Like, 
me and him are cool. Um, okay, because I love J-Mart, but J-Mart has a chip the size of, like, Minnesota on his shoulder that he hates yeah. everybody and everybody's out to get him and, and, and he's going to show everybody. He's going to use that as motivation. He's the, he's the richest – you know, guy who gets screwed go. over every single time. <laughs> I don't know. Go. I love J-Mart. This is what J-Mart <laughs> does, and it's awesome. I don't care. Everybody uses their own motivation. But J-Mart's always got this thing where... It's looking at $100 bills and a microfish. Right, right. <laughs> at the dealership. So, so that's all I mean. You know, J-Mart's got that attitude, like, where he, he's not there to bro down, Levi. That's all. No, and, well, I think it just depends on the person. Like, I, uh, I'm i pretty much cool with everybody, and he, he talks to me quite a bit, and... You know, I wouldn't say, you know, he gets done off the bike and, like, you see him for a little bit, but he definitely kind of goes off and does his own thing. But Yeah, um, yeah. okay, yeah. I mean, he's, he's around. Okay, all right. Uh, he's not in a uh, uh, easy up off to the side <laughs> of the shop. Yeah. Right. Mother effing no. everybody. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, listen, I, 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 I love J-Mar. He's awesome. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You love him. I do. He's a he's funny. <laughs> you love Look, him. Look, he, he ripped open a Phil Nicoletti shirt. I don't believe you love him. I do. I love him. I love him like, like my dog. I love him. Um, hey, so who's riding east and west, Levi? Let's spill it right here on the show. What do we got? Phil and anything. Come on. Yeah, it's all on his shoulders. Okay. Shoulders are okay. injured, let's, but it's Let's on his work shoulders. through this. Let's work My through this. My shoulder ain't very good yet, so. Yeah, yeah, he kitchen, can't. Kitchen is east. Right? That is confirmed. That's confirmed. Okay. okay. Kitchen just started um, riding. Nichols won west, <laughs> so he'll run the number one west, right? Did Nichols I, win I east know. or west? That fucking series, I forget, because they all started all over the place. He won east. He actually won east. I yeah. know that's very weird. He won oh, east because Orlando, they were racing west in Orlando. And he, okay, you see, that's yeah, what I mean? That's yeah. all he, fucking lost. Yeah. Okay, so Nichols will, will run the number one plate on the east. Yes. I would, I would think not. so. I, I don't know. Kitchen? I don't know anything. Kitchen? I don't know. Kitchen's a damn rookie, and you're putting all these top secret. So then hurt. So unless he's hurt, if you're Yamaha or any sponsor, yeah, yeah. of course you want to. So Nichols is east. Kitchen's east. Craig will ride west. Craig's a SoCal dude. He rode east last year. I know, but Craig's a SoCal dude. He's balls out fast. He'll come out swinging on the west, right? I don't know. I don't know. Kitchen, and then, and Levi? Then, and then Cooper would have to – Cooper would ride. Kitchen is not answering this one. And honestly, I don't even know if you can answer or you just literally don't know. You probably don't know. But, I mean, Cooper, no, I has, Cooper would probably ride west because he won the title. Yeah. Right? So. Makes sense. Okay, yeah. So, Coop's riding west. Yep. Nichols riding east. Craig, if I'm if I'm Bobby Reagan, and after I sell that F-150 and, and the Chevy Caprice, I'm going <laughs> to devote my time to thinking about putting Craig on the West. Yes? Right? Can we agree with that? That's a, sw- a smart decision. I don't think I would have devoted a lot of time to it. I would just do it. You would just do it? Yeah. Okay. Weech? Yep. He doesn't his, have a lot of cars in skill Victoria set, at this point. His skill so. set, is, to me, is more conducive to West Coast-style tracks. There was a year where Weber Geico had J-Mart and Craig on the Geico team. Yep. And for some crazy reason, they decided to have J-Mart race west and Craig raced east, and they both sucked. It was the, it was the worst decision. <laughs> yeah, this? yeah. That yeah. was the, the test, wasn't it? They the did scrimmage? a test, and yeah. they decided right. Craig was ready earlier, and they right. both ended up having so, atrocious So Okay, so season. we got Levi. We got Coop and Craig we, on the west. Steve is writing this down. We got, we got Nichols. <laughs> Confirmed by Levi. Nichols and you on the east. Where would you put J-Mart? <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Levi, you're literally saying I don't know to every question. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This, Brad, Brad is going to blow him up, th- man. This, this fucking kid on the line. Yeah, Brad's I mean, going to blow him up. Listen, he, listen. He uh, okay, well, let me ask the two experts here. Where would, you where put would J- I put J-Mart? Yeah, where would you put J-Mart? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, <laughs> oh, we almost had him. I think you got to give, give him more time. 
Yeah, from his injury? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jeremy does look pretty good, but yep. he just got he got back on the bike not long ago either. Okay. okay. All right. That's east. So, Thrasher, west. Am I missing any of the 18 riders? Do I have it pretty much nailed? That's tough. There's a lot. There's probably five other guys that we're yeah. not thinking about on Star. And LeBlanc and Romano, they Is tickle, suck. Tickle still on that team? Tickle, yeah. <laughs> Where'd Kyle Peters go? Oh, gosh. Um, okay, so we got it. Coop, Craig, Thrasher, West. Is Thrasher ready to go, Levi? Like riding laps and stuff? Like he's good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Coop, Craig, Thrasher, West. I can tell you where he's not ready to go. Millville, because he was on my team. He didn't do any laps. Oh, boy. He got right in. Now. Levi, Nichols, J-Mart, East. Boom. We got it. That makes the most sense. All right. So here's how this works in the media game, Levi Kitchen. We're going to say we spoke to Levi Kitchen, and we've determined what coast yeah. riders are. Yeah. And we won't actually say that you told us, but we'll combine the two thoughts to make it sound like you did, even though you didn't. That's how the media is going to play this. Yeah. So thank you. Okay. Yep. You said nothing. Yep. You committed to nothing, but we're going to make it seem like we have a source here. I like it. Deductive reasoning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And then, if we ask enough questions you, and you get half answers, you can paint a picture. <laughs> That's what we're going to do here. Yeah. No, I like it. I think we're good. I think, we've, I think we've figured it out. Okay. So, Levi, are you back on the bike today, right? December 20th? Back on Supercross today, yeah. Supercross today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. What else? Um, hey, you, had, you, you haven't raced Supercross Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, back on, yeah it's, this is new. How's, it, how's yeah, that? It's, it's new. Um, I mean, it was going good until I crashed, and then <laughs> today, like, wasn't bad. I just don't have a lot of strength yet, so um, it's kind of tough. But I mean, I'm not not too worried about. It. I think I'll be. I think I'll be alright. Did you do a little Supercross prep at some point during 2021 season, like last December or last January? Was that true? Yeah. So I signed with the team in. December, pretty much. And then as soon as I got to California, everybody was on Supercross, so I started riding it. And then uh, I actually hurt this same shoulder like three weeks in probably, um, and whoops as well. And then um, then did like spring nationals and stuff and then got back, or I don't even know, but I rode some Supercross last year for a little bit. Maybe got like a month and a half worth of time on it, but um so you're still, and then I did some futures and stuff before that. But you're still two months out from if you race east, you're still two months away. You got plenty of time. Be good. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you, you crashed a little while ago in Soupy. You crashed yep. in December when you're getting ready for Soupy. You said last year. Last year. So like, like just, Levi, or maybe stop the crashing. Yeah, Levi. Going? Like what? What? I mean, are you going to race Supercross or is it too scary for you? Like what's happening? No, I think. I mean. It's okay. You can, tell him he's a dick. you can tell me he's a dick. It's fine. I, I don't think I was scared enough of the whoops. Like, I didn't I didn't learn the form before I started hitting him. I just tried to hit him. And, like... Okay. Uh, but this you, last crash was, like... I mean, any... You put anybody... You know, like, it would have been... I mean, Christian made it through him, but... Right. Everybody else was smart enough not to hit him. Right, right. Day. Do you, do like you want me to fly out there? Because I used to work with some of the great riders as a mechanic. And if you want me to fly out there and work with you in some whoops, I can... Try to do it, Levi. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I don't fish, though. I'm, try- I'm trying to get Wyndham to come out here and help me. Oh, boy. There you go. Oh, there we go. Steve, you got enough to worry yeah. about with Troll Train, okay? Just focus on that. 
That, that train is – I mean, yeah. yeah, we got a lot of work to do. He didn't even make it through your days out there. No, no. Yeah, I went to Paris, and he sucked, Levi, and then I go to Club MX to go check it out, and he crashes in the first day I'm there. So. And when were you there? Did Was Jace healthy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we talked looked, to Jace. Yeah, he, yep. looked, he looked all right. Yep. Uh, he's on a 250, which I thought he was riding 450s with those other guys, but he's on a 250. I thought he looked good. I, I thought – Levi, he looked good enough where I thought before I went up to see him, I thought he was on a 450, the way he was jumping stuff. And then when I walked over his bike, I'm like, oh, like, you looked really good. You're on a 250, you're, you know, getting over stuff, no problem. So I thought it was pretty good. And what was it, we just third day or something on Soupy? Yeah, he had basically never ridden it. Right. Yeah. Right. So it was pretty impressive. Good. So, yeah, he looked really good. I think that that, uh, that was a good thing. And Cade looked good, too. So that, that team, I mean, A-Ray may be the fourth or fifth guy. Best guy. Possible, you know? yeah. So, yep. Um, Levi Kitchen on the show brought to you by Vortex Racing. The back of uh, Levi Kitchen's bike has a Vortex Racing sprocket on it. It's that easy, folks. If you want the same sprocket that Stuart, Reed, Ferrandis, and Levi Kitchen have all used, email Kyle at vortexracing.com and get that deal. All right? Dial it in. All right. So, Levi does not need to email Kyle. He's got plenty of Vortex. Yeah, Ka- Levi, if you need a sprocket, yes. you want Kyle's email, yeah. let me know because get, we'll get your <laughs> okay, sprocket. I'll, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else, uh, Levi? What else has been happening? What do you do with your downtime? Like, what you just fish or hang out, uh, try to pick up chicks, or like what? What do you do? I golf a lot. I mean, I couldn't golf, right? So, um, I don't know. I was just hanging out. I mean, I could road bike and stuff like that, but right. Um, Who? I don't know. I'll hang out with uh, Matt or Nick, or uh, I still hang out. Jarrett Fry's down here now. Oh, Fry. Um, yeah, Fry. Oh, because okay. your neighbors, right? Like MTF is right over there, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. That's exactly. Right. Who uh, who's the best on the road bike on the team? Mm, I mean, we had a race uh, this last weekend. It was it's quite unfair. It was Swanee Christian. Um, I can't remember. Swanee Christian. Thrasher. I'm drawing a blank. Vegan was on it. Yeah, like my team was Thrasher, Jay Coop, and uh, you. What? I'm not saying. Oh yeah, me. And I'm missing somebody. One of the um, amateur kids? Like a Romano LeBlanc? Or? Oh, it was LeBlanc. It was yeah, LeBlanc. And okay. he absolutely smoked them. Oh, you did? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice work. Okay. Yeah. I had to throw that out there. But I don't nice. know who's the best on the bike. I mean, Nate's strong, Christian's strong, Jacob's strong. They're all strong. Oh, here but, we go. Here we go with the canned answers from a, from a team <laughs> rider. You know what? You know, no, just... sure. I'm, I'm the best on the road bike. There you go. There you there go. You That's go. what Steve right. wants. Right. That's what I want. Yeah. Now, have you had Levi Kitchen on the show before? Yeah. Have yeah. you hashed out the issues that you had when he was an amateur and you hate all amateurs? Have you gone through this? Because he had some messages for you. He had a phrase for you. No, I like that. He had instructions. Yeah, I know you yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Have you addressed this? Yeah, I think I did. Um, I liked it. Uh, yeah, when he was an amateur kid, he was you like... You enjoyed it. I know that. Yeah. But have you talked about it with him? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Okay. And then, but one you guys of the, are good. But one of his asshole amateur kids called in, <laughs> and what did, what did he say? Marks, what was that? Am I going to see you at Sagandi's? Yeah, am I going to see you at Sagandi's? And I'm like, what's Sagandi's? And he's like, suck on these nuts. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Which, gotcha. I, don't know, I don't know if that was fucking Romano or LeBlanc, but I hate both of those kids. Yeah. yeah you, agree, you agreed at Hangtown, actually. I was just listening to the show the other night, so I hadn't heard it. And okay. It was like a Hangtown thing, but um, you wanted a shirt, and you agreed to have balls drawn on it. I did? You didn't want to win. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. listen, I uh, I gave some shirts away from the chef. We we did that, and then uh, uh, I was wearing one. I got one. I've I've worn it a couple times. I was surprised to see how, this how, relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Is it good? Yeah, fits good. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like it. 
I, I think it's really good. Uh, now, obviously, the chef, you know, I mean, you're Levi Kitchen, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's an easy, that's an easy, that's an easy uh, thing to do. Uh, why can't yeah. you dropped in the nationals about he's bringing some heat in his kitchen at one point. Yeah. I mean, and, we've I, been waiting. I, and I was really disgusted with, we you. have been waiting for a long time. <laughs> like, you, were, you were, you were just like, so grand. Like, wait. would you say there's heat in his kitchen? And couldn't, I'm just like, fuck why can't. Hey, that reminds me, was it Iron Man? What race was it that you had to pull into the pits? Uh, Iron Man. It was Iron Man, right? Gas and mines. Yeah. Iron Man. Right. Oh, you're on my fantasy team. I was very Yeah, unhappy. you were angry. Oh, I was so unhappy. <laughs> I right. felt good, too. I felt real good. Too. Yes, you were rolling. I did not feel good. <laughs> you were rolling. You didn't feel good. JT didn't feel good. Okay, after that, you put in this heater lap. Was that a legit lap? Some people were saying, no, he went into the pits and he cut the track when he came back on, and that lap wasn't legit. What Did you put in Because you had the fastest lap of the moto or something like that, right? Yeah, I don't I, – to be honest, like – I don't think that was legit. I think what happened was I missed the finish line. So I think what they do is they take, like, your best segments and put a lap together if there's a lap missing. I, I think see. Is what I, got. I see. But, um, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think I did. Because we were shocked. We were like, he pulled into the pits, he comes out of the pit, and he put in a faster lap than Jet Lawrence and whoever else was winning the race. That probably didn't actually happen quite devastated. like that. I was <laughs> devastated. No. Devastated. Yeah, get ready for the world of fantasy. It's coming your way. You're going to break a lot of hearts. I think people would be... Hey, I got a question. Was, do Louise, it. is it you? Who calls me Kitchens when they're announcing? No, that's... <laughs> that's uh, yeah. Oh, oh uh, JT, would you like to weigh in on this? People, people would be appalled at the things I say in text messages on the weekends because stuff like that where you can't get someone's name right, I lose my he does. mind. He does. He does I lose, lose mind. my mind. Go ahead. We- that is uh, my buddy Kevin Kelly, who has called way more year races than I do. He probably does seven or eight amateur races a year. Kevin Kelly, DMXS Radio, original and still best. And he has probably called a thousand year motos, and he still calls you Levi Kitchens. I don't understand. Yeah, I didn't know. If, I didn't know if he just meant to do it at this point. No, but. I'm just all caps oh. texting Weege and the group text like, "Someone, please stop! I'm going to do something crazy <laughs> if he doesn't stop doing this." Yeah, it's. Yeah. When announcers do something wrong, JT is completely oh. unreasonable about it. <laughs> yeah. Completely. Yeah. I am. Keeps I, me on my A game. I want uh, I want perfection in, in my broadcast <laughs> yeah. listening. He does. He does. Hey, uh, what about uh, Seth Rowe? Did you have a little relationship building with Seth Rowe? He was in, then he was out. Were you working with Seth Rowe? Were you cool F- with Seth Rowe? Do you Seth miss Rowe. Seth Rowe? Do you miss Seth Rowe? Sounds yeah, good. I miss Seth. He was awesome. Uh, we have the same taste in music, so, like, oh yeah. I mean, that's how we, we stay in touch, but... Um, I mean, he's he's doing his own thing now. I don't I don't see him, but yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, Who's I could see you and Seth Rowe really hitting it off. Who's the new that. manager? Did I miss this? Yeah, did they hire somebody? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, his name's Jensen. He used to pretty much run the JMC, um, or not run like he was like the head guy at the head mechanic at JMC Motorsports. Oh, okay. Wow. With Costello and, and Carson Brown, those guys. Right? Uh, yeah. That's JMC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. He used to actually, he used to wrench for Swanee way back in the day when... Oh. Swan- messed this up. I think Swanee was on Star at one point. Yeah, yeah Swanee was, was on Star. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this guy yeah, worked at Star back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Him and Brad are really good friends. Wow. I think okay. Swanee got a podium at Southwick for Star. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. And, and is Coker still on the 450 side? Uh, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. That's happening. Wow, there's a new guy. I didn't even know that. There is a Seth Rowe and Will yeah. Hahn replacement. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. fuck, fuck Will. Yeah, Ter- he's okay. yeah, I don't. I, I'm not on board with that. What? I like Will. Nobody likes Will. I like Will. <laughs> no, but nobody likes I Will. I give so much shit every day. Do you? Good to hear. That's good. 
Yeah, I like that. Keep it up, please. I'm missing that too. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he's an all timer. Absolutely. I, I he's a great guy. Um, all right, Levi. Hey, man, we're gonna let you run. Uh, it's ten thirty where you are, and uh, you know you're a kid, and you know got to get to bedtime and all that. So it's back um, to riding now. Yeah, time. back to riding now, right? So you'll ride tomorrow. Uh, we have a storm rolling. Yeah, in, I heard so, it's oh. raining a lot there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna make it tomorrow, but right. I'll do something tomorrow. So look for Levi Kitchen on the East Coast, everybody, along with Nichols and uh, <laughs> J-Mart. J-Mart on the J-Mart. East Coast. Confirmed. Sure. Yep, confirmed. Stamped it. And uh, and so we've got the Star Racing Yamaha lineup all God, figured Brad out. Is, Brad is just going to be MFing you so bad. Uh, well, he already is. Or, yeah. More. Never just been more. more. Yeah, I, I yes. don't care. I, I yeah. don't care. I mean, listen. Uh, let's do this. Yeah. Levi, we should do – got an idea for you. Are you going to be out west to watch these races, or would you watch them? Will you be out east? You'll probably be grinding out the farm, right? You're not going to come. Yeah, west. I, I probably. I mean, there's a small chance I might go to A1, but right. probably not. What we need to do is after every West Coast round, we'll call you up. You'll come on Monday night, and you'll just blow everybody out uh, on the West, <laughs> unfiltered. Like, yeah, just come yeah, on yeah, and yeah. be like, "That guy sucked. I can't believe these guys are on this coast. Yeah, this, this coast mechanic sucks. screwed up. Right. Yeah. So can we, can we? You'll be like our weekly correspondent. We did this with AC when AC AC came on after every opposite coast round when he was on 250s you can be our new guy he actually did that yeah he actually did he did not go on and blow everybody out jt <laughs> i will hey i would actually love to do like uh my thoughts on the weekend who you know like but i'm not gonna well you it, listen yeah. you got to bring the heat in your kitchen oh nice <laughs> levi if we're gonna do this you know so but yeah we yeah. should do that let's 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 end up doing that you can be our levi kitchen our west coast correspondent on the supercross races i like that <laughs> Yeah, that's it. You, you got to make notes, though, and, so, and shit. You guys are going to make him put his hand on the stove, aren't you? We are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to make notes, though, Levi. You got to take this seriously, like more seriously than your career. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll do that. Okay. Most important thing. Yeah, most, most important, important thing, thing you're doing. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to put any pressure on you when it comes time to racing. First, okay. you can come on the show and say, if I was there, I would have done this, yeah. and I would have quadded this, yep. and these guys are slow compared to me. You can yep. do that. Yeah. Uh, back at the racetracks. Huh? We, we need to talk money, though, if we're going to do this. Good point, yeah. Levi. Listen, this we do not. This is not a for-profit enterprise. Oh, Levi, oh. Levi, so. if you saw the palatial estate that we are currently residing in, you, you would definitely be asking for money. <laughs> yeah, he needs to have you on the phone only because if you ever see this house that the studio is in, it's basically you'll be same for square money. footage as my last house, basically. Levi. So basically, yeah. we're in Nevada, and the house is so tall are I can see the ocean me? from here. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's impressive. It's 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 right up there with Wynn and okay. who else is right. big What else you got for there? Kitchen? Stop talking. Uh, I don't know if uh, Kitchen knows this. I think I've told him about this. The Kitchens? You don't know if Kitchens? Kitchens knows this. But our, our guy, Mitch Kendra, yeah. Racer X, yeah. our guy who does the posting on the website. Mitchie. Mitchie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number yep. one Kitchen fan. Probably more than your dad and mom. Girlfriend. If oh, you really? Got one. He's full Kitchen oh, guy. One million percent. Oh, wow. One million percent. Okay. So pressure is on. You got to deliver for my guy, Mitch. He will be living and dying on these Saturday nights on the East when you line up with Nichols and J Mart. He will be living and dying on these Saturday nights. I don't know if he's admitted this to you. He's interviewed you a few times, but you are his guy. Oh, wow. So don't Let's let go. him down. Okay? Let's go. Oh, he says, Let's do it. Yeah. 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 He's really proud. Because uh, you told him that you were signing with Star even before it was like official, and he felt like it was like his first scoop that he ever got. Okay. So you will always be his guy. So don't let him down. Yep. I won't. Yep. I mean, no, Justin I mean, Brayton has always been my guy, and the guy's like 47 years old, and he's still racing. Like, you got to make this thing last. Yeah. All right? <laughs> yeah, yep. my, my guy's troll, okay. and he's 82. Yeah. <laughs> and going to 450 class for the first time. 
So, uh, you know, that, 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 that's how this stuff works. Uh, thanks, Levi. Appreciate it, man. Uh, let's keep in touch. Let's uh, get you on. And follow, go to your Instagram, everybody, to get your own chef T-shirt. Get on there. Get some merch. Get some yep, kitchen some merch. When well, you got Phil, too, who's going backwards. Yeah, and, Phil, and my, other, my other guy is Phil, and he's going back down to 250s. He, he's, <laughs> he's terrible. So uh, uh, thanks, Levi. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a good night. All right, see, see you, man. That's Levi Kitchens. Everybody, uh, I, was, uh, I was so yeah. You pissed. were. I forgot about so that. That's pissed. awesome that you brought that up, uh, Weege. Um, all right. No, no, no he kitchen, brought it up. Kitchen. Oh, he brought, brought it up. Kitchens, yeah, kitchen. That's awesome. Brought it up. I love it because this I guy was, was fucking crazy. irate. Uh, was so mad. All right, let's go to commercial break. We'll come back. Sebastian Tortelli, oh, my God. JT's old training partner, will come on, and I hope he shit talks you so bad. What, what I time do. is it in France? Why do he do that? He won't because he's fucking the classiest human being alive after Andrew Short. So he won't do that, but I really hope he does. What time is it in France? It'll be 6 a.m. in Spain. He lives in Spain now. Spain. It's 6 a.m. It'll be 6 a.m. when he comes on. It's yeah. already morning time by it's the time he comes on. It's 4.30 a.m. right now. Right. Unbelievable. So we're going to come back. we got some more stuff to talk about with Jason Wygant and Jason Thomas. And uh, we got our phone calls are full. Stay on hold. We'll get your calls when we come back. Race Tech Rant coming up as well. It's about Phil. I'll just let you know early. And uh, we've got some more stuff coming on. The Pulp Mech Show. So thanks for hanging in there. will be right back after this break. Fuck Will Hahn. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, Get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. 
You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation. Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires 
feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsordeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. 
Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, we're coming on. That's the warning I get, uh, Marks, from our, our, our producer over there. Hey, we're coming on. To Usually I see like the 30, but yeah, we were, we were running late today. The Chipotle just hits, man. Oh, my God. You get God. Chipotle and, and everything else is just yeah. non-existent. It's great. Can I, can I talk about on the air what we were talking about right now, right before we came on? Or would people get mad or would, would that be a bad thing? Um, yeah, you just, I, just, I just don't know where you got it from. Okay, yeah, maybe, maybe we can talk about that a little bit. We got some phone calls here, everybody. Welcome to the show. Of course, Jason Thomas brought to you by Decal Works. Jason Wygant uh, brought to you by, uh, what was it? At Cherby's, bro. At Cherby's, yeah, Cherby's. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's a little late, but the 7 o'clock hour, which was 50 minutes ago, 5-0, is brought to you by the folks at Scotia, Scotia, Scotia Industries, innovators of award-winning consumer tech, power sports, car audio products, and accessories over 40 years into business. Visit Scotia.com to get a 20% discount on the lineup of phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sport clamps, mounts. we got the base link mount thing here in front of you. Use discount code PULP2021 at Scosche, S-C-O-S-C-H-E, Scosche.com. Unlock your discounts on accessories for life. Weege, uh, are you a Scosche guy? I am a Scosche guy. Got a couple uh, boom bottles. want to thank uh, when we were in Houston last year. I don't know if you remember this, Steve. We were there for the re- residency, and uh, I didn't have a charger for my phone. I figured my roommates, they'd have my back. Why even bring one? Surely yeah. you'll have some chargers I can use. Uh-huh. And uh, you didn't really like the fact that I was stealing your charger. Yeah. So the folks at Scosche actually mailed stuff That's to right, our residents. because it was on the show. Yeah. We were yelling and screaming about, about stealing cords. Chargers, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Scosche sent cords right. to the house. Was that, uh, thanks to Scosche, Pulp yes. 2021, bringing you uh, the 7 o'clock hour on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, update from, about the Stu interview. Uh, I got something from uh, Michael Lindsay that said it was worth the wait to have him on. JB was happy about the podcast as well, coming on. Tim Ferry, update from Tim Ferry. Oh. Uh, after James hung up, Ferry texted me, will JS7 actually call in? And I said, uh, he already did. It was an hour. It was good. And he goes, wow, that's crazy. He must really be bored. <laughs> hey, Thank give you, me Tim. a voice of reason. Thank you, Tim Ferry, yes, for that. He, that yeah, is true. Thank you, Tim Ferry, for that. Five years, he did everything he could think of in life. And he's like, I guess I got nothing left. I'll just come on pole. <laughs> I, I, I went to the Himalayas. I yeah. rock climbed. I, I played all the golf I, all I can the, play. I, I There's nothing else I'll to do. Steve's show. Right, right. Yes. So so that's been a bit of a few of the updates. Marks, the YouTube page is uh, very excited about the uh, Stu interview. So that's uh, good. I will I will say. Can I say? Yeah. That, that broke our record for most concurrent viewers. Um, 
What's concurrent? Like all at the same time? Yeah, at one at one at one the given peak. time. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, got yep. it. So, uh, well, let's stew. Get the, yeah, off stew. season. Let's do. That's what happens. Stu definitely understands the supply and demand economic issue that the world has right now. Uh-huh. He keeps the interviews in short supply, and the demand goes up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People want to hear from the man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is uh, oh, JT, we got a call for JT. I am a little worried. Okay. We talked about this uh, while we are eating dinner here during yeah. the commercial. Yeah. Apparently, James watches the Nationals on TV. Apparently, he noticed the Mount Rushmore, JT's favorite segment of the, segment of the show. Yeah. He noticed that Zach Osborne did not put him in his he Mount did. Rushmore. Yeah. Uh, I also didn't have James in my Mount Rushmore, so he probably has these notes. Yeah, and, and nothing yeah. aggravated Jason Thomas more than Mount, Ru- Mount Rushmore segment. But on top that of and li- kitchens, on top of kitchens and stuff, the Mount Rushmore was a weekly. Well, he didn't like it interrupting the motos for one, and then yeah. when someone made a terrible choice, which A Ray put Kevin Windham on, and I agree, terrible choice. JT was also angry. I about don't. That. Not a terrible choice. It's just it is a terrible choice. It's factually incorrect. It's it's a terrible choice. To put Kevin Windham on a four man motocross thing. Listen, so. I've been yelled at by Kevin before. I don't want to get yelled at again. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not going to say yeah. terrible choice. Um, I just disagreed with it. Yeah. So uh, so you're saying Stu? I did not have Stu because I felt like Stu. He went Supercross only in his prime. He left a lot of wins on the table that he surely would have had. The man went twenty four and zero. I know, but he has one title in the main class. So I went with Rick Johnson. I went with Hannah. Of course, you got to go with Bob Hannah. You got to go, Ricky Carmichael. You got to; those are obvious. And uh, I, I went with RJ over Stu. So okay, yeah, well, sorry. Uh, so unfortunately, but, he might be keeping notes on that. But I, we only had the staff picks during practice, so maybe he didn't watch that day. Okay, you're watching the Public X show, uh, the show that James Stewart watches to get better at podcasting. Oh god! So you're also watching that show oh, right now god. and listening to that show. Uh, he's probably watching right now. Taking listen notes to the show that that Stu listens to to get better. It's this show. It's me, the host, Steve Mathis. Teaching Stu. I wish you had Absolutely. Done that. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Um, oh, JT, we got, a, we got a call for you. Let's take that. Daniel. Daniel, what's your call? What's your question for Jason Thomas? Yeah, I was just curious uh, for JT, um, how much with all the supply and demand issues, how much is that affected not just your guys' right now, but say your 22 and your 23 plans? And a second part to that is, has it caused you guys so much issues that you guys have had to shelve something, you know, big and new that you guys wanted to release and you just – it's not viable to do right now? Uh, great questions. Uh, it has changed our process for sure. Uh, we – you know, typically the last – before COVID existed, it was really straightforward. Um, we had – certain vendors for certain products you ordered at a certain time that they requested and products were delivered. Like it was really, I don't want to say easy, but everybody kind of knew the process and you just executed. Um, now we are having to get really creative, um, you know, whether it's changing vendors or dual sourcing vendors or doing all kinds of things, getting in and out of countries that you may not have ever worked with before because they are not as hard hit as COVID and they have less restrictive policies and just every possible change you could think of as far as complication we're, we're trying to alleviate complications in every way we can think of uh so yeah that has changed a ton for us um on the you know shelving things not necessarily um we have tried to make things much more simple um so a lot of the issues that we've had too is on our own team um you know projects have gotten more difficult people have 
left or people, you know, when people are get COVID, they're out for multiple weeks. So all that stuff constrains uh, time. Um, so if, if there were things that were on the cusp or were like, man, we really want to get this into the 2023 line, something like that would get pushed to 2024. That, that has definitely happened, uh, which is a bummer, but it's at some point you have to face reality and make sometimes very hard decisions, but you want to do it correctly, right? If it's between, if the choice is between doing it half ass or doing it at all or waiting till the next season and doing it the right way, then as a brand and we're trying to create the best brand possible, you just have to say, okay, it's going to have to wait because we, we don't want to launch a product that's not truly ready. So if you guys don't mind to follow up on that, do you see, do you see where there's going to, where this is going to settle back out or are you guys just going to have to play this game for the foreseeable future? Well, it's a guessing game. You know, we try to gather as much information as possible to make educated guesses I would say, you know, and, and you're constantly communicating with your customers, both dealer wise and consumer wise to gauge demand um, because those are going to, you know, they're going to be leading indicators of where we think it's going to go for right now. We're still seeing super strong demand. People are still into it. We're, we're still not able to produce as many products as demand would ask for. Um, the problem, you know, the, the really sensitive side to that is you don't want to get caught producing way too much and you don't time it right, right and you're not paying attention and you're not alert and you just keep ordering more and more and more and then demand slows down and then you have a big problem. So there's no, I don't think it's an exact science. Um, we're just, we're really just trying to make the, the best decisions we possibly can because remember we're having to plan out a year, sometimes 18 months ahead of time um, in this uh -huh. process. So there's no way to know exactly what's going to happen, right? A few months ago, I think most of us thought, especially like in the summer, we thought that the world was kind of going back to normal. And by Christmas time, it would look a lot different than it does today. We didn't know what Omicron was. And we didn't know, you know, the Delta, even Delta variant wasn't out there. And, and all those things have really big implications for our business, but sometimes positive and, and a lot of times negative. Um, you know, COVID, as crazy as it sounds, is a huge positive overall for power sports. So we right. don't know any of those things. Like there are so many developments that are going to happen over the next year that we can't possibly guess or even nobody even knew it, what the COVID was um, going to happen. It's a daunting task, man, for a corporation it, it's like WPS. It's guessing, yes, I, I guess, you know? yeah, yeah, it is guessing. Yeah, exactly. Right, like we're, we're, just we're, just in our work, the day to day, it it, it changes plans so quick. That's yeah. why I was curious how how in a, a one year to two year plan it it really shaped things up, but. I appreciate you guys taking right. my question. Thanks, man. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I look forward to another year of pulp, guys. Thank you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, this uh, this year might be my last in the sport, so stay tuned. We'll we'll see what. Uh, no, no, the palatial estate here, I believe, has cemented I, you. I can't even get away from that. the sport. Yeah. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs dot com job of the week this week. Our buddies at Maxima. Yeah, Maxima, great company and uh, fantastic guys down there in Santee, California. Uh, you can work with a dogger. I mean, come on. What more do you need to know? Full-time job, power sports, sales, and product support down in San Diego, uh, Santee. Maxima Racing Oils is a race-inspired, product-driven company. We formulate, develop, manufacture, distribute high-performance oils, lubes, and auxiliary products for the power sports, four-wheel race, and bike markets. So they are looking for a, a power sports sales and product support, uh, reporting to the power sports brand manager. Uh, yeah, so absolutely get get involved with the industry. Get started at Maxima USA. If you're a company in the industry, you um, – 
are looking for people, which is a, a big part of things going on now, uh, go try MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. List your job on there, and uh, it's really, really appreciated by those companies. They'll find you the right people uh, out there. And Pulp 20 is code to save at Maxima USA. Uh, also, Maxima USA, one of the sponsors of the Racer X Supercross Preview Show. Looking forward to it, man. Yeah. We're going to SC1 that thing. We're, Give it a nice, we're gonna glossy SC- shine. Yeah, I am going to SC1 my hot takes. Okay. Yeah, Okay. absolutely. Yep. So yep. Uh, thanks to Maxima USA, whether it's SC1, whether it's FFT, whether it's their performance uh, four-stroke oils with their uh, patented peak system in it, uh, unique and exclusive to Maxima, they will hook you up. Pulp 20 is a code to save. Great company, great oils. Uh, do you use Maxima? Do you do you need a Maxima? Is this another thing we got to do for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, I bought oil once. I, I got a KTM and... I bought a KTM from KTM itself. They have to sell through a dealer. So I'd pick up the bike at a dealer, and I felt bad that my dealer didn't make any money on this purchase. So I bought two bottles of oil that they just had on the shelf there. It's like Motorex or whatever the heck KTM uses. Yeah. And then I never actually changed the oil in my bike. And it actually – is it okay to use, like, oil that is sat on the shelf for, like, five years? Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. I don't know if I should do that. So I probably should get some real oil at this point. Let's get you some maximum. Okay. All, All right. right. We'll cool. get you dialed yeah. in, especially for your Blue Crew. We just now on Blue Crew. It's coming soon. Fantastic. Yep. Contracts have been signed. Right. Yep. Uh, so thanks to the folks at Maxima and MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Racetech rant of the night. Racetech.com. Uh, Get your bike sprung for your weight and or speed. Uh, motor work as well. They help a lot of privateers out there. Uh, Jace Kessler, Kay Clayson. What, what was on their suspension over at Club MX this past week? Race deck. Pulp 21 is the code to save. Get your uh, road race bike. Get your uh, street bike. Get your uh, uh, vintage bike. Your dirt bike. All dialed in from the folks at Race Tech. They do motor work as well. And if you're a local shop and you want to use Race Tech, the, they have the Race Tech service centers they can dial you in and set you up with. Or they have NDAs that they'll sign to do your motor work for you. Uh, Zombie Blows, Race Tech guy. Malcolm Stewart won Montreal Supercross a few years ago on Race Tech suspension. So they know what they're doing. Privateer proven. Pulp 21. That's the code to save. My Race Tech round of the night is it's Phil. Oh. So I fly to Charlotte. Phil says fly to Charlotte, come out, hang out. I, I get to stay at his house, right? Um, he is such a mystery wrapped in a riddle. He is Phil is like the burrito where you have everything in a seven-layer burrito, and you, you got all these layers, and in the center is what, you know, the steak or the or, or chicken or whatever you want, and that's the good part. But to get to it, you got to eat the shitty beans and the shitty guac <laughs> and the shitty rice. <laughs> that's like, accurate. Like, Phil is a seven-layer fucking burrito of mystery. That's what he is. Because here, here's the thing. Who texted me after our last dog died? Not Weech, by the way. Phil. I, I didn't did. say congratulations. What? I for, I for sure did. Okay. Oh. Phil, Phil did. Are also. you sure I didn't text congratulations? Oh, maybe you did. Okay. Yeah, maybe right. you did. Right. So uh, who did that? Uh, Phil Nicoletti did that. Uh, who gave me uh, two nights at his house? Phil Nicoletti. Who made me a sandwich for lunch in a Tupperware container? Phil Nicoletti. He made me a breakfast sandwich, JT. He stopped to get me creamer for my coffee in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. He, uh, uh, he, got, he got coffee, too. He bought Starbucks coffee, which I didn't need, but he even bought coffee beans from Starbucks. This ungrateful person, Steve Mathis, Phil Nicoletti goes to the grocery store the day before Mathis flies in to yep. buy him Starbucks coffee and his favorite creamer to brew in the house, and Steve says, no, I'd rather go to Starbucks itself no, to get I just, my custom. No, I just said there's so a Starbucks he, around here. That's all. I, 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 you didn't drink it. The only reason you drank it is because there aren't any Starbucks on the way to club, so you had yeah, to, yeah, but yeah, you did I not wanted, want it. I wanted to go Starbucks. Anyways, yes. so I like Phil. Phil's a nice guy. We, right? know, we know you like Phil. But the <laughs> fucking guy, 
He's his house is sixty two degrees when I walk in after that first that first night, mm-hmm. and I'm begging him. I like it cold too, dude. Sixty two though. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh I said, Phil, it's fucking so cold in here. He said, you got fucking shorts on. Okay, but it's so cold. <laughs> I, I like it cold when I'm trying to sleep. Okay. Yeah, like, I'm down with that. In he, the winter, my it's funny you mentioned that because I turn my thermostat to 62 he, at night. At night. He at turns night. it up to 65 for me. I say, Phil, it's still cold. Can I leave you a 20? And he's like, no. <laughs> I said, I swear to God, I will leave $20. Can we put it at 72? He about 72. had a fucking heart attack. We keep our house at 72. Ooh, 72 is warm. He he almost had a heart attack. I did actually say it's warm in here earlier. You did. I mean, yeah. So I, I he wouldn't do that. He freaked out on me. Okay. Then he was yelling at Troll for no reason. He's like, Troll's fucking got his bacon fingers. Troll eats bacon, licks his fingers, and then touches everything in Phil's house. <laughs> and then Phil said, like, he doesn't, he hawked the loogie down a sink, but then didn't wash it down. And, and then at one point, we're all on our phones on Phil's couch. He's got no end tables, no coffee table. Okay, nothing. Just nothing hung on the walls, uh, no decorations. No, nothing, nothing on the walls. Nothing. Blank. Just, yeah. A couch and a TV. Yeah. And he's just like, Sounds cozy. He's like, Fuck, Alex, you irritate me. And Alex is like, what, what, Phil? What did I do, Phil? Phil, I'm just sitting here. Why are you so mad? And So, like, he's a nice guy. I just told you all the nice things he does for me. Yeah, but you got to think of it this way. With that burrito. The seven layer. The steak in the middle is the seven layer burrito. The, the, the steak is really nice, yeah. but there's a lot more rice and a lot more beans but I think than that's, there is steak. I think that's what you like about Phil. And then I was talking to him about politics. Oh, and, oh and, like, no, no, no. Like, I think the far left and the far right are just totally lost their minds, right? I really do. That we've got a massive divide in this anything country. Else? Yeah, really, right? Is I know. there? I know. Well, I feel like I would like to hear from that. I feel like us three are in there. I, I, JT's leaning JT a, right. I'm going to give JT a damn gold star. No, one of the most no, reasonable not. people I know. One no. of the most reasonable oh people I know. Yes, oh yes, God. yes. Oh, wow. You might have Stu learning from your pod, but JT is one of the most reasonable people I know. He's not. He is. That's incorrect. But he's anyways. able to pick certain things. He's yeah, able he to is. be like, no, I'm he not is. going all in. I'm no, not no, going all is. in. He is. He, he is. He is. Yes. Uh, uh, but I still wouldn't give him a gold star. But I get it. But anyways, like gold star. so if you're on the far left or the far right, you've lost your mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, you, absolutely. That's where we're at in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. And like you said, is there any other side? I hope I, there is. I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't wild know. out there. It, yeah. It's wild. It's a <laughs> really, fucking it's wild, wild west out there. I mean, there are some fucking kooks in the motocross world. There are some kooks okay. in the world. Yeah, 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 okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we see the right side more. Yeah, in our, in our, in our industry. In our right. industry, yes. Anyways. Just go on Twitter for a while. You'll see all of it. Anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I was talking to Phil about it. And he is. Great move. He's gone. He's gone. And I'm like, Phil. Like, you're a smart guy. Phil's, Phil's got a, a property in New York. He's got a house he built in Charlotte. He's a very smart guy with racing. You know what I mean? Like, Phil's an articulate, smart guy. Yeah. He gets it, man. And, that's, and I'm talking to him. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, we got the burrito, and I just cannot figure out Phil. My race tech right of the night. You can't talk about politics, man. You can't do it. No. Phil Alex said, is a liberal. <laughs> Phil said he no longer has Are to do a warm-up. He figured out all he has to do is, Steve, come down on the truck when he races 250 East. Talk about politics. He, he said instantly he was at a 145 heart rate. <laughs> instantly, as he, soon as Steve got he, into him. He, he was telling me things, and I'm like, Phil, that's incorrect. Like, I'll, I'll show you articles, many articles, not just the New York Times or not just CNN, that that fact that you just said is incorrect. I've read it. I've talked about it. I've seen it. And then he goes, 
that's all. Those aren't telling the truth. And I'm like, okay, but so the articles that you read then are all the truth, right? So we, we disagreed on that. And the guy made me a breakfast sandwich that was amazing. So this is what he's came. This is Phil. Phil's a great guy. Maybe a breakfast sandwich is amazing. Yes. He texted me about my dog that passed away. And then he's over here when it comes to the, the temperature of his house. Mm-hmm. You know, like but- I offered him $20. I said, and I would pay it. You guys know me. No, you would. Would I have any qualms about putting $20 cash on the counter? No. No. No, for the coffee and the yeah, yeah, sandwich? Yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yes. Would and I do it? No. No. You would not do it. <laughs> no. There's no chance. Jason, no. We each has lots of qualms with that. Yeah, yeah. But but uh <laughs> but anyway, so my race tech round of the night is I just the seven layer burrito of Phil is is mystifying to me and I wanna get to the bottom of it. That's uh, that's my race tech rant. I love the guy. He's one of my good friends, and I just still makes me mad. Politics does crazy things to people, man. But it's not just politics, it's the sixty five. Well, that's the just, house. he's just cheap. It's the hating Alex yeah, for barely doing it, it, anything. It's, it's hating Alex, yeah. yelling at Alex for nothing. Yeah, that's done. We went to dinner, true. and he wasn't going to be satisfied until we left that table knowing for sure with 100% certainty that Alex was the most selfish human being on the planet. Right. That was his whole goal of that <laughs> and, dinner. And they've, to been, prove... they've been friends for <laughs> 10 years. Yes. He's the most selfish human on the planet. Until we learned that about Troll, he was not going to be satisfied. Right. It's his friend. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Phil. And then... Can we tell the story now of uh, the dinner? Yeah. So here's another thing. Race tech round of the night. Phil. Part two. So he lives there. He knows the area great. Mm-hmm. I'm from Vegas. I don't know anything about it. Alex is from how Florida. Far, how far is this from club? He's an hour from club. Maybe oh, a little okay. less. Oh, okay. Weege doesn't. Weege I'm lives like two in, hours from there. Weege no, no, lives I'm, north yeah. of the airport. So yeah, he's not familiar we, with. The, yeah. Weege isn't yeah. familiar with the area as much either. Yeah. Because it's like an hour from where right. I live. So. Okay. Uh, towards club. Josh oh, Osby, closer, Josh yeah. Osby texts me and goes, "Hey, you're in town. Let's do dinner." And I like Osby, good dude. I said, "Yeah, absolutely. Let's do dinner." He's like, "Okay." So during the day, I tell Phil, Osby wants to meet us for dinner. Whatever we're doing, let's text Osby. You know, so yeah, okay, all right. Sounds like a good plan. Weege's involved. Troll, who lives in Florida, calls me, who lives in Vegas, to say, "What's for dinner, bro?" Yeah, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? The two out-of-state guys. Right. Osby is not part of this. I'm not no. part of this. Phil's not part no. of this. None of the people that live there are right. part of this. So then I. So then somehow he's talking to Phil. He says, Phil has no shirt on and is angry right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, have Phil text us where to go and send us a link. And he's like, he's sitting on the couch wearing socks but no shirt. He's very angry. So, so we weren't allowed to use so Phil as a reference. we decide sushi, and we go Yama Sushi. Which is Blue Crew, by the way. Great, 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 oh, great Blue name. Blue Crew Sushi. Yama. We're going to Yama Sushi. But, oh, Yama. And they said, and they said, it's fifteen. Like they're farther away, so it's fifteen minutes closer to where we are from driving up from okay. club and to where they are. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we went mountain biking with Yulo. By the way, thank you, Yulo, for letting us go. Yeah. So uh, I Google Yama Sushi. Trolls on the phone. I say, ah, fifteen minutes away. Got it. And it's they're like, by, it's right by where Osby by, lives. right by where Osby lives. There's Yamasushi right by where Osby lives. It's 15 minutes away. He types Yamasushi into his phone. We find one that's 15 minutes away. We head that direction. We ha- now, here's where Weege is at fault. Stop it. Yes, you are. <laughs> We're driving on these roads that are, like, away from Phil's house. Mm-hmm. And we knew that we were going to meet in the middle. They were coming down, and we were going up, and we were going to meet in the middle. At some point, we should have said, this is out of the way. But he didn't. Well, but I have a reason for that. So he goes, this is where Osby used to live. Uh-oh. I wonder if those guys know Uh-oh. that Osby moved. And we pull in, and there's a Yamasushi yep. at a strip mall. And it I'm says, like, I can't believe these guys don't know that Osby moved. He doesn't live here anymore. Right. 
So we get on the phone. Phil blows up at us. You fucking idiots. It's a fucking <laughs> the Waverly one, and you fucking more. You went to Concord. How could you be so stupid? Oh, yeah. And Weech goes, I thought you thought Osby used to live here. I know Osby moved. <laughs> okay. So now it's 40 minutes for us to the next. To get to the other Yama. Because we went further. Yes. So we go to the other Yama Sushi. 40 minutes away, feels angry as fuck because we're late and everything else. Yes. They've already sit. They just sat down. They start to order. Just Phil and Alex. Just Phil and Alex. Osby's not there for right, some reason. Right. We're very confused why Osby is not there, even though we purposely picked a place by his house. Yeah, by his new place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, Phil's like, did you tell Osby we're here? <laughs> why would I? I don't know where we're going, Phil. Why would I call Osby? I don't know where. I don't know where he lives. I don't know what's called Yama. So, Osby's like, oh, shit, I'll be right down. All four of us look at each other. I didn't tell Osby. You didn't tell Osby. I didn't tell Osby. You didn't tell... We went purposely to where Osby lives, but nobody told him, hey, and, here's where we're and, going. And Phil is mad at me and Troll, the Vegas and Florida guys, for not talking to Osby. This is my seven-layer burrito of Phil. It was horrible. It was... I mean, we wasted an hour and a half. Driving the wrong way and then coming back because there are two Yamasushi's. And waiting for one Osby. where Osby used to live right. and one where Osby lives now. It sounds like Phil's in the right to me. Stop it, JT! All he had to do was send us a link and say go here, mm -hmm. and the whole thing would have been solved. But instead, and all he, he had was to do sitting was say, on the couch with his shirt off and his socks on, and he's angry. All he had to do was text Osby and be like, "We're going right we're going because he can walk, not? and Osby can walk to this Yamasushi. Yes. That's why we went there." Yes. Fucking Os shit show. Yeah. Just a he shit was, show. It was bad. And, and Troll left after that. And Troll left. Troll, troll, troll went home. Eat? No, he ate, but no. then he went home. He had to catch a flight. So He did. <sighs> Club MX, everybody. Phil. Was... Fucking cheese dick radio. <laughs> and then <laughs> at some point, we're riding, and Phil is like, Cade, what is up with your hair? What the fuck is up with your hair, Cade? Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I did. Uh, there's a weed show. Uh, it'll come out whenever oh, okay. they announce the sponsor of the team. I interview Troll, and there's Phil next to him pretending he's asleep, making fun of how boring Alex's speaking <laughs> skills are. Right. Then I interview March Banks, and then there's Phil talking like in a barely can understand English to make it sound like March Banks is so dumb that you yeah. can't understand the words coming out of his mouth. Right. He's making fun of everybody doing everything in there, let alone when Lopes shows up. His brother-in-law. Are you kidding me? Just slaying Lopes. Yeah. At every at every turn. Yeah. yeah. And he and you know what? And Phil's single again. Yeah. He's, it's off again. I don't know. Is he? Sure. Yeah. And I so still calls him his brother-in-law. True. So they're off. I don't know. Yeah. She's don't not know. around. She's yeah, a she lovely girl. House. She's a lovely girl. Yes. Wasn't at the house. Not around. Yeah. And Phil wonders why. He wonders why. Maybe she doesn't like bean dip. <laughs> I don't know, man. She has to fucking go through some serious. Shit to Ooh. get the fills to get to that steak that, that is steak a lot heart. of work. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fucking work. <laughs> Did you expect anything else? Do you feel like flying there? You got the full show. A hundred percent. If only Alex had stayed this the next night. Also, I know, right? But you have to, JT. You have to love the fact that there was one night, one night where Steve stayed in a house with Phil and Alex. Well, you have to love that, JT. He, he got the Phil experience when he could not believe in Houston last year when Phil was losing his mind that he had taken Uber to the airport. Oh, that's right. Unbelievable. Phil dropped out. Yes. We should have picked him up and dropped no, him off. No, you shouldn't have. And no, I, I, told I was supposed to, to change face. my flight, remember? Yeah. He was mad yeah. that I didn't yeah. change my change flight, flight to match his. Pay for this. Uh, I, I, and I, 
I mean, we had it out in the car. You did. I just told him you were flat wrong. You were he ridiculous. said I was selfish because <laughs> yeah. I didn't change my well, flight fun. to match his so he wouldn't have to pay for an Uber to the airport. Yeah, yeah you're I selfish. selfish. Yeah, you're he was selfish. flat wrong. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. He was making me mad. <laughs> because he was putting this on Weech. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's the race tech round of the night. The seven-layer burrito. That is Phil Nicoletti. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about Pulp Mex Fantasy right away. Let's get to some few calls, though. Nash! Gentlemen, gentlemen! What's up, Nash? How are you? Nash. I'm in deep into the throes of preparing race bikes for the 22 season. Nice. Weech, you will, you will soon be with me, Weech. Now the Blue Crew. Yeah, yes, yeah, we just yeah. on Blue Crew. Like Maybe we can make some co- some some deals here, Blue Crew East. Maybe we can make some deals. Uh, yeah, listen, yep. we we've got contracts in the glove box, ready and waiting. You know, All we right. can sign a young lane. I, I'm I, I'm the Tony Alessi of off road racing, as some say and joke around, not literally joking, of course. But I'm just calling because I was so as a long time listener. Steve, you know I love the show. Yes, it's Monday nights in the garage here and there. You know, I have a couple weeks off. Yada yada. But the reality is, is JS7, and I know that this is master of the obvious, brilliant. He was brilliant. good. Yeah, he was good. Let his hair down and just went for it. It's the rebirth of, of James, and it was wow. so welcome to hear. Yeah, let's see if it's he makes. I think he will be around more. I don't think those are just lip service. I think he's in a better place. I do. So uh, I think it's a win, and which leads me to believe that you might have a rebirth of Factory Phil Lawrence. How can you not? I would easy on that. I don't know if Factory Phil, but, you know, I mean, there's certain people in the industry for sure that would love Factory Phil to come back in. Nash being, I Nash being one of them. <laughs> uh, I, got, I, I can dream, can I? I can dream. Yeah, you, you know, can. Yeah. Time, New Year's. Uh, I'm, I'm living life. I'm living life. Um, is there anything percolating that you can't say? that is bubbling up. I know you can't say it on the radio. I know you can't say it out loud. Is there, is there anything, anything that you want to say that you can't say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wink and nod here? Because what do you want us to do? What's about the what? What's about the what? Percolating like coffee? Anything, any, any, no, anything on any of the teams. Anything going on. Is there anything might... that you want to say that you can't say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I don't. No, I don't. Mm. Know I don't know what you're saying either, Nash. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Don't say it, but you know what I'm saying. So yeah. Say it. Yeah. You can't say it, but there sometimes things bubble up this time of the year, and I I know that there's uh, any type you won't say it because you're not going to destroy. Are you talking about Adam Adam getting hurt? I'm not talking about anything other than the fact that I know that things happen now. What the fuck is going on with Nash right now? What's going on, Nash? What's happening with Bark Nash? twice if it's you're in Milwaukee. The, <laughs> it's it's this time of the year where things will happen on a team and you guys are privy to it. And I know you're not going to say it on the radio, but is you literally can't say it, but is there anything that's percolating within the teams that you know of? No, nah, I don't know. This is an amazing job here because yeah. it makes it sound like <laughs> he knows is, and we ma- know, yeah. and now everybody's trying to figure right. out what we know. Right. Like, I don't know what he's talking I'm about. I'm racking my brain trying to think if I know anything that I haven't thought of. Oh, my yet. God, do I know something? <laughs> yes, do I know something? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, we should do this every week. Yeah. Oh, we know. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, you oh, know? yeah, we know. Oh, yeah. We know. We know. You guys will see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, JT. You know, JT. Uh, All right. Well, we're, I got we're nothing. All right. Then that's good. All right, Nash. Uh, Adam got hurt, but he'll be fine for Anaheim 1 is the word. Yeah. Adam hey, it's Crash, honestly okay. really quiet out he'll there. He'll be fine for Anaheim 1. It's I heard really that, that uh, McAdoo and Forkner crashed. They both walked off. They're fine I, as far as I know, so that's okay. 
I don't know anything else. It's and, quiet. And we figured out the East and West for star racing. We got Tomax. Oh, God. Tomac's fine. I, Tomac's fine. Craig looks great. And Mookie's and fast. And Mookie's fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. yeah. Mookie's lost weight, and right. he's really fast. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, I, I love the I love the crack journalism that's going on with Kitchen. Poor Kitchen, he climbed inside the washing machine, getting bounced around. And well, you know what? Hey, off. listen, Kitch, this is big time. Big Kitch, time. Kitchen's DM me to come on tonight. He asked to come on, so if he co- he wants to come on, he's oh, going to okay. face the wrath. Okay. Hey, nope. hey, he wants to jump in the pool. He's got to swim at the sharks, buddy. Yep. Bring your bring on. the. I brought the heat into his kitchen. Oh. So, <laughs> all right, Nash. Thanks, buddy. Thank hey, you. Cheers, guys. See hey, ya. Awesome show. Thanks. All right. Uh, John, what's up? You have an apology for me, John? <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I'm on hold. I've been forced to drink and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. That's a show. Um, will do that to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, apology. Yeah, no, don't blow it before we even start. No, but honestly, I've been calling in since before, before Nash, actually. Okay. And Nash is a great caller. He's, yep, he's he a is. good personality for the show. Um, and I mean, I got, I, I gave you shit because I called in and Kevin Wyndham was on the line and he came up with the nets. And then I called in the other day and gave you shit over it. And I got to thinking, I mean, I, I've been enjoying this show. JT is the JT in studio and we each yeah, might want to cover here. your ears. Oh, fuck. Yeah, That's but all we need. I've been calling and I got on Intignaps rap. I've gotten to talk to David Billman about whips. And I, I chose to call in and give you shit because, Kevin Wyndham, you're the one that drove the point home, made it happen, and did good for the sport. Weather was your idea. So I formally apologize for giving you shit. All right. About I, the Nets. I uh, I formally you, accept your apology. Yeah. All right, good. Enough said. Okay. So Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I all feel right. better. How about you? I yeah. feel fantastic, John. Thank you, buddy. He gave you crap about right, well, Win- it being Wyndham's idea? Yeah. Okay. And, and was it Wyndham's yeah. idea? Do we really know? Does yes, anybody know? we do. Does it, anybody it, know? It, yes, it was. you said I it. Call, yes, it was. I mean, it's kind of a backhanded compliment, but yes. Uh Thanks, John. Just keep doing what you're doing. We will yep. keep doing it, buddy. Thank you, man. <laughs> All right, thank First you. First do now this. God bless. Unreal. <laughs> oh, shit. That's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. Dark side, welcome <laughs> to the show. Evening, boys. We sh- have you not heard that? <laughs> no, no. I'd heard about it, but I never actually yeah. heard it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, dark side, so we've... <laughs> We've got a barber from Minneapolis. I heard. Yeah, I saw. She's uh, she's there. She's the executioner for the pony. It's <laughs> Minneapolis, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't know if you'd uh, formally announce that to everybody. Say goodbye to that thing. <laughs> Say goodbye. You have. When's Minneapolis? February? Is it February? Yeah. Uh, yeah. February. Yeah. yeah you got like you got a month and a half, 20? two months max. With that thing, so whatever you and the pony want to be doing, get to it. <laughs> I better get out and live some life with it. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Kiefer yep. wants uh, to her to cut it off. He's going to put it in a jar. Oh, okay. And put it on his mantle. He said. Yeah, so like that's your Southwick fucking sand. creepy put too. In, but... for, put in formaldehyde. Yeah, like, like up on his mantle. Yeah, mm. yeah. So gonna melt those hooves, turn them to glue. Yeah. So there you go, Dark Side. Get ready. <laughs> I'm ready, man. I'm I'm prepared. Blue Crew. Yeah, well, that's what things you do for a blue crew. I so know. is this for charity? I'm assuming there better be an actual 
He's Good getting reason. a motorcycle. Yeah, it's for my charity. He's getting a motorcycle. Kiefer's for this. buying him a motorcycle. He's That's him what it is. Yeah. Two stroke, two fifty. Yeah. Kiefer is going to give him a YT two fifty. Yeah. For cutting the pony. Yeah. Yes. Kiefer just spending money. Well, he, I, I don't no, know. no. Dark Side's getting the pony cut, but then he's also getting a normal haircut, like really like a stylish haircut. Yes. Yes. This is like when the eighties, nineties rock stars suddenly have to. Finally, let it go. Like, remember Jovi for Keep yeah. the Faith? Yeah, all of a sudden it's yeah. like, eh, it's yeah. not really the style anymore. Right. I got to go short. Right. So, Dark, the pony's coming off, and Dark Side's getting a regular cut. All yeah, I'm looking straight. at JT's cut right now. I guess I'm going with something like that. Is that, is I, that don't I don't know. That's cut? up to Kiefer okay. and uh, what's, Style, her, what's, man, her, I like it. what's her name? Jillian? Was it, I forget her name. Yeah, something like that. She seems like a wonderful lady. I've been talk, texting with her. She's so. going to get him a motorcycle. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Hey, hair grows back. Motorcycles are exactly. mm-hmm. But he's been growing this pony since what 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 year? Dark side? Ninety five ish. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah. But to be fair, you've trimmed it at least at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Since ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. we could grow it. I donate. Yeah. I donate to oh, well. wigs for kids all the time. Yeah, there you go. What uh, who's on a wrap up show, Dark Side? Michelin bicycle tire, guts racing, seal savers. Uh Jilly. Jilly is uh, the woman who is cutting the hair. And, uh, and uh, yeah, what's on the wrap-up show? Uh, your guy's boy, Kellen Brower, who I understand will be in studio tomorrow for the preview shows. It's coming up to hang. And oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, you really? did not say this till right now. No. Yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry about that. Is that a <laughs> I'd never is, heard yeah. about is this. Is he flying or driving? What's he doing? Driving up in the morning. <laughs> he is? Yeah. Oh, wow. Fuck. All right, Reed. Wow. Okay. Should I not have mentioned that? Yeah. Should I well, you, that? I feel like you should have dropped that. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, probably. Right. Yeah. Right. Look, I'm going to say this right. over and over. Yeah. The preview shows used to be planned by both Chase Stallo and I. Chase Stallo has left the building. He no longer works for Racer X. Mm-hmm. Now I have to do all the stuff I usually do and the preview shows. And every year I got to make them better. So I am not on top of the preview shows. I am busy doing other things. I've put five minutes of prep into the preview shows okay. so far. All right. So well. there are some people who I'm like ping-ponging all over the place. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Keep so. It. Yeah, that's another bad one. Uh, another but we're gonna have, but JB and Phil will make an appearance in the rap in the preview show. That part's already been right, done. Right. So yes. Uh, okay. So Callum Brower and who else? Dark side. A Ray. A Ray. Oh, nice. A Ray. All right. Coming on. Yeah. It's right. pretty much just gonna be the stew segment. I mean, at this point, you might as well just call it a night. Wow, Seb's coming up, bro. Seb's is he's he's awesome. Looking that's good. true. That stew segment's gonna be hard to beat. He was good, right? Yeah, dude. An hour and ten minutes. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. I was, honestly, he was way better on your show than he was on his first show. Wow. There we go. Well, he watches this show to Uh, learn how to get better. Oh, God, I heard. Uh, Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've already made sure to not pull that audio. uh, So, you're going to, you're going to, Dark Side, you're going to let Jilly, like, just, you're going to, you have, you don't give her any instructions. It's Kiefer's. Haircut. That's I already made the agreement with keepers, so yeah, right. keep, okay. keepers All right. deal. I'm, I'm not going to renege on what I said. All right, I just don't want you to. F- yeah, right. No, no I'm in, man. I'm I'm All not right. turning. Yep, we'll do I, it. What if she's like not even a barber? What if she just is like like I don't. I just was giving her contact through a mutual friend. Well, she Chris. just got to go. No, she's got to give him a real snip. cut. She's giving him a real cut. Keeper wants it styled. Hmm. On on air, like we're doing, right. he's, she's going to style it. Also at, at the show, she is quite an attractive. Yep. Lady, woman, dark side. So be right. co- be cool. All right, don't be weird. All right, I'll work on that. Okay, thank you. 
<laughs> and actually, this no goes guarantees. For, and this goes for Kiefer too. Yeah. Kiefer, be 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 all right. Yeah, I don't know you if know. he can work. We need to be that. more worried about him. Yeah, no, I, I don't need, know if he yeah. can work on yeah. that. Hey, man, start asking questions. Off? Yeah, yeah. Start asking her a lot of questions. Uh, I don't know. So, um, all hey, right. Weed, well? are you okay, man? You look a little uh, red and sweaty tonight, man. You feeling okay? I mean, I had to hang with the man on the uh, intense taser today. You know, okay, on a, on a torturous trip. And uh, we actually rode mountain bikes. We did east and west. We rode mountain bikes last Thursday. Yeah. With our buddy Sean Yulikowski. Yeah. Mechanic to the great. Right. Justin Brayton. Yep. We did some mountain bikes in the east. Today we did some mountain bikes to the west. Maybe I'm worn out. Maybe I'm worn out. Maybe it was the fact that I was planning these preview shows on my flight today and mm. uh, not, and realizing I had not asked Kiefer, realizing I had not told Matt this that Kellen was coming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me see if there's anything else and, I forgot and, to mention. And Travis Marks, you're in for filming these. Yes, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mark's top, is doing that. Top quality work. Yep. This is still planned better than the dinner with Osby. 100%. Yeah. It is still planned better than <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I really like Osby this year. I like his chances to do well. Everything you want to see. Everything I want to see from Osby, I've seen. And mm-hmm. it's great. Who's he, uh, what team is he on? Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. Along with KP. Mm-hmm. And then Enzo was there. Jace Kessler was there. Fast Freddy was there. Phil was there. Marchbanks was there. Enzo was there. Jace Owen was there. Who am I missing? Oh, Marshall Welton was there. Uh, That's a lot of troll. guys. Um, Dude. No JV. Um, Arena Cross, son of Arena Cross, legend. My good one. Luke Neese. Luke Neese. Luke Neese. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't even know he was riding for SGB, and he thought I worked for Club MX. <coughs> thought you did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Scott Cade. Troll and on the team. Cade, Cade, we didn't even say yeah. Cade. It was like, a it, nice it, it was a, it was a group. A so two tracks, two groups out on two tracks. Yeah. We yeah. heard Phil was only recently upgraded to the top to, group. To the top group. Oh wow! Dude. Yeah. Oh, it's segmented. Like, oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah, yeah. A team and B it's team. Like, uh, oh, it's like it's wow. like um, what's the Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Uh, Titanic. No. With the, where you're fighting on an island, you're all, fuck, Lord of the Lord of the Pigs. Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Pigs. Lord of the Pigs. Lord of the, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Flies. You know what I mean? It's like Lord of the Flies. Like yeah. you know the good group is. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You don't just get on the Marshbanks group. No. You got to earn. And Marshbanks looks Banks. good too, by the way. Marshbanks. Marshbanks is ripping. Yeah, he's and he's yes. riding west. Okay. He's riding west. All right. We know that. Yep. All right, Ducks. Anything else? Uh, last thing, man. Uh, Sixty-two degrees is perfectly okay. It's fifty-nine in my house right now, and it's great. Oh my god! What yeah. tarnation. I like it. Marks, where's your where's your house at? Well, seventy, seven, between seventy and seventy-two, depending Ooh. on time of day. Calvin? I'm like sixty-eight. Yeah, sixty-eight 80, to seventy-two. Is oh, you one? Fifty? I, did he say fifty-nine? Fifty-nine. Yeah, dude. No, no, I don't even have the heat on, bro. It's it's perfect. Like, you know, you can only take so many clothes off, and if you're still hot, you're fucking hot. You are out but of your if mind. You're cold, put some blankets on. If it's like if if my room would my room upstairs in my house would get two fifty nine on its own, I would not yeah. warm it up. That's right. way too cold. Yeah, he lives in. Texas I'm just not. Yeah, I just yeah. have the heat off right now because it's nice and cool outside. Yeah. All right. Dark side. I want to thank you for uh, voluntarily. Handling RacerX Privateer Profile at RacerXOnline.com every week. I don't know why you're doing this, but it's just much appreciated. Another guy you're taking from Pulp. I mean, Moser. He, he just started well, sending us stuff, and uh, it's been, honestly, we haven't even really had to change much. It's been solid. I, I hate having to do this, but I'm going to give Steve credit, right? He oh, about, my God. He, what is uh, going on tonight? He came down to Canada. He came from Canada. He worked for free. He grinded. Like I'm gonna work for free. I'm gonna just. I want to get my name out there. I want to make an attempt at writing. 
And yeah, listen, um, there, I, I hate to do it, but that's the truth. There's a lot of people that are like, I'm starting a podcast and that's all I'm doing. And I'm in the fucking media. Guess what the easiest form of fucking media is hitting record and talking into a microphone. Yeah. Writing, Here's what I think happened in the race. Yeah, yeah. Writing, interviewing, editing, all of that is a real skill and it takes something and it adds value to a person's uh, uh, career skills. So absolutely. It's a good thing to do. Yeah. I also want to give credit to Sean Brennan. He, he tried to tell me to write, start writing two years ago. So, yeah. No, that guy doesn't. Know, that guy, that guy doesn't know anything. No, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon doesn't know anything. And I'll give Dark Side credit. Okay. He could have made them Q's, Q and A's. He could just have the guy on his show. Right. Like he has A Ray on his show. Yeah. He could just take the A Ray stuff, get it transcribed, and send it. But he actually writes them as stories. Right. Stories with quotes. He you actually read. writes them. That's how we did it. You I know. It's We've way done harder. Eight million of those things. Yeah. It's, it's way harder. It's way harder. Right. I wrote a mag feature and a mag column on the plane today, and I'm like, man. Right. You wrote a magazine feature on the plane. The entire yes. thing. Yeah, three hours. Wow. But I'll tell you what, that was the hardest three hours. It was way harder than the three hours I spent on this show. We're yeah. just talking. Right. This is easy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You can't start yeah. a podcast and be like, I'm in the media. Sounds like the thing to do. Stu kind of can. <laughs> There's dark side. Stu did. Do you think Stu gets into press conferences? Can you imagine? Stu gets anywhere he wants. Can you imagine Stu in there? Hey, James Stewart, Bubba's World. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. I have a question for uh, the guy that got third. Who are you? Like, you know, just some, like, yeah, yeah, some yeah. 250 Supercross guy? Yeah, yeah. You never know how close he's following. Right. Wow, that'd be good. All right, Darkside. Thanks, buddy. All right, see ya. All right, see ya. That's Darkside, everybody. Check out the wrap-up show with Kellen Brower, who's coming into my house tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. And, uh, he's and not Alex coming Ray. to your house. He's coming to the studio. Oh, okay. All right. Okay? He, Sounds good. He's here. Right. Look, the Different way wing of the, the estate. I, I can't help the fact that you are in your house doing these shows. Like, if you were coming to a studio, this right. is just where we're recording it. Okay. Uh, and the way the shows work is, Travis will do an excellent job recording everything, yep. and then Kellen will tighten it up, throw graphics on it, music, all that stuff, B-roll highlights, those kind of things. So, really, I feel like he needs to be here. He's part of the process. I'm fine with it. Yes. Kellen's cool. Yeah. But just a little fucking heads up. Well, maybe <laughs> when he knocked on the door tomorrow, I was okay. going to say, he's gotta oh, Kellen's the, here. He's got to let the gate guard know that he's coming. This place is nice. Mm-hmm. This place. Do you really think this place is that nice compared to my old house? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no hesitation. You, sir, are wrong. <laughs> no hesitation. Okay. X-Brown goggle tear-offs. I'm going to take a break this. and go stand on the balcony and check out the light show from Mandalay Bay here in the distance. <laughs> Please don't give my location away. <laughs> Mandalay Bay. Okay, yeah, there it is. We're that close. <laughs> X-Brown goggle tear-offs. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles are the choice of champions everywhere. You know who wears X-Brand goggles? Phil Nicoletti. Does he? Well, they're FXR goggles by X-Brand. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. Troll Train, X-Brand goggles, FXR. Brandon. He wasn't bitching about anything about that at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not he at wasn't all. bitching at all. No, He's very all. satisfied. Uh, yeah. So X-Brand goggles, Fast Freddy Norn, Kyle Chisholm, who I had a... Uh, Great radio. No, I talked to Kyle, and I want to run something by you two idiots. So Kyle Chisholm, X-Brand goggles as well. Uh, so please check him out. Pulp Show 21 is code to save. We had Rich Taylor on last show. And uh, great stories, great company. The goggle of choice if you want to win. Josh Strang. Josh Strang. X-Brand, GNCC winner. There's no series, Weege, that tests goggles as much as GNCC, correct? That is true. Thank you. We have one of the gnarliest mud races known to mankind, the last race of the year. And uh, Strang battled Thad Duvall for three hours. Goggles hung in there. Thank you. It's great. X-Brand goggles. Yep. All right, so these questions are submitted by Swisscore. Interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Anybody know him? Yes. Yeah. We do I, know yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the other guy. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Let's do this, Mark. Did you fire Mos- this, the, the Moser guy? Nobody could get a hold of him. Oh, okay. Nobody could ever talk to him. Fair enough. Steve. Yep. Are the Leafs going to do it this year? No. No, they never will. <laughs> never in my lifetime. Just never. I'm, I, they, never. The longest Stanley Cup drought is the Toronto Maple Leafs right now in NHL uh, in, his, in NHL history. They have not won a playoff round since 2004. They had a eight-year playoff-less streak going on that's broken. They have now lost in the first round, though, four straight years. Three of those years to teams that were ranked below them in the standings. And this is my lot in life. When was the last cup this longest? 67. Jeez. 1967? Yes. Or 67 years? No, 1967. 1967. Okay. Oh, gosh. All right. Weege, could you ever own a home like Steve's and not have anxiety? If there was some way that I could justify that the house is actually a studio and someone could pay me to own the house. Let's say, for example... This is a big write-off. Yes. But let's say a company, maybe like a big distributor and owner of a major house brand of gear bought the show yeah and then bought the house then i could live in it yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and maybe they could use a house for like a shipping depot yeah plenty of room there is plenty of room i like that it's like another amazon warehouse yep yep i don't know why wps doesn't buy this show i do i don't know why it makes so much sense to me it makes so much sense to me it's like peanut butter and jelly like lamb and tuna fish. That is my goal, <laughs> to have someone it's, pay me to work and also buy the office that I can live in. It's Hanky Jory. Why isn't... Why <laughs> it would be Hanky Jory if you did it. Why hasn't Racer X bought it? It doesn't work for Racer X. It doesn't work. Why? They're a media company. They are, but it doesn't work. <laughs> His hook is that you have all these brands that would be the sponsors, and then hence the show would Promote pay all the house brands, and then also charge yeah. the p- companies that you distribute extra to come on the why, show. Why and, can't we just sponsor you and, and assume zero risk? But you can get greater risk and more sales. We, we, want, we don't want <laughs> greater, greater risk. risk. <laughs> I think that's why Racer X isn't attached either. All right. Next question. Lose cannon. Right. By the way, Kiefer last week tried to say, Hunky Jory. Hunky. <laughs> hunky Dory. Hunky Dory. Hunky Dory. Kiefer tried to say Hunky Dory. It's like Hunky Dory. Right. He said he said Hanky Jory. <laughs> and we're like, what? Wow. And then he said Honky Dory. <laughs> right? Wasn't yeah. it a second time? Oh, yeah. And oh, we're yeah. like, do you mean Hunky Dory? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, what the fuck is wrong and with you? And then he had the, he, he, he thought it meant something good. Hunky, no, he, thought it, Dory he, is he thought it meant something bad. Something bad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. had it backwards. Yeah, it was Hunky Dory is good. Hanky Jory, bad. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. go bad. It's phenomenal. Yeah, so anyways. <laughs> Keep, all right. The Kieferisms. They probably turned it sexual. <laughs> probably. JT. Listen to me. What is your first memory of Stu? Oh. Uh, this might have been amateur days. Yeah, I mean, first memory, I remember him winning Loretta Wins on a PW50, uh, but I think my a memory that just sticks out to me would have been after that on a a 60 they weren't 65s back then he was jumping this tabletop at uh this track called reddick motocross marion county it was big it it was really big on a 60 and i remember my dad i was watching standing and i was racing an 80 at the time and i remember my dad saying he's either going to win a lot or he's going to kill himself 
Hmm. And he won a lot. He also weeded himself. He did crash good, a lot. So yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. even right. back then, yeah, you could yeah, just yeah. see yeah. it. Like yeah. he, w- I, this jump right. was insane. And Ricky was the same way, right? Like everybody was like, Ricky's like, uh, you know. But what Ricky I mean? like, was much more calculated. Yeah, yeah. James. James was. But Ricky was a no doubt oh, amateur pro- prodigy, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like no, yeah. like, like there's a Lessie, there's James, there's Ricky. Yeah, but James was Sandy even yeah. then. You're just you, like, oh my god. You know who else was like that too? Eddie Warren, I guess. Oh, really? Early eighties. Yeah, Eddie okay. Warren was like unbelievable. Ricky was just dominant. Right. Like he was just like this guy's gonna win. Like even right. I remember, I remember being like fifteen, no sixteen, and it was right before um, Ricky's first national at Steel City, or. Uh, yeah. Binghamton? No, Steel City. Steel City. And uh, I was I was lucky enough to be riding with Brian Swink at the time because he lived like 10 minutes from me. And um, I remember asking him, like, how do you think he's going to do? And there were other people riding there too, like Numac and these guys. And they're like, what do you think he's going to do? Whatever. Because, you know, he's a Florida guy, whatever. And he's like, oh, he, he's going to win everything in front of him. Like, Swink thought he was going to win Steel City. Yeah, yeah He's yeah. like, he's going to win everything. Yeah. Like, and we're like, really? He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you don't see guys like that. Like, right. he's going to win everything. And we were like, oh, okay. I mean, I remember, he was obviously proven right. I remember bench racing with a bunch of people after 97 Gainesville. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, dude, he rides here all the time. He rides here all the time. Like, don't worry. Don't, like, yeah. yeah, he won, but don't worry. He, I remember people saying Well, that. I remember Honda definitely being like that. Yeah. Because, like, Lamson, right, like, right. you know, defending champ. Yeah. They were wrong. All right, next question. Uh, Steve, what part of the USA do you think Moser is drunk in right now? Pacific Northwest. Specifically Seattle. Specific Northwest. Yeah. Seattle, really? Seattle. Seattle? Yeah. Okay. Not where he lives, but... No. He's from Seattle. He's from Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually, but again... Not at all. Yeah. Weege, can you explain the Steve Stu Paris story for new listeners? Yeah, uh, Stu actually <laughs> mentioned this briefly, not your part of it, but his part of it on his Bubba's World podcast. Yeah. Last time he raced Paris Supercross, there was a terrorist attack. This is one of the most hilarious, memorable moments. I don't think it's that good of a story. I uh, don't. It's so good. Okay. So Steve is there in Paris, and as concerned friends, we are the steak in the burrito. And it really wasn't Paris, right? It was an hour. It was an hour north. Whatever. Okay. There was a terrorist attack. Our friend Steve, we are the steak in the burrito like Phil. We were all concerned. So we are texting Steve. I understand time zones. It's probably nighttime, but who knows? I was at Durhamtown. You know where Durhamtown is? Uh, Georgia? I was at, I was at oh, okay. Durhamtown, yeah. All right, so we're all texting. Steve, are you okay? Steve, do you, are you with us? Steve, just give us a sign, man. Are you okay? All night goes by. Because I was sleeping. I was sleeping. We thought you might have been dead. So when you didn't respond, we were very scared. Uh, Were you really, though? I mean, it was a terrorist attack. I didn't think you were dead. I mean, we're like, hey, because there was stuff going on in like Belgium too. Like it was, it was a coordinated attack. Like there was a lot happening, Mm -hmm. and then it was just weird because there was just silence for like a really long time. Yes, and then Steve finally responds. I remember, you know, red alert. I'm seeing Steve is typing, and I'm like, oh my god, this is either he's alive (laughs) or the the authorities are like, I'm sorry, your friend is gone. And he writes, guys, was it a quad or a triple? Quad. quad. There was a quad. Stu didn't jump the quad. That's all he cared about. There was a terrorist <laughs> attack right outside your door. And all you cared about was that James Stewart did not jump a jump that the, James Stewart would normally jump. That was the first sign. And it, it was because it was Friday practice. I think it was a Friday night. Yeah, and other guys were jumping. Yeah, no yeah, problem. yeah. Pike yeah. and these guys were jumping yeah. this quad, and Stu never did it in no. practice. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what? What? Yes. Stu didn't jump the quad. Right, right. You never responded to the terrorist attacks, <laughs> never acknowledged it. Nope. We, for all we knew, you were missing limbs at this point, yeah. but you had the fingers Dude. to type. Pookie was stressed out. Pookie was texting Guy B and everybody. Like, <laughs> ah! yep. I mean, like, hey, it was an hour north, man. And meanwhile, or Stu. You could just say that. Like, yeah, I'm good. We're, I'm Stu really didn't jump the quad. 
Guys, Stu didn't yeah, jump the quad. Right. I'm surprised you were sleeping after he didn't jump the quad. Was, yeah. JT, what would you be doing if Craig and WPS hadn't made good on their promise uh, after your racing career ended? Is there any, like, comes and woods? Uh, we're, we're lacking in the come oh, and wood okay. section right. tonight. Um, I don't know that they necessarily made a promise. Um, so, yeah, I understand what he's getting at. I don't know, to be honest. Um, I didn't really have a, a, a plan B. I, I knew that I wanted to stay in the industry. I think I what I would have ended up probably doing, worst case, would have been finding a place to be like a gear guy at the races. That was like, to me, that was like my last resort plan. If I can't do anything else... I know enough people in the industry where I can be like the gear guy that brings gear to the races. Like right. that was like where I, obviously that's fine. And I work with that team every day now. Um, but that was like, I think that was like, if nothing else works out, I think I could do that. Right. So I did a Brock Sellers pod. Mm -hmm. a great one, by the way, check it out in the archives. It's f fantastic. Brock was saying Terry Baisley, yep. uh, sales manager. Sales uh, he is vice president, director of global sales. Okay, for yeah. Western Power Sports. High up at WPS, Terry Baisley, good guy, funny guy, industry for a long time. Um, Brock said that as he was wrapping up his arena cross career, Baisley was like, yeah, like you're going to work for us. We have yeah. a spot in Ohio. And Brock went from racing his last professional arena cross to the next weekend, going to the Indy dealer show and starting with WPS. No, Sunday, the day after. Oh, the day after. He raced That's arena it. cross, he flew to Indy and started working the next yeah, day. Yeah, never. Well, yeah, it, was, it wasn't Brock a lot Sellers, for me. Yeah, hanging up, the, hanging up the boots Saturday night. Sunday. Hey, everybody, I'm your regional rep for WPS. <laughs> yep. Well, and I I started at WPS. Right. Yeah, the next day. And I was still racing. I went to Europe and was racing in Germany as the account manager for the German account. And I had a meeting. And then I went, I, I got to go. I got practice for like three hours. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right. Like I nice. was doing right. both yeah. in Germany. Nice. Right. All right. That's a lot of money. I like it. Steve, what do you think is Stu's biggest contribution to the sport? I just changed it. He changed it. He, 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 the scrub changed history. And then now you have European riders doing scrubs. I mean, that's been for a number of years now, but he just changed the game. He elevated the sport. There's no doubt about it. It's just, yeah. Weege, what would you tell English town flagging Weege now after having been in the industry for so long? First of all, no definitive proof. Right. I was going to uh, say, is that even confirmed? Here, here, here no, we go. Again. Weege we even go. flagged. Here we go. At English Town. Uh, we will not have photos, but I now have witnesses. Someone said they'd never seen you there. Who was that? Was that Yulo's brother? Uh, all the people who don't pay attention to the flaggers probably said okay. that, which all is right. everybody. Right. Yeah, so that they do not count. I will talk to my friend Jerry Sipe, longtime Jersey pro. He knows. He knows. Is he a – like he raced? Oh, yeah. So why Jerry did he Sipe's pay, a legend. So why did he pay attention? Why did he pay attention to the Because flaggers? we worked together in the Batman Forever stunt show at Six oh, Flags Great Adventure right. on the weekdays. And on weekends, he would race pro class, right. and I would stand right. in the jumps and right. flag. The funniest story about your flagging thing is you telling everybody, hey, man, I got a job with Racer X. I won't be here next weekend. And them all just being like, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't been back to the track since. Right. Been busy right. ever since. Right. This is 2001, everybody. Right. Uh, what advice would I give to myself? Is that what's the question? What was the yep, question? Yeah, that's right. What? Um, just keep on flagging, man. I think you know I needed to stick it out a little bit longer. I probably didn't play my cards right. Probably should have stuck with the flagging a little longer. Nash. Yes, I I can't believe this is blasphemy. This is blasphemy. Nash. Joe Dangler, Sipe, Yulo. They all contest. No, they can't. No, 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 no. no. Just Sipe. Come on. Uh, Nash, thank you for calling back in. Sipe, 
is there a more credible source in New Jersey motocross than Jerry Seifert? So you have one guy that says no. he flagged. We have five or six guys that say they have no memory of you flagging. Yeah, Dude, but they the don't man- ever know any flaggers. That's a good comeback. Dude, You're yes. right. But Dude, Mickey's son. Come on, Dakota was riding when you were flagging. Yeah, but we, Dakota I wasn't hanging out with the flaggers, Nash. Yeah. Nash, the fact, like, we can talk. Tim Ferry went by him when he was flagging. He did. But yeah. Tim Ferry can't vouch for Timmy for, for what he's Timmy can't vouch for a lot. No, no, Timmy can't vouch for anything. <laughs> yes. Timmy can't vouch it today as Monday. JT, how many of the flaggers did you bro down with at all your local tracks in Florida? <laughs> Just Sal. Sal? Just Sal. There was Sal. There was a guy, Sal. One. Sal sounds pretty cool. You did bro down with Sal. Yep. Just Sal. That's not something I expected JT to say. Sal, he had somebody. The only one anyone broke down with was Ultimate. I told you about Ultimate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He was the best. I saw a photo of Ultimate. Ultimate. I saw a photo of Ultimate. Yes, Ultimate. You know why I like Sal so much? Sal was, uh, he had multiple jobs. One, he, at Minio's, you only got one lap of practice. So Sal, anytime I I would do my lap, and then I would get back in line, he'd be like, yep, go ahead. And I would just do, I would do multiple laps of practice. Was it the same gentleman working Loretta Lynn's practice schedule? Uh, Oh, God. No, that was Davey. That was (laughs) Davey. Unreal. But, and then also, he dropped the gate. So he would tell me, hey, I'm dropping on three today. Come on, Sal. Wow. Unbelievable, Sal. This is an Alessi move. His whole racing career is a fraud. Unbelievable. (laughs) It's based on a fraud. Sal. Oh, another whole shot from JT. (laughs) Unbelievable. Would you... JT, would you do the Alessi? Just dump the clutch at three Weech, and just Weech. hammer the game. The owner of English Town. What's I his name? No, I didn't trust it. Jay? Jay? Trevelise. Uh, Sal drank a lot. Not so back you then. could never count on his his counting <laughs> oh. very much, right? So you had to you – ba- I was ready. What's right? up, Mr. Backtrack? I was more ready. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It didn't really Because help. you know why? He wants, to, he wants to stave off all the protests. No, 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 no. I, I was – That are going to come I, flying I, just, a lot of I didn't blindly off. dump on three. Right, I didn't trust Sal that yeah. much, but I would. I knew at three, like, who go. is the English Town owner? What's uh, his name? Back then, it was Kenny Landerman, right. Jay Irwin were the guys. Kenny okay, Landerman Jay, was I was the thinking Jay Irwin, Irwin was the guy. I said Jay. Er- Irwin so, was kind of California guy at that point. Would Landerman would give me my forty bucks? My would two Landerman vouch for this? Yes, he yeah. did. He did vouch for it. I think it was an app. 100%. Somebody emailed him, and he vouched for it. He did. Hundred percent. Huh? Yeah, it's true. And the fact he that, paid me. dude, Weege, Weege worked the Great Adventure stunt show. There's evidence of that on Jerry Sipes' Instagram. It's a throwback. Weege, Weege saw it. What? And Sipe is There's New a photo Jersey of Sipe. I'm not in the photo. What? Yeah. But <laughs> okay, Sipe well, in the show. you know what? I was yeah. I was there when Kennedy got assassinated. Yeah, 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 There's yeah, plenty exactly. of photos. Just I'm just not in it. Just dump the clutch on three. Sipe knows. Sipe. All right. We, we got to go, Nash. Jerry Sipe. Thank you, Nash. I, I think we've proven I, this. Final, final Nash, point. Nash, I need yes. get Ken Landerman to right, email me, and we will put it. We already list. had that happen. I don't remember this. He did. He said he's Trevally done great things in the industry, him. and he's probably teaching James Stewart how to podcast right now. I think that's what he said. <laughs> no. Yes. Hey, I have a theory. The reason why James is reborn is because RV came back as the world's great, greatest retired racer. Oh, yeah. And Let's try he, to take that crown. He empowered... James to come alive. Uh, right. I think RV is going to take credit for this. Sounds right. good. He yeah. probably would. He probably would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Nash. All right, go get him, guys. Right, get see him. Ya. See him. All right. What other questions we got? All right. This is the last one. All right. JT, what is your best firsthand witnessing of a Brock Stellard story? You know what? I wasn't around Brock enough to have a lot of firsthand. I have a lot of second, third hand. Uh, people that were there, and then people that heard stories from those that were there, and they are some of the most unbelievable things ever um a lot of the like back when he was racing the things he would do and then even now as a rep 
the things he does like while they're driving around, like multitasking 17 things while driving. Um, for those of this, you who don't know, like most people know who Brock is, but he is probably the most unique individual I've ever met. The pod's really good. The podcast I did with him is really yeah. good. It, it's, it's, There's it's, no one I've ever met yeah. that I would say like, oh, he's just like Brock. No one. Yeah. No one on the planet. Yeah. It says a lot. Yeah. It says a lot. Yep. All right. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. And uh, real flaggers all over the country wear X-Brand at the dusty races to stave off the dust. But Wygant wouldn't know anything about that because he never flagged. Uh, I don't even wear sunglasses. Yeah. So Uh, so thank you to the folks at X-Brand goggles, and thanks to Swizz for those questions. Vertex Pistons, sales at PivotWorks.com. They get a deal from Vertex Pistons, whether it's two-stroke pistons, four-stroke pistons, replica, high-compression, GP-style configurations, VertexPistons.com. They are an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and Beta, GasGas, TM. Every two-stroke KTM, Husqvarna, and GasGas comes with a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory, Weech. Yeah, my kid is an electric KTM, Vertex Piston. Hard to believe, I know. Unbelievable. Hard to believe, I know. Uh, so let's get, let's get to our next guest here. Uh, he's gonna he's ready to to, uh, to hear from us. He is uh, he's a world champion, two time world champion. Uh, one of the nicest guys in the sport. Big part of the R and D behind the uh, Stark e bike that we just saw launched, and uh, we're happy to have him on the show tonight. Friend of the show, Sebastian Tortelli. What's up, Seb? Hello. Ah, doing good. Thank you for calling in. Jason Thomas in studio here. What's happening? Awesome. Early morning. Hey, Jason. How are you? I missed you in Italy. I thought you were in Italy. Uh, I was. I was a while ago, yeah. but I'm, I'm home. Um, well, for yeah. the GP? Yeah. Yeah, for the GP. You yeah. don't see Seb at these races? I didn't know he was there. What? Yeah, I was there on Saturday, and then I saw you commenting on Sunday, and I'm like, oh, man, I missed him. Yeah, oh. I, was in, I was in meetings all day on Saturday anyway. Um, oh, also, also in studio, Jason Wygant, Seb. So. Howdy. Um, he's here. Hello. Hello. Um, Seb, what's your best JT story where you just saw him get so angry? <laughs> what, what, when did you, what, what did he get? Was I wasn't he, that angry all the time. Did the then. Husqvarna break on him like one time or oh. two times or like what was? No, no, I don't have big memories of uh, JT being uh, mad or anything. Did he was, uh, okay. he was always good. We trained all the time together and then, uh, he had to go back and do some pumping irons, which I didn't, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was good. Did I think he took anger away from there. Did Seb ever get on the Husky? Uh, no, I don't okay. think all right. okay. yeah, yeah. No, I don't think there was ever any <laughs> desire to ride it. Uh, the only person that ever wrote it was Timmy, and he wrote it like half a lap and get, handed it back to me and said, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no desire. I, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Uh, uh, Seb Tortelli on the, uh, on the Pulp of Mech show. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. So I talked to you at – Maybe Geneva or Paris or one of them, and you told me you were working with something, and, and we'll hear it very soon. I remember that, and I don't know if it was the Stark bike, but so the Stark uh, uh, e-bike came out, the e-motorcycle came out, and you're a big part of the R&D behind it. Um, yep. Take us through that process, Seb. Uh, uh, Anton at the Stark approached you, and, and you got on the bike, and sort of tell us the history behind your involvement with this. I mean, it's been uh, already a year that I'm, I'm with them. Mm-hmm. Um, we started collaborating a while back, and uh, I helped them through uh, some of the design and changing the design in the in the plastic because at first we had just like a, you know a, a prototype, but not with the working parts. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, we went through that and changed a few times body works and different different things on the bike to uh, to make it uh, more suitable for riding, you know. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you get designer always involved, they, they like to do crazy things. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we need to come in down and make it, you know, uh, good for riding. So we went through that at first and then uh, helped them through uh, developing the 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 body work mainly until uh, Paul, which is the, uh, the head engineer, uh, was able to uh, to come up with the with the engine and uh, the all uh, all part. I mean, the the battery is more Anton idea mm-hmm. that uh, he's the one who developed it and and find solution for it to make it uh, better. And uh, Paul was the the guy who designed uh, the the chassis and then the engine. Mm-hmm. He had the electric background on the past, so that was uh, that was that. And then in uh, Early November, we got the the bikes uh, with all the, the parts. I mean, it's uh, expensive bikes since they're all uh, CNC's uh, parts. So right. it's like you know, quite quite expensive. We got the, the true prototype and and started testing and get the bike uh, you know uh, where it is today. Which is uh, we evolved quite a bit. We saw the couple uh, things we need to improve, and uh, today we are what at sixty five percent of what the, the bike is capable of. Uh, because we have only two prototypes at this time, and then uh, we don't want to break them. Mm-hmm. And then in in January we're supposed to get the the pre um, pre I mean the pre production yep. bikes. Yep. Yeah, pre production bikes, which uh, we that's the one we're going to push uh, to higher limits. Uh, have you ever ridden one before? I've got some time on the Alta. I thought it was so cool, so amazing. Had you ever ridden anything before you got on the Stark? Yeah. The first one, uh, I think after I retired, uh, I went through uh, Eric, with Eric Peronard. He did like a race at uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So I raced the uh, the Zero at Oh, that okay. Time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I raced that. And then uh, after, I rode the, the, the KTM E. Oh yeah, uh, quite a bit because uh, my six riders uh, has uh, in uh, in Germany the uh, either arena, mm-hmm. so I was able to to ride quite a bit w- with that, and then uh, went to California also two years ago to ride the Alta, uh, like uh, f- maybe like four months before they went bankrupt. Okay, yeah. uh, spend the spend the week at Castillo Ranch, and uh, Alta was uh, super nice uh, to give us the two bikes. And uh, I was able to to test the bike there for a full week, so that was pretty cool. And uh, that's uh, that's where I am with uh, my experience on the electric until I, I jump on the stock. They're really neat, aren't they? Isn't it so cool to ride one? Weege, have you or JT? You guys have ridden an Alta, have you? I, uh, I have. Oh, I you have. have. I oh, have yeah. not on a track though, like in around a parking just around lot, a parking lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've ridden one, Weege? Yeah, yeah. yeah I rode on like a sand track. They are. It was awesome. It was amazing to ride an, an, an e-bike like that. It's just wow. <laughs> Yeah, no. The I think the, their bike was uh, they had the, uh, I think the good ideas. Uh, for me, I think the the only problem is they they, they didn't uh, really work on the on the chassis side. They mm-hmm. just went and and did an engine and then uh, test you know uh, testing into a frame and the bike was a little bit wide and the balance was not where it's supposed to be. So that's uh, that's the only problem I had when I I rode with it on the track. I mean, I tried to go to whoop section and uh, I saw Josh going to whoop section. I'm mean, like, you know, hats off because he was a pretty front and heavy. And uh, <laughs> for me, I was not able to commit. <laughs> wow. So. Uh, the Stark the Stark seems amazing. Like they say, it's 80 horsepower at its max, uh, which is a ton. I can't even imagine wow. that. Um, and then, we, are when, yeah. we are not there yet, but right. it's close. Right. So you can, you can customize this Stark to have, uh, you know, 125 power. 
250 power, 450 power, right? Seb, you can kind of exactly, it. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You awesome. can have the beginner where you know the the guy doesn't know how to ride. You put him on it, and even to the side that if if you fall down, the bike shut down or you know do things like that. And then uh, you push the button. Two seconds later, you can have a, a 450 or you can have a 250 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So that is amazing. And the big part of uh, what I need to do is to work on all these uh, power curves and, and be able to uh, to get it where customers can can go in and, and pick what they want. I mean, if uh, if it's a muddy day, they can click on the mud, you know, curve. and yeah. Or if it's dry, hard pack, they can do it. Or if they want a two-stroke, you know, we can. The, the advantage of electric is that you can massage everything around with a click of a button. And at the end of the day, you have the possibility to do uh, your own power curve also. Yeah, yeah. You got a little Android phone that plugs into the front of it. <laughs> and yeah, it seems really customizable. <laughs> Kiefer map. Yeah, Kiefer mapping, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, KYB suspension too. How's the chassis? How do you feel on it? What does it feel like, Seb, to you? I mean, to me, it, it just, uh, you know, the, the chassis feel pretty close to uh, to a Honda. Mm-hmm. So I was very, very happy about that because the bike is very nimble and, and, and you can move around the, the bike very easy. I mean, today we have the prototype, so obviously it's heavier than uh, pre-production, but you don't feel the, the weight. I mean, the only time you you feel the weight is when you have to push the bike to put it back into the van. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. <laughs> that's a whole hard workout. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, no, the chassis is uh, really balanced, and that's that's something that was very important for me, mm-hmm. uh, for my experience with the Alta. That you know, I don't, I do want to have the bike to have uh, front and heavy. So that's why actually, if you see on the picture, the the battery is coming back underneath the the frame mm-hmm. to uh, to balance this out. I mean, we are probably looking at a 40 45 front 55 percent rear the okay. weight yeah which is uh, which is i think the, the right balance mm. and how did the pre-orders go do you know have you talked to those guys was it successful yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah, yeah the, i mean we had uh, quite a bit some uh, celebration last week i mean it went crazy i yeah. mean uh, the guys uh, it, i mean it went way better i cannot give you numbers but it yeah. went way better than they expected i mean it was like uh, madness wow. madness uh, nice. the first week it was unbelievable wow nice nice uh, Seb, yeah, how so long this this came out of nowhere? Essentially, last Monday was really yeah. the first time I had heard of it. You didn't even ride it until November, it sounds like. So even pretty recent for you. How long ago yeah. were you involved with this, and how long you've been waiting to ride it? Uh, uh, over a year. Oh wow! That's uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Over a year, we've been uh, been working at it and changing things and and just uh, having you know everything ready for it. Uh, we changed uh, a few things uh, over that year, and we have uh, like I, I told. Uh, we have some uh, some new engine coming up, the pre-production, which is an evolution of uh, the one we have today, uh, because we solved some uh, some some more issue to to testing. So that's uh, you know to uh, to get to the maximum power of the of the bike, and then the 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 battery also uh, will be used better that way. So mm-hmm. we uh, we change a few things because you know like like you say, electric is is awesome, no noise, and that's the the main thing. But we need to have a bike that lasts, and the goal of the company is to make it, you know, last uh, for a model with uh, with a good speed. Now, the uh, the presentation I got from Anton and Ben and, and Eric the week, the few days before it launched, was you could get thirty five minutes on it ish on an outdoor track on your speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my speed. Yeah, your speed, right? Which is uh, much better yeah. than than most of us. Even though you, <laughs> even though you're retired, Seb, I'm sure you can still ride a motorcycle pretty good. Because one yeah, of the, one of the things Kiefer, Kiefer, my buddy Chris Kiefer developed the Alta and worked with those guys, and he's also a very good rider. And like around 2025, 20, the Alta started slowing down a little bit. Battery technology yeah. where it's at. So this is 
better than that. Much better. Yeah, much yeah. better because I think the the problem we had with the Alta was the overeating. I mean, uh, obviously I rode the Alta and uh, I could do you know three laps and and got the flashing light to uh, was the bike was over, uh, really overheating. Mm-hmm. So that's I think that was the main main issue they had on the bike. And uh, so that's that's you know where it was uh, complicated. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean the the guys uh, thinks uh, that uh, at the end of the day, you know, we will be able to do a full uh, full thirty five minutes moto yep. and uh, six hours on the on the trail. Right. Right. Nice. Yeah. And uh, can you even say how long it would take to charge that, or is it too early in the process? For you guys no, to it's know? it depends. I mean, uh, it's uh, you know you can have a, a fast charge with uh, I think it's like uh, one hour. Regular current is two hours. Okay, but uh, if you get like a Tesla or, or the new uh, Ford, mm-hmm. I think it's like uh, in ten minutes you can have the bike uh, charged, you know, with the the high capacity of their battery. I see. Now, look, one thing I think that people are missing here is, you know, people don't really want to hear the environmental advantages. Motocross people generally. They don't really care about oh, that. Oh, really? Oh, Yeah, I'm I don't not, know I'm if you not, noticed this. I thing. haven't noticed that, no. But no. this bike is a European company. I think that is a little more what that audience wants to hear. And also I hear, although noise is a problem with tracks in America, it's much more of a problem with tracks in Europe, right? So I have a feeling yeah, it's yeah. going to be more readily accepted over there. I mean, this, you know, that's uh, that's where the we have tracks closing right and left and all you want. I mean, the, the main thing is, uh, I think the, the problem we have is not the, the gas bike. I mean, it's not the gas by itself. It's the noise. Yeah. And uh, especially with COVID, when it hits, you know, the tracks were closed for a while. And uh, the people were used to uh, to have no more noise. And uh, uh, all the petitions start sure, going on yeah, because right, uh, right. the track were closed. And like, oh, that's so nice without the motorcycle going around. Mm. So that's where we had a huge, huge, uh, you know, advantage because that bike has, uh, you know, they have uh, noise, uh, which is electric noise, which is very, very, you know, low. But uh, you still feel the the way the with the noise, you still feel the acceleration, you still feel the, the braking, you still have that. It's not like silence where you have completely nothing. You still have that uh, that zit, you know, that yeah. is still there for acceleration. I found it so weird to time jumps. Like, you know, you come out of a turn and you're coming up to a tabletop and you're like, okay, like I just, I know my motor sound and I know I'm going to clear this tabletop. I found myself on the Ulta, like over jumping stuff front end high where I'm like, oh, shit, like <laughs> you can't hear your motor so you can't judge your mm-hmm. power curve. And the gears. You and don't the, have gears. Yeah, you don't have any of that. It's yeah. so weird. No. Yeah. Yeah, but it's actually, you know, I jump back and forth. You know, I ride the, yep. all the brands to, to be able to compare mm-hmm. and, and, and do different things. And for me, I mean, I up uh, over the bike and I don't have a problem. I right. mean, we did, you know, we rode Bell Pooch, which is... Uh, a big track, you yep. know, uh, we run big tracks where they they, uh, they got the dirt, you know, tilted and uh, very deep. So, I mean, we uh, we got different uh, conditions. And for me, I mean, it just, the only difference, I jump on it and I feel right away uh, good. And, right. uh, you know, the the power is the same, basically. I mean, I know the speed, I need to hit stuff, and then it goes naturally. Right, right. I told the guys on the conference call, JT, I said, well, if anybody's going to find something to break, It'll be Seb. <laughs> like the Honda guys, Shane Drew and the Honda guys are still like, oh, my God, Tortelli. Like just a beast on a motorcycle. Just so hard on a bike, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. Yours, uh, yours came in, though. What's that? <laughs> I'm wiser. I said the yours oh, came yeah, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when is, uh, when's delivery, like, uh, as far as if – so this pre-order thing just happened. When are they expecting to get a bike if you ordered last week? 
I think it's uh, September, October. That's their goal. Okay. I mean, uh, we are right now. They are, they are getting the the lineup to to build the bikes, and uh, so they they will be uh, normally. That's the goal. I mean, uh, get everything ready and and be able to deliver everything in uh, in once. So that's uh, that's their goal and. Um, very motivated to make this happen and yeah. it's been uh, you know it's it's part of uh, what the, the company is i mean it's a very uh, you know the the company has very high goals and and they are very uh, for me i mean what i like is everything needs to be top notch so you know that's the way they think so it makes things a little bit uh, for me easier because you know we push on the right direction we push have to have a top notch product that will, uh, you know, make people like when they jump on it, it will be like a, a big wow compared to, you know, the. I think the 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 way they come out was a big bang, and I think when the next one will be when the people are gonna start riding it, it's gonna be like, man, you know, I cannot believe it, really. Did you see Rabot do the backflip on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seb, you, were you on? Were you next to do the backflip on it, or were you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was doing the whoops. Okay. Uh, that track had whoops, and it was like concrete whoops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, it's it's a scary. It's a scary thought when you go to concrete whoops. Yeah, yeah. That was like yeah. <laughs> so I understand too. There's a little bit of discussion with with the FIM and Infront about maybe making the uh, there's a class for these. Yeah, no. I mean, the the goal today is uh, not to make a class; is to be able to ride with Dermix. You know, yep. that's uh, I think the the French Federation is pretty open. The Italian Federation is pretty open to to see maybe even in twenty two, uh, see if we can do couple races uh, with uh, with that bike into the French Championship and Italian Championship mm -hmm. as a wild card. But uh, really, the the goal of the company is to to try to be able to make a. A, a be part of the regular scene, right. not uh, not to have the electric uh, scene uh, by itself. Weed, you had a good point about this. So the, to, to talk about the Alta guys, racing in the Alta stuff. Yeah, I have a feeling when I talked to the Alta guys when that started, I think back in 2016, they said, here's the big advantage we have at motocross. You don't race for four hours. It's not a car race. It's not an F1 race. The riders can mm -hmm. ride 30 minutes tops before they're tired. So it's the, the only chance electric will have to beat gas heads up is probably in a dirt bike race. Oh, I didn't mean this So story. that's what makes that appealing. I didn't mean this no. story. Oh, okay. You got something else? The, your story about Alta saying, hey, man, this is a 254 stroke. That's the class we want to be in. That was, yes. That yeah, was so one of the Alta, big obstacles Alta was had. like, we are in a 254 stroke class. MX Sports, AMA Pro Racing is like, wait, but... How do we know you're a 250? How do we know? And yeah. truthfully, yeah. I believe they should have let them try, but they didn't even want to let them try. The Stark can be a 450. It's fast. It's on that level. So I think you're going to... You're gonna you're gonna not have It'll that obstacle. Yeah. It's gonna be easier to be it, like uh, this is not this is in the big bike class. You know. Yeah. The, the what Stock is working on for for FIM is to have like a download chip where you know you have a laptop and then you you take the chip off the the motorcycle and then you can see the power of curve mm. that the bike delivered. So yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. you, then you can get disqualified if you don't use the, the right curve for the sure. right category. Oh sure. yeah. And so that's I think. Yeah. We're showing you had 80 horsepower on the start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I like that. Yeah, exactly. Something to show like, hey, this is the same horsepower-ish limit and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, yeah, no, but I think we are up, uh, you know, ahead of our times. And uh, I think we are moving, you know, things, uh, roughing up uh, some stuff. And FIM has to to catch up with it also yeah. to to be able to, to be in the move. And I think that's the right direction for them because... I mean, in the future, the FIM is very rare that a lot of tracks are closing and we mm -hmm. have less uh, rider base getting uh, built. And, 
and that's that's the problem you know you have less riders you have less racing and I mean, the, the sport will be dying, especially if the guys want to shut everything down. Right. Seb, uh, do you see yourself racing this thing? Do we? I mean, you look like you're still in shape. You look like, you know, you look good. Yeah, uh, yeah there's some so. possibilities that oh. a couple events for, for the fun of it. And I know the, the Italian Federation was like, hey, you know, if Seb can do it, then uh, no problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> Seb is fine. Seb yeah. is fine. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Seb, because maybe the last time you raced, I mean, Pedro Gonzalez beat you pretty bad down there in Mexico. <laughs> no, that's with, not true. With JT. I, I, that's what I read on the internet. I mean, it said Didn't Pedro. Didn't have anything okay. for him. Yeah, Everett's okay, okay. nothing. Maybe Everett's. they took me out on the first turn or uh, something. Yeah. They yeah. came uh, with big uh, guns. Ever, ever, it's nothing, nothing. Couldn't get him. No. Yeah. Villeman, no. nothing. Pedro was simply unstoppable. Although Balbi, Balbi wanted to. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> he was the one. Balbi didn't get the word. No, no. Balbi was headed for glory. <laughs> right, right. Um, we got some calls no, for you. We got some calls for you, Seb. Here, but because I have you on Facetime, you can't hear the callers. But we we have them on here. Uh, Ryan wants to know uh, where the company came from. Uh, what's the roots of the company? Oh, basically, Anton is um, and his partner uh, are part of uh, 24MX, and they sold uh, the company before. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they basically had uh, the idea of uh, they wanted to do something uh, to stay in the sport and, and do something with the sport. So that's how they decided to to build a, a real uh, electric uh, motorcycle, a dirt bike. And not uh, halfway, you know. That's the first right. time I met Anton. I'm like, you know, yeah, I'd be happy to be part of the project if it is a motocross bike, not a you know mountain bike right. Uh, right. halfway across. You know, I'm like, I'm not interested in this. So if if we do the real deal, yeah, I'm I'm good for it. And that's that's the way it came up. Uh, Paul had uh, also, which is a co-owner. <coughs> sorry, had a um, a background in uh, building uh, electric bikes. Um, so that's uh, that's how they team up together and and they build the the company in Barcelona. So basically, that's uh, two passionate guys who wanted to to change the the future of motocross. And it's a Swedish company. Stark is sweet for Swedish for king, right? And yeah. and and Varg Oof. is Swedish for wolf. Do I got that yeah, right? Yeah. Right, right. But it's a, it's a Barcelona, uh, it's a Spanish company at the end of the day. Right. right. The it's uh, the 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 company is based in Barcelona. Right. So it's all uh, all in house. The bikes would be uh, assembled in Barcelona. So everything will start from from here. Uh, Ryan is uh, sorry. That was Ryan's question. Uh, another caller said, "What did you think of that mini moto race on the zero? Uh, I never raced. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I raised a zero, and I think that was the first evolution of of the bike. Okay, and for me, it felt like you know I was riding a, a mountain bike with uh, at the time a right. mountain bike with uh, power. You right, know, right. You, you could hear the chain, and I think this one had uh, hand brakes and not a rear foot brake, so it was like you know really uh, more close to to a mountain bike compared to a motocross bike. And uh, you know, they, they, I think Zero went to also develop you know more road racing uh, style bikes mm -hmm. today. So they, they went on a different angle. And um, I mean, to me, it was uh, it was a fun day. I mean, it was a, it was a good toy. That's that's the way I look at it. I mean, we cannot compare the the start to to a toy. Definitely, no. when you have in hands, I mean, you go fast. And and what I like about it is because you don't have the inertia of the the 450. Uh, you don't get in trouble that uh, that much. I mean, it's like you know when the bike starts swapping. I mean, there's no you know 
yeah. the, the bike stops right away. I mean, but, you don't have that inertia where you start swapping with a 450 bigger, better hand, you know, hold on and then squeeze everything to make sure it goes. And uh, with the, with the stock, you don't have that. I mean, because there's not that zero mass who, who get you uh, get in trouble. Get you in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another caller wants to know if there's a clutch. There's not a clutch, but is there a brake on that on that side? Can you, yeah, you can choose a yeah. rear brake uh, by the, your feet or uh, mm-hmm. by your foot or okay. by uh, your the hand right. on the left side. Right. Uh, we are talking about a future evolution to uh, to have uh, an enduro bike. Uh, we're looking at that possibilities, and if we have enduro, we know that an enduro bike will need uh, we need a clutch. Right. So that's uh, something that uh, we are talking about and and trying to to have for the future, and uh, also the the fact that uh, I mean they want to have more than one bike, and, and coming with uh, 85 also will be also in the in the plan. So the the company is is there to evolve and and have more than than one bike. That's for sure. Uh- Sebastian Tortelli on the show brought to you by the folks at Vertex Pistons, uh, sales at pivotworks.com, two-stroke, four-stroke pistons, uh, bringing you uh, Sebastian Tortelli on the show. Also, by the way, Wygan and I did a re-raceables pod with Glenn Helen 99 with Seb, with Seb maybe like two months ago. Uh, one of, the, one <laughs> okay. of the top five rides I've ever seen in my life, without a doubt. Uh, I don't know if it's one, two, three, four, five, whatever. It's just in the rides of the greatest rides I've ever seen. Sebastian Tortelli, Glenn Helen, ninety nine, yeah, unbelievable. That was a that was a bang same thing as the Stark. That's for sure. That was I think <laughs> that was, everybody yeah. got uh, caught off guard. <laughs> yeah, that was just the, the speed. There was the downhill, and it went right back up. It was like a banana up the up, uphill. You must have been going fifteen miles per hour faster than some dudes going down that hill. <laughs> well, I think there was that ride, and then I think you know he mentioned caught people off guard. The L.A. Coliseum. Yeah. What? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, no yeah. Yeah, no, no. He was a lapper, right? Art thought he was a lapper, right? So, uh, uh, yeah. Many people thought about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Art, Art wasn't really always up on things that were happening. No. Like, it no, wasn't no, a lot. He wasn't. No. But anyway, so check that out, people. It's a great uh, pod. We we called Sebastian up, and, and he goes through us to 99 Glenn Helen. Um, JT, when I ask you about Seb mm-hmm. riding with him, training with him day in and day out for a couple of years at least. Uh, I went out there a few times with you guys. Um, what What do you think of what What was those days like for you and Sebastian? Uh, well, I mean, Seb did a lot for me. Yeah, um, genuinely one of the most hospitable people I've ever met. Um, bent over backwards to help me every way possible, on the bike, off the bike. Um, and yeah, I just in any time I ever think about Seb, it's like literally one of the nicest people, right? Ever. Yeah. And, and forget about the dirt bike stuff that you know all the world championships and the things he did in America, who, who cares like him as a person, yep. he's like in that category of Andrew short and he's like up there. Right? right. That's, that's immediately what I think of. So I, and I would tell you that if he wasn't on the phone, like that's just who, who he is, <laughs> and who he was. So, I appreciate um, it. No, that's, no, no, we had some good, uh, some good years and some good training. That's for sure. <laughs> some good memories. Uh, that's uh, yeah. Florida was a very good time for me. I went out with you guys one time and Seb was having some problems with his Honda. It's two fifty. And Seb, I was a mechanic, uh, it would have been KTM maybe, or maybe Nick Way, I don't know. And he was like, hey, man, this is what – you pulled your tank off, and it looked like a fucking F-16 <laughs> fighter jet with all the electronics. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out, Seb. I, I don't, we don't have this at Yama on, on my privateer bike, so I'm completely out. I remember that. That was funny. Uh, I, was, I, I couldn't help you that day. Uh, Seb, when you, you're a French guy, obviously, and uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're coming into America, do you feel like – and you were beating Carmichael at times, right? Um, 
Do you yeah. feel like you were? Did you feel like you that you got? I mean, you're the nicest guy. Like JT said, your interviews were good. You were always humble. You uh, you spoke well, like all that stuff. Did you ever feel like you got some American fans on your side, or was it a constant feeling of like these guys hate me? They love Carmichael. I just got to get through this. How did you feel? No, not not at all. Actually, nope. you know, the, I, I thought uh, people really liked me, and I never had any issues. You know, like Shane Drew was saying, you know. He's the least uh, French guy you can even imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you know, for me, no. I think the the what I liked about the crowd and they they were like you know they they're a fan of racing mm-hmm. and they saw that I gave uh, everything that I got at at racing and uh, that's I think that's that's where we we got along uh, really good. I mean, a lot of fans and right. never had any issue. I mean, obviously, you know, the first year I came in, you know, I was at Paris and. I beat uh, uh, Jeff, you know, and then uh, so that's close to his town, and that was like a pre-race before the Coliseum. So I got, you know, like oh Paris, a, a Paris Raceway. I thought you meant Paris France. <laughs> yeah, no Paris, Paris Raceway. Raceway. Oh, okay. No, 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 Paris Raceway. Yeah, and uh, you know, a few guys dropped their pants on me, but it was, you know, <laughs> it was fun. I'm like, okay, you know, cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's okay. And uh, the first year at Glen Ellen, I got, you know, a couple of beers. Uh, so I was... Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, was, okay. Uh, that was something that was like the party before the end of the bottom. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was that was actually the only two races. Yeah. And then after that, people start to uh, to know me and yeah. they, they never had a problem. And they always came and we talk. And right. that was uh, never an issue. Really never an issue. That's for sure. Also, too, Seb's no fear look. Honda, that was a strong look. Mm-hmm. Good look, yeah. Good. Yeah, that was a, the, the forty-four. Yeah, with the one hand guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, that's uh, because yeah, that was uh, that was due to a crash before. I mean, <laughs> I was at Stanton training, and then uh, the same track that he right. used to have for for years, and then I was going over a single over a curve, and the next thing I know, I was just flying up in the air, missed like a big oak tree, and then the bike just went and then wrapped around the, uh, the oak tree. I mean, <laughs> the bike was like you know maybe four hours old. Oh. and yeah that was like a big mess and that's when i hurt my hand i was lucky that was just the hand but actually there was a, a wire fence who was sticking off of the the, the jump Unreal. and basically when i went around it just caught my foot peg and it just like stopped and then just went like straight you know over the bars and i'm like do you know what happened wow. <laughs> so how about two uh suzuki days you cased the leap you broke a frame suzuki's like we gotta change yep. the frame Sebastian, it breaks yeah. an aluminum frame. Yep. Well, and I, I think, you know, it wasn't uh, – it, it's been a long time ago, but I think that – Jason, your Husky would have just blew up. It would have – yeah, yeah, it would have just <laughs> combusted, <laughs> spontaneously combusted. Yeah, and poof. And it's just – Turn to dust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, you know, that crash of Unidoa with the – I think Seb wins a title that year in 99. I, I, think, I think so, too. Without yep. that incident, you know. Yeah, 99, yeah. Yep. It would have yeah. been uh, a good year without uh, the crash with his dog, Henry. Yeah, and obviously but, you ran. Uh, yeah, you know, no, I was. Yeah, I mean, Carmichael was really difficult to beat. Obviously, that right. history bore that out. But I think that '99, well, it was his. It was his to lose. Weech and I brought this up a few times. Yeah. We brought this up on the Reraceables Pod in o o or o one. What year you led the series no. at the halfway mark? Like you were beating yeah. Ricky. Uh, oh, it was RC. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like everyone says. Oh, RC just crushed outdoors. Everything. No man, it was back and forth. Right, like he didn't in two thousand. Seb was leading. And they were going back and forth. I'm not saying Seb would have won for sure, but it's not this Ricky dominance that everybody remembers. Seb, you were well, and I mean Redbud, he just straight up 
Yeah. Put it, put it to him. Yeah. I mean, period. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. Yeah. that didn't happen. And, and I ran out of gas often. on that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Finish line. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, that didn't Everybody's happen. Everybody's like a love yeah. and hate. I love the track, yep. but I had some amazing races and then some very devastating ones right. too. There were, only, sure. there were only a couple of races in, in Carmichael's career outdoors where somebody just said, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like yeah. Timmy beat him, did everything he could in, in his arsenal to hold him off. Right. But for someone to just be like, okay, I'm going to yeah, pass. Ricky, Timmy never beat him like Seb No, but I'm saying yeah, like, yeah, yeah. pass him, right. I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like that didn't happen Yeah, Renard, Seb, yeah. James. Very, very. Uh, I don't even know what James Wyndham. ever did. Did James ever do it? Well, I thought he would have, but maybe not. I don't yeah. think Wyndham, so. a couple times. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. But even in the Wyndham ones, it was it was seldom that, like he held them off a few times. But it, there was. No, nah, Washugal. Washugal, yeah. he beat him yeah. pretty good. But yeah. yeah. It was just yeah, very yeah, yeah. rare yes. air. You can count it on one hand yeah. the number of guys that just smoked Ricky <laughs> yeah. outdoors. Out of 175 yes. races. Right, or right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So um, No, no, for sure. And, and no, it was, uh, it yeah. was he was a tough one, that's for sure. He and again, like one. it's yeah. always the you know, it's like when you know, when I raced with Stefan, he was uh, Everts, he was he was different because we are opposite uh, characters, you know. Right. And, and even writing style, everything is opposite. But I went to, uh, you know, battle with RC. I mean, it's uh, exactly the more the same as me. You know, I'm racing against myself because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the guy won't give up. You yeah. know? And I'm not going to give up, but he's not going to give up either. So, you know, everything is always pushing up to the to the limit, you know. And I remember times where we tested with, with Suzuki at his place. And we were battling, you know, like lap time, lap times all day, you know, back and mm-hmm. forth. I'm faster. You get faster. You, I'm ba- back to faster than you. And then at the end of the day, RC say, I'm done. I'm going back. And I, I go out one more time and I beat his lap time. <laughs> and he wasn't, he wasn't dressed. And Jeannie told him, nope. You get back up, dressed, and then you go back and you got to beat Sebastian. You cannot have him faster than you on your track. Oh, wow. So that was like, that was like never ending. Oh, man. <laughs> and then Berluti came in and told us a story here about how he ma- you made everybody tiramisu one night. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. What a guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. He made me a quiche. He made, you a quiche? He made me a quiche sure. one time. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Timmy never made me right. shit. <laughs> so I'm just saying, Red Red Dog never made me anything. Fixed your back. Yeah, he did. Uh, but he made a key. He made you quiche. He did make me a quiche. Yeah, but that's easy to do. Actually. It was it was great. No, I I can't. Make I can't, a can anybody in this room make a quiche? I can't make a quiche. No, nobody no, in this not room. Easy to do. I no. can barely spell quiche. Right, 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 right. And tiramisu, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. Cannot so. make tiramisu. But listen, uh, yeah. Everett's is an all timer. But his career looks a lot different if Seb stays in Europe. Let's face it. Absolutely. I don't know who beats who or whatever, but, you it's know. Not, it's not 10 titles. It's probably not. I can tell you no. yeah. titles. No, no. For but, sure. It would have been different. For sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So I think when you look at Hurlings or Everett's or whatever, you've well, got to be like, these guys came to America. I think, you know? I think Sebastian's paychecks looked a, lot, a little bit differently when he came to yeah. America as well. Yeah, probably, yeah. right? <laughs> Compared to back then. Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, Sebastian Tortelli on the Pulp of Mech Show brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Uh, check out the Stark uh, motorcycle. It's absolutely phenomenal. R&D by Seb. Uh, uh, that's really cool, man. So this is – we talked about you maybe racing, uh, Sebastian, down the road a little bit. But any way you look at it, this is a long-term thing for you. You're going to be involved with these guys for a while. That's what you look at? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the goal. I mean, yep. I'm, uh, they, they put me in charge of all the, the development and, and the testing. So, uh, you know, we, we have one bike today, but more coming. So mm-hmm. that's quite a bit some, some work on that side. 
And I mean, just to say that, I mean, the company is amazing. I mean, it's a lot of uh, young guys and uh, everybody is very motivated and that's what is good. I mean, we work, you know, really hard and, but we get uh, results. So that's, uh, that's why, I mean, I'm very motivated and, and I know the guys are, are there to stay and, and move, you know, move things and change things. And, and that's the goal. I mean, I think, you know, the four stroke uh, changed, uh, changed uh, the racing, you know, compared to two stroke. And I think we are at the same page today. I mean, the electric mm-hmm. will change the, the racing the same way. Yeah, I uh, I believe so too. Um, and are you still doing some coaching and some teaching on the side? Or are you still want? Some, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, a little bit less because I take right. a lot of time, but uh, some some of it, yes, yeah. for sure. Uh, but, anything uh, else? Just oh, few okay. people. Anything else for Seb before we let him go? You have to know. I mean, we're all assuming that eventually the regular major manufacturers, whatever you want to call them, have electric yeah. bikes in development. Uh, do you feel a bit of a rush here that it appears you have them covered for now, unless? Yamaha or Honda's got something coming in a month that we don't know about. Um, was that a goal, to try to beat them to the punch? Is that something you're thinking about, or are you just on your own timeline doing your own thing? No, I think, uh, you know, we, we were focused on on getting our own timeline, and uh, mm-hmm. technology-wise, that's... Uh, that's our advantage. I mean, we develop quite a bit, and mm-hmm. and I think we'll be ahead for for quite some years on technology-wise, and that's the goal of the company. I mean, we are looking at more things to to make uh, even you know things better, and so in the I think the people will catch up. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, when the bike will be out, you know, obviously, will will fall into different hands, and yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. that's the yeah. that's the way it is. And uh, but I think you know, technology-wise, I think we have. Uh, to get a bike to to this level, uh, for sure, you need at least two years. Um, and uh, I think you know, Honda came up with with some kind of uh, of a two fifty F motorcycle. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, electric. Uh, they show they uh, they show it in Japan. So yeah. uh, I think you know, people are are getting there, and they understand is the need to to have something like that um, because maybe not in the US, but in Europe, you you cannot go anywhere and and what it what the electric will do is the same as uh, you know uh, for the mountain bike yeah i think we will open the crowd to a new crowd of people who just want to you know have some uh, bike and they can ride it and you don't have to worry about you know changing pistons or or, or anything mm-hmm. you just have to change you know the the chain and and basically the uh, what do you you regularly use on the motorcycle i mean that bike is uh, the, the goal of it is to make it bulletproof for for thousand hours, and and that's the same with uh, was the Alta. I mean, it uh, is the bike that normally you know you you can wash it, put it on the side, and then the bike is ready to go, and you don't have time, you don't need to spend time working on it. And the guy who doesn't know how to ride, I mean, he can buy the bike and evaluate and and go better and better and better, and uh, just without sw- switching motorcycles. And I think that's that's where the new crowd will come because they will be able to to see more things. And I think for the sport, we'll have also new new sponsor because a lot of sponsors are interested in in uh, being you know green. And uh, the fact that you have a bike that is green uh, help also to to collaborate with uh, some uh, some new companies. Absolutely, Good yeah. Point. Looking forward to yeah. it. I'm a fan of the Alta. I can't wait to get to ride a Stark. Uh, hopefully, down the road, I can do that. Uh, Eric Pernard was on. Um, I did my podcast last week, so him and I talked about it. He said we'll try to get me one, and 
And I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh, thanks, Seb. Thanks for the time, man. I know you got up early for this, and uh, so I really appreciate it. Really cool for you to inf- inform our listeners uh, all about the Stark and your involvement in it and everything else, man. Yeah, thanks for the time. No, no. It was a pleasure. No problem. Like I said, just uh, make a phone call, and I'm uh, not too far. All right. Perfect. Thanks, Seb. <laughs> Thank you. See you okay. Seb. Have all a good right. evening. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. See bye-bye. You. Sebastian Tortelli, everybody. I feel like I need a smoke after Seb <laughs> and James Stewart. Class. I, I'm... Uh, Dude, I'm telling you, he, he was a bad dude on a bike. And we did that podcast, and I, I mean, I, was, I felt like at times, we, I was like, okay, back it down, Mathis, a little bit. Like, because I'm a Seb fan on yeah. like I'm just like, guy's so nice. He's so humble. He was such a good rider, yep. you know? Well, my, so his wedding, uh, I was best man at his wedding, and the only other guy there that like, came was RJ. So it's Sebastian Tortelli's wedding. I'm up there as best man, and then the only other person there is Rick Johnson. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> one of these don't belong, right? One of one of these people, me, don't belong. But there wasn't a ton of riders, is what you're saying? No, it wasn't no, an no, industry no. party. No, but it's like, yeah. how did I find my yeah. way into yeah, this yeah. wedding yeah. with yeah. Sebastian Tortelli and Rick yeah. Johnson? Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, the nine yeah. o'clock hour brought to you by CTI. Are you CTI guy? Uh, I have CTIs. Yes. The custom ones, or did you? Uh, they are custom. Yeah. Yes. Uh, WPS is a pod company but um i ha- i don't ride enough to to have any yeah when you race your cti i was, I was cti yeah. when i raced yeah. uh since 1983 cti knee braces have remained the trusted choice of professional athletes and leading physicians around the world the rigid carbon fiber frame is streamlined and lightweight helping to provide functional ligament support and stabilization of the knee with its adaptable subshell cti provides a custom-like fit that conforms perfectly to your leg providing excellent balance of comfort and support Store.oser.com, O-S-S-U-R.com. Uh, contact your physician for CTI Custom. Something exciting coming down the road for CTI, so stay tuned for that. And speaking of Phil and my race tech rant, I have Phil's face on my CTI Customs. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's just great. Thanks to my buddy Trevor Greaves for that. Uh, so th- that's the 9 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at CTI. I also want to give a thanks, a, a shout-out to Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, uh, also uh, Vertex Pistons, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, ORW, Skosh, Acherbis, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace. we got the Vision Brace on the counter here, Pulp MX1. That's out now. Works Connection on board. Pulp MX20 is the code to save with Works Connection. OGO Power Sports. Traveling sucks. We know that. Uh, whether it's the OGO 9800, which I brought this weekend out to Club MX to carry all my podcast stuff in. How'd or- that work out for you? Uh, yeah, real great. Real great. The bag was the great. The bag was great. The bag was great. Your podcast audio sucks. Terrible. And mm-hmm. I'm still... I am still angry about that. you imagine how much that frustrates him Like with... How? Yeah, the dangling of the poker chips. Oh. How mad he gets about that. I just, I cannot believe it's just a simple double check, Mathis, you moron. Just double check it. You'll be fine. But nope, didn't do it. Just just hit record. And now I have a podcast up that sucks balls. <laughs> yeah. With, and it's not just with losers. It's with <laughs> Weege, Brayton, and Phil. It was really fun. It was We covered hilarious. a lot of ground. Right. We kind of pre- previewed the season. Yeah. Talked to their stories. Yeah. You, made the right, you made the right call by posting it, though. I hope okay. if you can get through it, people, try it. See, see what you think. JT was disgusted that you said the podcast audio was so bad. This is your latest pod you posted yeah. today. Yeah. Steve Mathis Show Feed. That you said, I'm not even going to mention the sponsors because they should not be attached to this. No. JT would have liked to have the sponsors <laughs> mentioned. I just, I can't. I can't do my reads for something like that. I can't. So we pay for what? Nothing? Well, not for that pod. No. <laughs> that, that is Are we the- getting a discount? <laughs> no. 
We're getting a refund? Not, no, I, I'm, I'm confused. Pro-rate me on what you pay me for the number of pods. I'm sure I'll write you a check for $10 Bingo. or something. Okay. Bingo. Uh, uh, so thanks to the folks at OGO Power Sports. If you want a bag, uh, the rig bag is what I use for my gear. It's I use a, a 9800. Yeah, we have a Fly Racing branded one. A rig one? Yeah. Are you sure? Well, the 9800. The 9800. Yeah. That's not the rig. Okay. Whatever. Diff- rig is different. But 9800, I mean, honestly, does there... How many 9800s are floating around the Pro Pits right now? All of them. <laughs> 200? <laughs> Good luck at baggage claim. When you go yeah, to baggage yeah. claim at yeah, a race, right. it is 9800s uh, and nothing else. If you want a deal from the folks at OGO, simply email us using the contact form on Pulp MX and we'll get it out to you. Art of Sport, get data. Uh, Guts Racing, WUSA, great company, W, uh, wheels for everything and anything that can make it to you. Ride Engineering, MotorcycleNurseryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, all on board with us. Uh, still got the Motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment coming up. But also, big news, big news. Pulpamex Fantasy 2022 oh, signups. It's open. Are open. I'm back in industry, idiots. Oh, I'm, you are? I'm, oh, Yeah. Oh, Did yeah. Did you know this? Uh, I think he mentioned it somewhere. Oh, yeah. I think he, I'm pretty sure he mentioned You're it. You're back in. I am back. Oh, my. And the world is better for so it. So ready. Why? What What have changed? What, what happened? I just needed a break. I needed I needed an exhale. So $100 in a I needed, I needed to go on a walkabout. Right, right, go on a walkabout. Right. Yeah. <laughs> find myself. Oh, it's um, like Stu. I'm just like Stu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, in right, better, yeah. I'm in a better place. Right, right. And I'm ready. Makes sense. I'm ready to expose myself. Give me your worst. I'm ready. I am ready for uh, it. A Ray, Cade, bring it. JT can handle it. Yep. Oh, yep. he's going to ride that train. Thrasher, again. whatever. Oh, yeah, any, anything. Sean yep. Cantrell, whoever. Falk. Do me your Mitchell worst. Falk. Mitchell Falk. <laughs> Thurry. Give me. Oh, Thurry. Neek Thurry. Yep. Orlando. <laughs> Bring it on. Right. I can't wait to overlay the audio from this to the audio of the first fantasy pod yeah, after, please, a, after please, A1 where he's just do that. miserable. Please do that. Bring um, on the Wagemans. Yeah, yeah. But bring them all on. <laughs> Weege, are you in? I'll do it. You're in. I'll do it. Uh, fantasy signups up now. PulpMXFantasy.com. Go there. Sign up for the year. If you sign up for the year, you get an extra ticket for the uh, a draw for a Yamaha YZ450. So do that early, and you get the extra ticket into the draw for that. Sign up for Supercross and Motocross. And Mark's, the new feature. Oh, it's so good. Is up. I just want to add before we, we, we go there. If you sign up before Supercross, before A1, That's you're also you're also in the drawing for a TTR 110. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So we I didn't say that. It's on the Monday yeah. after the first right. race. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't say that. So we're giving away TTR. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Mark's the mulligan. The mulligan. So Listen e- to this. Everyone... Listen to this because you had an issue at Millville one time. Uh, yeah. Cost me about 200 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Listen to this. Okay. Well, we don't want you to – we don't want the game to cost you 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. So we had this idea. We're going to give you a mulligan. Uh, you do have to pay for it. Um, but wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm already out. No, you're in. I'm Listen. already out. Listen, Marks, I'm mad. This is five, you know, five or ten dollars for what two hundred dollars in return? That's that's okay. a good investment. Okay. Right? All right, explain that. So one for five or three for ten. Um and what one happens ball again for five, three for ten. Right. Okay. And what happens is if if you do not have a a full and valid team at the time of lockout, the system will create one for you. Mm. And, and it will take uh, riders from the experts teams. Oh, okay. That, that being Steve, uh, JT, Paul, and Dan. Okay. So they Are would you be... in on this? I thought we were, you were jumping in. Uh, we discussed it. We, no. can, we can just to make okay. the pool All bigger, right. but yeah, uh, yeah. it's not finalized. Right. Um, genius or genius or lucky? <laughs> well, he was genius in the beginning of the year, and then it, it got it, lucky. It's, it's both. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's it, both. It peaks and valleys. Right. Um, 
so we'll try to we'll try to make a team from the experts uh picks and if for whatever reason there are not enough riders from that pool uh because you know say you, we all have the same guys or something yeah and and they're guys that you had picked the last weekend we'll, we'll okay. then take riders from the uh guys that rode qualifying um so you're not going to get guys that weren't there at all that road qualifying we will do our best to filter them by top 40 i cannot guarantee that because ama live data is is rough never change is rough to go through never change um and then we will create your team their on those. tv scoring is just uh, that's one of the things i rail in these texts that we we're talking about i just hammer weege in the text about the on, on screen scoring he does i'm not sure that's all ama's fault so what so so Your far fault. how's the mulligan looking so far i don't know if you've been checking but how are we doing um yeah i've actually i've been keeping an eye on it and we're, you know it's looking like it's worth it talent mulligan thoughts uh, I probably won't do it, but I like it. Because you can pick a team? Yeah, I can pick a team. Well, you're on it. I like, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do it. But it's I wouldn't even, do it. It's not I, even I just would. that you, you would? can pick Absolutely. a team. I wouldn't. I, I mean, I'm, in, I'm playing every week. I, I understand, but there are, like, life gets in the way. There, there are so many times, whether it's Twitter or talking to people, and they're like, this happened, that happened. I no, was, I, I get it. I'm saying my personally, but I, I mean, yeah, people, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I'm I get saying it. I would do it as a player. Yeah. Oh, yeah, To yeah, have yeah, that yeah. peace of mind. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I have a question. Ten when bucks, when like, do you have to put this mulligan request in? You have to do it. Well, I mean, you can, I suppose you can get it anytime, but you, you can't apply it retroactively. So you can't miss a race and then say, hey, I want to pay for the mulligans and Right, but you don't need to decide the before the season. No, if you're, if you're, Three races in, and you're like, uh, maybe I should do it just to. I got a wedding. I'm sketched out. Right? Yeah, I'm, I, okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go camping. I don't know how the service is gonna be. I should probably have some backup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like there that. were two yeah. races last year. I was at a GNCC, and you're fifty-fifty shot. You're gonna get there, and you're gonna realize you have no service. Right. Or you're gonna get there, and you're gonna be fine. So just buy it ahead of time, then, Weech. Well, that's the thing. What if I end up paying ten bucks for three, and I only end up using two mulligans? Well, I didn't get my full ten dollars. Or, worth. or what if you have a, oh, a wow. week where you just don't know who to pick? And you just let just the want system, the experts. You just let the system do it for you. Ooh. So what I would do is I would use the two, and at the end of the year, I'd be like, I'm just gonna use that third one with the experts to get my ten dollars worth and probably get better picks. Right. It's very random. Now, one other thing I'd like you to work on. Oh boy. This idea that if you only have seven out of eight riders picked, you get zero points, nope. even though all seven riders did score points. We discussed this, and and it's out. It's not. You a, discussed this. It's not a. It's not a valid team. Why is it not valid? Seven guys can score plenty of points. They could, but it's not a valid Many team. people get seven of eight guys in the main event. That's actually a pretty good week. I will take those odds <laughs> all day long. Good week. You know what I was thinking about? You know what Marks' approach to fantasy is? Mm. The way he picks his teams? Mm. Have you, I know you've heard the song, but the listeners, have you heard the song Waterfalls by TLC? <laughs> he is why that song was written. You don't go chasing waterfalls. You stick to the streams and the river, there are streams and <laughs> the lakes that you're used to. Yeah. This is incredible. <laughs> Don't reach for the, the 18 that's Fuck never that. raced a pro race before. Yeah. You go for the triple. Right. You take those points. Yep. You, you chiz because you know he's going to chiz. Waterfall, seven-layer burrito in the night. We got it all. Mark, what happened to never aim for mediocrity? Because if you do, mediocrity is what you'll get. What happened to that, JT? But Marks is on, like, some other planet. With where he's reaching to, he's picking Aaron Plessinger on a 250 as the whole shot. When he, I don't think he had ever whole shot a race in his life up to that point. Like he is full send. He's a ray, five shots of whiskey deep, 
out on the supercross track. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes it works out. It does. Sometimes it works. It does. Yeah. I have an A rate. Sometimes is the operative word there. Yeah, yeah. I needed help. I had two chicks. <laughs> I had two chicks. Um. So Pulp Mex Fantasy signups. Uh, three Yamahas we are giving away. One two fifty, two four fifties. We're giving away a TTR. We got weekly prizes. We got season ending prizes. We got Pulp Mex Fantasy Podcast random prizes to give away. Uh, yeah, a lot of things going on. And, um, and we'll have the motorsport.com whole shot challenge. Yes, going. I forgot yeah. about that. Right. We're doing that as well. That's a separate game where you can win motorsport gift cards. Do you guys have any uh, like uh, tranquilizer stuff? I'm going to need something to calm me down. Right. On the weekends. Yeah, you, you, uh, you some sort of you get, a sedative. You get way too I'm going to need a sedative. Way too upset. Look, he's already backpedaling a little bit. No, I'm in. He was so in, and now it's. Just, I am I'm in. I'm gonna need a set of. But that. I need. I'm gonna need. I know what where this goes, and I'm trying to be proactive on the front end. I like it. Uh, just I, I don't want to have a heart attack <laughs> at the race. There are probably some good drugs out there at the races. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure you could find someone that can provide something. How much like fun? A horse trank. How much yeah. fun is Pulp Mex Fantasy like when we're in the press box and we all watching some Anaheim oh. press box where nobody can come see? Well, you? not that one, but a regular press box. Like, I don't know. I remember uh, we got down to a suite at one of the races two years ago, and it was really cool. The suite was fun, free food, yeah, free booze. Oh, Houston. Well, that was it. Wasn't there? It was the year before that, and your entire experience was ruined. We were watching an LCQ. It didn't work out. And you were so angry. You were so, 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 I think so, that was so Joey angry. Crown at Minneapolis. Yeah, it sounds like Minneapolis. I know Joey it was a dome. Joey Crown. And you were so mad. And anything we had experienced that day. Right. Blow it up. <laughs> Forget it even happened. It's. Yes. Or Jerry. I'm so, Screaming so, for so, Jerry. <laughs> That's your fault. Yeah. Riding the, riding the Jerry train. Riding the Jerry train, yeah. 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 I mean, we say it all the time. It makes the racing so much more fun. Yeah. The LCQ is really where it's won and lost. And there are riders that you probably never cared about a day in your life that yeah. will become the most important thing. <laughs> and that's really the beauty of what you've done. Yeah. No, we really have. Listen, yes. Is there a better feeling than watching Koga struggle oh my oh God. God. in Oakland that was to the hold on to ninth the, place? The, all the tweets that I made going in, no one thought I was going to do it. Everyone caught, said I was bluffing. Steve <laughs> was like, you will never do it. I picked him. And he turned in one of the most spectacular, <laughs> heroic, like Godzilla. You almost entertaining. Lost it. You said like Godzilla. It was it was yeah. incredible. Yeah, it was Koga. incredible. He burned Oakland to the ground. Yeah, in qualifying spot, out of qualifying spot, getting caught, guys crashing. It's just phenomenal. It was like what Dominic Thury did, but everything not <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> like he made it happen. Dominic Thury, I watched him melt down like Chernobyl, like in front of my eyes. Yeah, yeah. We were at Club MX. Thury was there. Steve could not approach him. He's still not at the point. He, the he seems like a nice guy. He is a very nice guy. Yeah, yeah. I really like him. Dog you, lover, too. What's dog, that? dog lover. Oh, he dog lover? Yeah. Was that one of his dogs running yeah, around? Yeah, he never goes anywhere without that dog. I, Phil's told the story. I didn't pay any attention. Yeah. But you could not. You're not there yet. You are not there yet with him. Definitely I, didn't go to the main event with that dog. I told Weege, I'm like, I can't, I can't do it, man. He seems like a nice kid, but I just can't. I just cannot. You're still, do it. S- still suffering from that yeah. Orlando race. T- twice, two, wow. two, 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 two different races, <laughs> where he qualified like 11th or 12th, yep, and then just blew it. He started making main to the end. He of did. The year. He did. Yeah. He did. Thanks. Yeah. yeah thanks. Exactly. That's the worst. That's even worse. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it is. Okay, when you read back, like, when you start making the mains, yes. and you're just like, oh, thanks, asshole. Right. I now, believed in you before everybody else did. Yeah. You're going to reward them. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So he seems like a nice kid, but I can't do it. Now, one other thing to discuss. We had a long discussion with some of the privateers of the sport 
uh, uh, this money that you usually are able to raise and how we can use this to create a lot of chaos. Yeah. Yamaha yeah. so, Privateer Challenge? Yeah, we're doing the Yamaha Privateer Challenge again. Thank you to Yamaha guys. We're looking at switching things up. I want to run this by you. So, Pop Max Fantasy sign-ups open. Wait, anything else, Mark? Need to touch nope. On? Thanks, everyone, for playing. Thank Appreciate you for it. playing. Yeah, it's absolutely it's doing a great job. So, the Yamaha Raffle Challenge is going to be live soon. Marks is building that page. St. Louis... Minneapolis live shows have been announced. Uh, tickets on sale soon. So if you're in uh, St. Louis and you're in Minneapolis. Are we doing more? These two idiots will be there. Uh, and Kiefer as well and Darkside and all that. Doing more? I'm trying, but I'm getting very frustrated okay. with some of these venues. So I think we put our man Moser on Seattle. What about, what about Denver? Had... Go back to the same, same spot? It's booked. And then, they thought, really? then he said, he, then he said uh, it's not booked. I think I can get you in. I never got a reply since. Mm. I said, I'll front you the money right now. Like, I'll pay. Like, yeah. I, I don't, don't, don't. Moser has not come through for Seattle. No, he's not come at all. No. He's not. He would not come through. Um, anyways, so thank you to PopMex Fantasy people. Enjoy it. We'll, we'll talk about it some more uh, next show and remind you people again. Um, but uh, the raffle money, thanks to Yamaha, we're going to do Decal Works and Works Connection and Race Tech and all these other companies are going to step in just like we did before. We're going to give one away at the after Supercross. All the money raised goes to all the privateers. Love to, uh, love to do that. One of the ideas I had, so Cade... Nick Schmidt was taking dives, had a big lead, got it clinched, got the money. Cade had a huge lead, got it clinched, got the money. Seven deuce deuce, no problem, got home with the money. It's not creating the chaos that I want. So, not going to do it for sure. So you're trying to affect the races? Yes. Okay. Not going to do it for sure, but one of the things we talked about was, can you beat Chiz? Can you out Chiz Chiz? Make it realistic. So any They're privateer, chiz, chiz. any privateer that beats Chiz in the main gets money. If you nobody beats Chiz, it rolls over to the next week. Chiz uh, has to chiz, okay. chiz has to make the main. Yeah, yeah. To make it count because other, otherwise guys will try to break Chiz's tip and fib. In the open, race. Any of the privateers get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so if you can beat Chiz, any privateer. Yeah. How much is it going to be? Well, that's we got to figure that out. Like we got what did we raise last year? Marks ninety. 680 uh, yeah something, something so there. we got to sort of look That's at insane, like by the way we got we got to look at like how much money do we have and, and and maybe if we have extra we can figure that out down the road but i want to guarantee you know say we got say we're we conservative we have we have 70 grand divided by 70 mm -hmm. that's how much the race is and then if you nobody beats chiz oh so that's going to be it, there's not going to be a season ending prize. no it's going to no, be no, no, all no. per no race. no no I'll, i have to pay chiz some money i think just for being there for and, being, and for people for trying to rabbit. take him out. For being the yeah. rabbit, yeah. And for people trying to take him out weekly. And, and, and so, like, <laughs> you know, if you're a privateer, and I'll judge who's a privateer and who's not, like, you know, like, I, you know, whatever. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Um, if you beat Chiz in a main event, you get some money. If two guys beat Chiz, remember that seven grand they used to divide up with privateers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like that. We have this much money. $6,666 per race. Right. It was awesome. So we have this much money every Sinning. Every main event, and if you beat Chiz, you get it. And if nobody beats Chiz, it rolls over the next week, and we keep going. And and Chiz will get some money as well. Can you out Chiz? Chiz, do you either? Of you like that idea? I love that idea. You love I it. I do. I think you need to hook Chiz up, though. No, no, I yes. will. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I called yes. him. We talked. Okay. We're good. Yeah. Oh, you've already run this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He's he not said, afraid of Tib Fib. Just instant. He said, "Listen, I don't think anybody would take me out in the main event. You're doing a lot of things. You're just trying to you're just trying to get ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. But he said I think you guys would try to take me out in the heats if they're coming but up you, behind me. It only counts if you qualify though. If he qualifies. Yeah. No, no, but that's why you make it so he only counts oh, yeah, if he qualifies. Okay, right. If you say it just Right. If you, you say just finish ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then you'll be like trying to knock Chiz down right. and then get the main. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, right. don't cross jump him in the heat just to to keep him out of yeah, the main. Yeah, he has to yeah. make Chiz has to make the main. Yep. 
to uh, to qualify for the money. I think you should make it some sort of where Chiz is eligible for something per round two. Like if if Chiz beats all the privateers, like stump the swab. Yes, Schwab gets, got the money. He gets a bonus. He doesn't get all of it. Yeah, because I think you need to roll yeah, some. Yeah. Right, right. So you make you roll the pri, but. Give him an incentive, too. So yeah, he's yeah. like, I, I can make more money if I beat all these right. guys, right? So there's this storyline going into the main event of, like, who's going to get the money? Is Chiz going to get the money? Right. Whatever. Okay. Marks, do you like that idea? Yeah. It's uh, something different. I'm not against it. Not all of I'm not totally, You don't want to make, like, I'm not no, 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 paying no, Chiz 50 grand no, 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 or something. No, 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 no. But can, you, can you out-Chiz Chiz? And we'll put his face on the, yeah. on the website and stuff. And, yeah. I, I like, love I like it, it. And I think the idea of it rolling over and the ante being upped, yeah. which is six, seven weeks in a row, yeah. beats yeah. all these guys. Right. Man, it's up to now, 10, 20 grand now. The only thing that interferes is if he gets hurt, I got to figure something else out. Yeah. If he Always sucks, I don't foresee just sucking. But if he sucks and doesn't make mains, then I now I have another problem. But you, you know, still so. roll it. I know, but I just I, what if Chiz like doesn't make many minutes? Yeah, you want to have a show, yeah. and if it's yeah. three weeks in a row, nothing's even happening. So that's, that's one idea I have. The second idea I have is the all the money, ninety k, mm-hmm. pays for this house, is up at the last round of the series. This is you fifth, cannot do this. Fifth, fifth gets <laughs> oh my god. Fifth gets sixty percent of the money. Oh my Sixth god. gets a bunch of money. Seventh. I know. Point. I can hear Mark's laughing because he wants to do this one. It I'm, would I'm be in. carnage. Pandemonium. So the gate drops. I will start training now. And nobody goes. <laughs> Except, say, one factory guy's in it. Say Bogle's I in gotta it. I got to get my yeah. license. Right. So say Bogle's in it. They can't not go. They don't want to start 20th. They got to start around that. But every place guy position. is going to go like oh, yeah. this. Once they get around that spot. And then, so what? Unreal. Would, Wait, what hold would, on. Oh, oh, just in the LCQ. Yeah. Oh. Fifth in the LCQ gets all the money. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you imagine? The t- no Diff- one will want to qualify. <laughs> Lee Diffie going, and what is going on here? They are stopping on the track. Put him again there. Tell him to talk about the bunching. <laughs> no one will want to make the main. <laughs> They will fight each other to not make the main. The imagine, chaos. imagine the slow race trying to get <laughs> fifth, but then not trying to get fourth. Fourth is like four and a half laps ahead of fifth. Right, right. <laughs> yes. Whatever idiots deciding to now, get fourth. Would Prater be upset? Yes. Oh, yeah. You make a mockery yes. of their race. That's why I want to do it. It'd okay. All right. Chaos. All right. It is chaos. Chaos. It is chaos. They'll be taking down. They will just stop. The last straightaway. That's the what I mean. will just stop. That's what I mean. So then what happens? <laughs> Do they just cancel the, the, the race? You're like cranking up an engine, holding it wide open, then dropping an eight millimeter socket right into the right into. Some it. people just <laughs> want to watch the world burn. <laughs> God, right? I like this one a lot better. Talent, where are you at? I like the first one. If we can figure out figure oh, out some details, I like I like the last Chizen. one. But I don't think you should do the last one. Why? I, too many things could go wrong, dude. Uh, everything could. It, no, too many things will go wrong. It's. I, th- I honestly think if, if Feld knew you were going to do this, like, they threatened to never let you at a race ever again. Like, something bad happens. It, m- it might be worth it. They can't let it happen. They can't. They cannot let this happen. Well, maybe we keep it on the down low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Promoting you're, this for Yamaha, you're going to keep it on the down low. You're good at that. Right. To yeah. get this money in, you're going to keep it on the down low. Promoting yep. it. Yep. Right. Yes. Got it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know because the fact is, if they all, it was last place, they could all just try to outslow each other. But it is fifth, so when they get to that well, final I think straightaway, I, would, I think I would pay most of the money for fifth, but I'd also pay sixth and seventh and eighth. No, you know no, no. I mean? You do an eighty-five thousand dollar fifth, fifth place. place. Yes, unreal. Yes, unreal. Can you imagine? 
I, the I, complete I, fucking chaos in the LCQ. <laughs> yes. And the announcers not knowing what's going on. Not wanting to acknowledge it. That writers are trying right. not to make the main. Right. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I hope, because it's going to be Salt Lake, I hope that you do it. And I hope that, uh, what's his nuts? What's the announcer? The guy that said Monster Cross. Todd Harris. Todd Harris. I hope Todd Harris is announcing. So he's just he's just completely flabbergasted as to what's going on. I, uh, no, I, like I want Daniel to do it because Daniel will know exactly what is going on. Yeah, yeah. And then he will have a tough time. But then he won't be able wanting to, say to explain it, right, it but right, not. Right. I don't know, yeah. man. So that's my two ideas. Maybe we'll run a Twitter poll. You can't rely on that, man, because chaos theory, why would you not vote for that? Yeah. I mean, can it'd be you, the most you, spectacular thing ever. Can you do a hybrid of both? Like, do the Chiz thing, but then do the last one. Make it like 25 grand. Like, you still yeah. have 50 plus thousand dollars for this Chiz mm-hmm. with a lot of money. And then you have like this $25,000 abortion that you are. What I do, what I do is I go into Prater's office with a white cat that I'm just stroking. And I say, Dr. Evil. Yes. And I say, hello, Dave. You have two choices here, Dave. Is this Meadow Biggums that you're bringing? What? (laughs) Mr. Biggums. You have two choices, Mr. Prater. (laughs) I either destroy your race by offering this LCQ one race bounty, <laughs> or or you give me my own four lap race for all the glory for Pulp MX on national TV, <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then I just go out of the out of the right. Yeah, he he calls security immediately. Sounds gay. Okay, but but if I I mean so Dave, I'm you you your call, Dave. Your no, call. You never get a credential again. You're never allowed to erase again. That's not true. That's not that's fake news. I'll get Arthur Draper. <laughs> oh, your lawyer guy. Yeah. No, they they don't have to give you entry into a race. Uh, that's not a like If they you don't have they, a right. If they really did that. Yeah. And I come on every Monday and like they won't let me in the race, like I'm trying to cover it, like the fans would be outraged. You we have a big audience. You intentionally here. sabotage your race. No, no, no. I'm giving Dave a choice. While I'm petting <laughs> with your petting, your while cat. I'm petting my white cat, right, <laughs> right, because what, what, how cool would it be to have a four lap Pulp MX dash for all the cast, and and then like a real race, first, second, third, like they're going at it. I think if you- which is by the way for the triple crowns, as I've said eight million times, the LCQ should start that thing, a hundred percent. That's a, the fact that they don't do that is the dumbest thing in the sport. But they'll find time for these fucking stupid future kids, no problem. We'll find time for that. We can't find time. For, wait, that's a future rant. I'm going to save that. Okay. Well, I, I'll, wait, I'll wait to the first future race. You this. Because we, how many times have we heard we can't add anything to the program? We're st- like, we're st- like the track maintenance, the intermission, we cannot add one thing to the program. We've heard this over and over. No, I got it even worse. I heard an AMA guy say, dude, we have opening ceremonies. We're bringing out the big superstars. You can't start the night with the LCQ. And I'm like, you actually start the night with the 250 regional supercross yeah, yeah. heat race. Yeah, yeah. So don't tell me that yeah, you yeah. have yeah. Anderson, right. Tomac, and right. Barsha lined up you in got, the first you got Nagy, of the night. You got Nags coming out in the first one. Yeah, yeah. you right. don't start the night what with if, your best guys. Right. What if you – and I'm, I'm trying to think of a way where – Wait, Marks, what do you think of the stroking the cat, giving Prater two options? Uh, I don't know if that's your best idea. Okay. All right. I'm trying to think of Fuck a way you, for you to Thank do you. this and Feld not ban you from the races for the rest of your life. Yeah. And then instead them be on board and want to promote it. Okay. You which take, is which is so JT. It is not possible, JT. There's there's no Hold leaving on. this ball in a total coverage. On. You take all the money and you divide it amongst the top four in the LCQ. So it's just 
the gnarliest LCQ in the history of racing. Then Feld can promote it because it's just extra money for the guys that qualify. There's no, you're not sabotaging anything. You're not fixing a race. Okay, so do I go into Dave and say, you have to do this? Or you don't otherwise? need a cat. Oh, okay. You don't need a cat. Okay. You just say, hey, we have like 50 grand, whatever, yeah. whatever number yeah, yeah, you decide yeah. on that we want to. What if there's two factory guys in there? I don't want to give them any money. Why not? Because don't you feel that like they would take a dive? When was the even? last time two factory guys were in the LCQ at oh, Salt Lake? It happens. I mean, at Salt Lake at the last uh, round. Okay, yeah, yeah, I guess. Just make it privateer only. Uh, it still defeats your point. You don't want guys to try to win. No, but you make it. These guys are going to be. He's trying to like find a reasonable ground here. Yeah, I know. Feld, but you don't want guys to try to win. I don't. But yes. Feld is never going. Like you will suffer consequences if you do something like fifth place gets eighty grand and people are stabbing each other. On the last lap, like, he's got to try something. Something bad is going to happen to you. I think in that scenario, A Ray just stabbed a man. <laughs> the fact that it's not last place, that it's fifth place, none of these guys will be smart enough to come up with a strategy that would actually work. Because you have to go slow, but not too slow. Yeah. If you just stop, you'll get tenth, yeah, yeah, and then you no, won't no, get the money. That's, that's so you've got to like go good, but not too good. Right. And then. I imagine the last lap, they'll be like, you go. No, I, you go. No, you go. Right. And then while they're waiting for that, someone will pass them and then move into fifth. Fantastic. And then he has to stop. Right. And then two guys pass right. him and then they have to stop. Think about that on live TV. <laughs> Think about that as I stroke my cat in the press box. Maybe you need to give Prater 25 grand. I can do that. There you go. Mr. Prater. Yep. Take one of your rig bags that you like so much. Yep. Fill it up with stuff. Yeah. Podcast this is straight equipment. out of wrestling. Yes. Podcast equipment. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's maybe that's what needs to be done. I like doing something that's all like I just think if you listen in the the most entertaining, yes, oh, I'm all for it. I just think it, it realism. We need to get Brandon on the show. Sean Brandon needs to come on. I think realistically, it's never going to happen. Sean Brandon needs to come on. No, 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 no. Don't don't let them know too much about it. Oh, how are you? How's they not going to know? Get it. Don't don't start with. At least get a little bit of forgiveness over permission. That's what I'm saying. They'll shut it down from the start. Yeah. That's, after Salt Lake, you just go, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I won't do that next you year. You don't think that word is going to get around that you're giving 80 grand a fifth in the LCQ at Salt Lake. You think you're going to keep that? Not unless you open your, your, your big mouth. <laughs> you think you're going to keep that under your hat, do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> unless you open your big mouth. Under your hat or under your cat. <laughs> under my cat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I mean, look, if I had one life to live, if I was given a, uh, a diagnosis where I only had six months to live, I want it to end six months from now, May of 2022, yeah. with that fifth place, can you, 85 yeah. grand. Can in you life. go into Prater's office? I'm worried say, about Yamaha, too, getting some backlash. Hey, I got a lot of money here that we want to yeah. help some privateers. Yeah. What's the. I, I want chaos, though. What will you let me get away with? And then you just negotiate. He's going to say nothing. None. No nothing. Chaos. He's going to say nothing. No nothing. He'll say nothing. That's why you can't have Brandon on the show either. Their answer will be no, none of it. Yeah. Yeah, there's no negotiating this. Well, right. say, well then you, you play hardball. Say, I'm doing it one way or another mm. with your cat. Mm. Well, okay. Now you're now you're talk, now we're talking. No, no, no. I'm, but I, I don't think. I don't think the. Fifth, I need a cat. 80 grand for fifth is, is a good no cat. way to go. No, no, no. I would break it down five, six, seven, eight. But fifth would get the most money, obviously. I would break it down. I'm not going to give all the money to one guy. That's, 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 that's the most chaos, though. I know. I know. That's but. like people will take grenades onto the right. racetrack. Now, Steve did his due diligence. He actually went and uh, asked a couple privateer riders, how far would you go with this kind of money on the line? And I don't want to name one of the guys, 
but one of the guys All the way. who is racing 250 East. I don't want to name him. Right. But he said, I'll drive my bike out there <laughs> and I'll land on a dude for 10 grand. I will land yeah, on someone for 10 grand. Said, I don't want to name names. I think names. he said, I'll fucking land. I'll kill somebody. <laughs> yes. for, for, yeah. For right. 10 grand. I don't want to name names. Right. But he said he will drive his own 450 uh, out there. Yeah. Right. And land on a guy for 10 grand. Right. right. Yes. Yeah, so. okay. No names, though. I don't want to name anybody. He was trying to kill you for with hypothermia. Over I know. 20 he, was, he was. So, JT, you've been in these privateer LCQ wars before. Yeah. Would any of them say, you know what? I'm going to be the bigger man. I just want to make the main tonight. <laughs> no. Any of them. No. Okay. Not a single no. guy. When I ran the idea. $80,000. <laughs> I ran the idea by Chiz. And he said, fuck no. Like, I, like I'm not. I'm, ta- I'm diving. I'm taking anything. a dive. Yeah. I, anything. 10 grand. Uh, ten grand's a little different because the main is worth a couple grand. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, all right, all right. I mean, right. but even if it was thirty, right? No one tries to make the main. No, thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, no one tries to make. No. main. God. I think you get someone like Barsha is like, sorry guys, I, I'm, I'm. It's going to be a short night. No, you can't take Barsha level guys. They can. There's ways for them to make thirty grand legitimately, like getting a podium. And they, they can. I need a cat, and I need a Prater's home address. <laughs> and some anthrax? No. Oh, oh do that, okay. Sorry. But yeah. So, all right. Uh, I vote for the Chiz. Chiz chizzing. Chiz winning the LCQ in Houston and round look, one last we, year. It was my favorite moment in the entire year. What? Not just racing. Yes. Well, Your favorite what? moment it was. of the entire What we are you talking about? We were living about? in a world of chaos. We've been, what, 18 months into this living in a world of chaos. The only thing that was chaotic was you... At the freaking press at press day, losing your mind about oh, Jet Lawrence. Jet Lawrence looks so good, man. I'm so glad press days are back this year, all season long. Whatever coast he's on, right? I'll be at all those Fridays. <laughs> so we were living in a world of chaos. Apparently, we still are. We didn't know where we we're at, what we could believe in, how the world was going to turn out. Mm-hmm. But Chiz won that LCQ, and I was like, "Damn it all, we will be fine. We will be fine." <laughs> The world will be fine. I, I, Your favorite not, moment of yeah, the year. It was. It was. Know, right? It was. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. I, I, I like, I want to help Chiz too out. We're all friends with him. He's a good dude. Privateer, right? Like, yep. so it's cool to give him some money. Um, Can you imagine Chiz is down three privateers are ahead of him 15 minutes into the main and then he's just coming on strong and they are gassed because that's the way it always is. Yeah, 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 Chiz yeah, has 20 no, plus no, one in him. The, no problem. speed. Chiz has, guys have Chiz covered in speed. Yes. And then he starts mowing them down. Yeah. Oh, the drama that on his, would be. On his stock Yamaha yes. stock ignition with pump gas and a stock sprocket yep. and, a, and a muffler. And Jer Bear. And muffler and Gear Bear. <laughs> he just keeps <laughs> yeah. delivering body blows. And yeah. eventually yeah. they go down. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 So. we're picturing it as like, can they get past him? But no, no. He might be passing them yeah, and yeah, taking yeah. the money from yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Cade, Cade looks great. But hey, Cade. Sorry, Here God. comes Chiz. Here comes the 11. <laughs> so good. Uh, Darkseid's got a suggestion. What's up, Darkseid? Oh shit, that's David Bradshaw's bike I just fucked up. No, no mulligans for Dark No mulligans, no okay. Ridiculous. All right, you may not like this idea, but what about LCQ, Salt Lake City? We have said purse, 80000 whatever it is. First, LCQ is going to get paid. Third's going to get paid. Fifth's going to get paid. We're not going to tell you how much. We'll tell you at the afterwards, but those positions pay. Fifth may pay more than first. We don't know. Go race. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's like a grab bag. Oh I, don't mind that. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Steve's four, whatever is the most bizarre idea but, you can come up with. That, that is that... watching the world burn. No, it's not. <laughs> because now you're racing for first. Potentially. No, but what if, like, 
what it, it, you open door number five and it's like a rotten chicken. And then no, no, they third, all get money. They all get money. Right. They all get money. So you all know you're getting money. Yeah. But what about what about if you just did twenty first, twenty for third, twenty for fifth, or whatever? Divide it up equally. You're still you're getting racing. You're gonna get racing. So but if you you're get gonna second get second or fourth. You just yeah, but you're gonna oh, get chaos God. in those positions. But if Prater comes to me all mad, I'll be like, "What? They're racing." But if you're second, what do you do? Do you wait? I gotta slow have my down? cat. I gotta you have slow my down cat. for third. But yeah. what if fourth is coming? I know that's what oh I mean. No, 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 but 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 it's like a Rubik's. But cube. my comeback is like I, I'm just paying odd number places. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I just paid the odd man places, and then I'm stroking my cat. <laughs> what about that? I don't mind that. that Dark a different side. term for something. I'm confused. Dark side may have come. I, I think I when don't hate it. these guys are, it. I don't hate it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't hate yeah. it. Yeah. When these guys were stopping for 15 LCQ, you'll be stroking your cat. Oh, for you will sure. be loving. Oh, would... You will be loving this. Ah, uh, just pounding me seven days a week, just on my ass. I I don't, I don't mind it, Dark Side. All right, well I'm surprised, but hey, I like all the ideas, especially making sure Chiz gets paid. Chiz. Supporting Chiz is always number one. Mm-hmm. Right. If you can find a way to not get a lifetime ban, I say fifth. 80000 for fifth. I think I, I may get a lifetime <laughs> ban, though. I don't know. <laughs> I love that you're like, just don't tell Brennan. We know Sean listens, so it's a little late for that. It, it's going to be the only thing people are talking about in the pits. Like, there's not going to be a way to keep this on the down low. <laughs> Maybe I just deny everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just happens in a handshake, eighty thousand dollars handshake. Right. Yep. Weed, you you got a wrestling background. You got to come up with some ideas. Oh yeah, this is straight out of it. Briefcase I, and I am for it. Like I said, if I had a terminal disease, this would be my dying wish to see this happen. <laughs> it's gonna be Steve's dying wish as well. Dying wish. Yes, exactly. But I'm just trying to be realistic. What you can what? actually do. Okay. Would they ever give me a four lap race at the final round? No. They well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you could buy it from them for oh. a, a lot of money. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I know. So they'd never do it for a Pulp MX? I do not believe they are going to change the rulebook or format for anybody. No, okay. if, if Toyota said, hey, we want it to be the Toyota LCQ, of course they are. No, 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 but I want a Nexa race. You want another race? No. Yeah, I want That's a four-lap privateer no. thing. No, yeah, not, yeah. They're not not changing, how much money do you have? Yeah, yeah. They're not they're, changing yeah. the rulebook, the record book. They're not doing that. They're not saying, they, hey, tonight okay. we have another five million. Oh, so, so, so. We had a wiener dog race. They added that in. That's what I'm saying. If you have enough money, they will. Yeah, but I don't. I'm ha- giving it to the riders. No. So, right. I was in control of all those wieners. So, yeah. All right, dark side. Thanks, buddy. Good idea. All right. All right. We're working through this still. We're working through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, RideDeskEngineering.com. Ride Engineering has four options to fit your budget. Weech. For riders uh, on KTM Gas Gas Cuscavana with solid mounted bars from right to left, you can replace the stock bar mount if it's bent with a much stronger one piece bar mount. You can upgrade to a rubber mounted top clamp. You can uh, go with a top clamp and a one piece bar mount that holds a Scott or GPR uh, steering stabilizer. You can upgrade to the rubber mounted billet spit clamps with mounting hardware. Pulp Fan 20 at ride-engineering.com. Uh, again, thanks to ride-engineering.com. Uh, Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save with those guys. And. Weege, have you ever been in a motorcycle car accident? A motorcycle car accident? Or a car accident? Good Lord, I hope not. Did some idiot or some, oh. somebody or some idiot take you out? Are you, are you familiar with Arthur, Arthur Draper? Uh, I think I'm going to learn a lot about him right. come Salt Lake 2022. 
Arthur Draper takes the time to know your clients. To his clients, he takes the time to know you personally. He'll take the time to know me personally when I'm in this lawsuit with Feld. Yes. yes. Consultations yes. are free. You just need to call <laughs> ArthurDraper.com. Help is only a phone call away. He's a personal injury lawyer. Hey, Ray should get Arthur on the case in case something happens this year. Yes, it's almost inevitable. ArthurDraper.com. All right, everybody. Motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon segment. <laughs> no, that's my mom. It's the Motorsport.com Tweets at Talon segment. No. All right. Motorsport.com. Uh, OEM. And after, have you ever ordered from Motorsport.com? I have. Great service. Yeah. Yeah, very happy with it. JT, are they, they do well for Fly? Of course, yeah. We have, they're one of, our, uh, one of our better partners. Absolutely. Phil Nicoletti. Personal sponsorship from Motorsport.com. Also on board with the Club MX team, motorsport.com. This is what you do. Yeah, great guys. Uh, I brought Phil that deal. I brought him the ORW deal. I brought him the FXR deal. That's what I do for people. The amount of people that have helped Phil out and done things for Phil, and then his complaints that the world is rigged against him and it's just stacked the odds, nothing's on his side. I don't know anyone who's actually had more help actually come his way than Phil. What if I had the 80 grand and Phil gave me a race... And I put A-Ray, Troll, Phil, Chiz. Your guys. My guys. Your guys. In a race for all the money. Your guys. What if, that, what if I did that? You could just pick your own. Yeah. Pick my own guys. No, I'd rather see him duke it you out. Just, yeah, else. you just want to I, see. I don't want to name names, but someone said, I'll bring my own bike and I'll land on someone for the money. <laughs> right. I, I don't want to name names, like, but I'd rather see that happen. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. You just pick your own guys. Uh, so thanks to the folks at motorsport.com. Free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. OEM on aftermarket parts as well. Uh, these questions are submitted to Twitter. And uh, Talon, Taylor, what are you laughing at? The fact that Phil is willing to land on someone for Taylor. Oh, yeah, 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 Oh, yeah. sorry, I said the name. Right, you said the name. Yeah. Uh, all right, Talon, let's do this. All right, first one from CJ Crandall, uh, 385. What are your thoughts on Team Solitaire SX this year coming, coming back? They wrote this really weird. What are your thoughts on Team Solitaire coming back in the pits this year with some heavy hitters? Best B team in the pits. Well, they got Wageman. They got uh, who they got? They got Wageman. No, no, no. They got uh, the guy was on the team last year. Wageman. No. It's <laughs> some heavy hitters. <laughs> they got heavy. They hitters. got. They got. I have to go to racerxonline.com here. No, they did sign somebody new. Yeah. I, what? Uh, why? My, why? Not Brees. Uh, that 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 name's uh, Brees is privateer. Um. I fuck it's skipping my. They're very uh, active on Twitter. Yeah. No, yeah. It's Chris Elliott does a great job with their Twitter account. It's fantastic. Um, all right. It's uh oh a uh, Surratt Surratt. Mm. Thanks, Darkside. Ryan, oh, Ryan okay. Surratt. Ryan's yeah, okay. Ryan Surratt. Yep. So uh, he had a good year he outdoors, did. man. He really did. And uh, and so Supercross, looking forward to that. Um, Robbie Wageman, good rider as well. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the best B, B team in the pits. I think the yeah. uh, SGB guys, A Ray Kessler. Cade, pretty good team. Well, it's hard to compare. You're talking of really a 250 team, okay. somewhat. Right. The the SGB races both, somewhat 250, somewhat 450. Yeah, yeah. Uh, compared to Solitaire. Yeah, I'd have to really look through the ranks. There's some other good ones out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. But we like what they're doing from a marketing perspective. Yeah. Definitely out front in that. Right. Uh, Jesse318 has one for JT. Describe the budgeting process for Fly with Zacco being out, then in again, and then out again. How did you guys plan for that large of an expense? Uh, we basically just planned to have it in. And then when he was unable and decided to retire, um, yeah, there was just uh, 
extra budget. Is he still so. on a payroll in a limited way? No. Not at all? Mm-mm. Wow. So he can show up in any kind of gear? Well, I mean, if he was going to race, we, I'm sure we would work something out with right, him. Right. But, yeah. I, I think, he, look, he should buy one of those Rockstar Huskies. They already got his number on it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, so just buy that. Buy one yeah. of those. Most Saves. bizarre story of 2021 right there. Right. Would he be eligible if he brings his own Rockstar Edition Husky with the number 16 already on it? Yeah. It just shows up for Salt Lake. Yeah. Could he go for the fifth place and take oh, the money? That's a great Yeah. Point. Absolutely. Oh. He would be, yeah. He would, be, he would be eligible. Oh, imagine that. He shows up for one race. Yeah. Takes the money right from the privateer's hands. Right. Okay. All right. While we're on that Husky topic, is Rockstar still a part of the MXGP team with Husky? Or is it just the U.S. Askar, uh, You're the Ask, expert, Askar in front expert here. Uh, say it again. Rockstar Husky what? In, with the MXGP team? Or is it just the Supercross now? I don't know. I don't know. Can you call Giuseppe? No. Who, who's on the team? Who's the... Well, it's 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 left uh, it left Kimi's team. Right, so it it's went not to, Ice One. Uh, Ice One's Cowie now. It went to uh, the team Husky, that ran two fifty. Husky is uh, what, Katie Wolf Gas team. Gas. What? It's Standing Construct. It's Construct. But yeah. I don't know if Rockstar's involved or not. No, right. I thought it was the team that ran the MX two, like the Katie Wolf team, became the four fifty team. Also, I might be wrong about that, but I thought I was right. Okay, maybe yeah. I might be wrong about that, but I thought I was right. I, I was right. very confident right. with okay. my answer. Could be. Yeah, I believe they're consolidating. Okay. Uh, from the Wesley. There has not been a press release yet, so who the hell oh. knows? Lewis Phillips is True. disgusted with us right now that we don't know this. Well, He's, he doesn't know who the Beatles are, so I'm disgusted. Okay. <laughs> they haven't announced point. anything. Well, still, but we know things. So. I, I believe it's the MX2 team okay. takes over. But do they have branding of Rockstar? I don't know. He doesn't know who Van Halen is. Lewis. Really? Yeah. Disgusted. Yeah. All right. From the, the Wesley. Who could be the most successful privateer to abandon the U.S. Nationals to pursue, to pursue a World Supercross title? Uh, does it have to be privateer? And what do we classify Justin Brayton as? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Okay. Uh, Brayton, I told him this. I said, why are you quitting? Like, if you end up with a couple podiums and you're seventh in the points, like, why are you stopping? And he's like, well, he was like, you know, it's got to end sometime. And I don't want to go out, like, getting hurt or whatever and i'm like okay i get it but if you're still really competitive and motor concepts will pay you and then i'm thinking of this adam bailey supercross series like what keep racing keep doing it well i think when first of all he said this my last year for sure he only meant full-time ama supercross if the paris and the Osex open paychecks are still there you know he's still taking them yeah and then this option just popped up but i don't think any of these guys i don't think marv marv's contract runs out in may with ktm i don't think marv said for sure i'm done racing if a nice offer for some money comes somehow, some way, somewhere, Marvel keep racing. Yeah. I believe the same thing with Brayton. If he has Chad a solid Reed. season. I think Chad's going to just keep scooping up money when he can. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think any of those guys are like, I'm so burnt, I'm done. Right. If the right offer comes along. Right. And that Marv thing is going to be really interesting because there is obviously a chance that Marv rides really well, still has some value. Then he's essentially on the open market. I mean – but There's no reason to think Marv's going to suck here. No, but he must have decided it's personally he, he doesn't want to race anymore. Marv? Yeah. I've asked him about it. He said, no, I don't really know. I just, my contract runs out. Oh, well, then why would you announce this final year? Just you no, signed he, did one not year? Say, he did not say it was his final year. Who? Well, who said that? It just said he signed a Supercross-only deal with KTM. I'm pretty sure it the did not say he said, he's retiring. He said Marv's final year. He did Supercross. not say he's retiring. That didn't happen? I, I no. imagine this? I didn't read it, so I don't know. It just says he is riding for the team, yeah. Supercross only. It doesn't, nothing, nobody. He did not say the retirement okay. word. Okay, all right. My bad. Yeah. 
I think it's like, hey, hopefully this will be the proper send-off. Yeah, yeah. But if he's out there yeah. killing it and he's yeah. a free agent, if yeah. someone wants to pay him a couple hundred grand to race next year, right. I don't think he's ruling it out. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, from the voice of the drunken people for Weege. Now that we're moving away from the tired old cable TV format, will they finally start to change the program format? Stuff such as interviewing more than top three, roundtables, more track grooming between motos, etc. We're not fully moving away from the... I I think it's going to be a long time before it's not on cable TV. So we're not really moving away from it. Uh, I know what you're saying, right? Then you could have a five-hour show, and maybe we'll get there someday. But uh, moving away from cable... What, What did you hear? Huh? Wasn't there some rumblings? Of what? Forget it. There aren't any. There are not rumblings. Supercross has already announced that every race is on television, for starters. National pre-show rumblings? Oh, yeah, that's got nothing to do with this, by the way. But what? It has nothing to do with this. Like, the races are all going to be on TV, so it doesn't change their format. As far as the pre-show, which has nothing to do with this question. That's what he was talking about, pre-show. No, it's talking about, like, could you interview five guys after the end of a, a race because you don't have time. pre-shows, round great, tables. Great burgers. Okay, one thing, yes. But yeah. for the most part, it's saying, yeah, you okay. have more time now. Right. The racing format is still going to have to be three hours, just like it is. That's not going to change okay. in Supercross. Pre-show? I don't know. You guys like what you're seeing right now? No. Every time you go see freaking Connor Olsen and talk about FOX. That is probably the best pre-show they ever had, the weed show. Yeah. That is great content. Only thing that maybe could battle it was the bottom line show. You guys ever familiar with that uh, one? I'll bring that thing back. Yeah. I will bring that thing back. Anyway, anyway. Give me Robo Rob. I was talking to a, a TV channel that has a lot of racing on uh-huh. it. Yep. ESPN? A lot of racing. More than ESPN. And they even have some motos of oh. Lucas Oil Promoter Cross. Oh, okay. CBS Sports. Yeah. And uh, what about a pre-show that looks just like this one? Oh. Oh, you don't say. What about that? What about that? What Mav. about that? Oh, what Mav about TV. that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I found, I'm not it. I found it. Not I found it. What about that? What about a show like this, maybe? What about a show? Like this editing. About a show? About a show. Not even a show about a show. What about this show? A show about nothing? As a, pre- as a preview. People have said that about this show. <laughs> it is right now. Right. <laughs> That'll be my ticket to fucking stardom answer to the question nothing is changing so far that uh much right. where you would see a change in format they're on television just like right. they always have been right. just different networks do you think gl will get the vaccine and join you in the booth next year no i don't <laughs> okay I, I don't think gl's gonna, right. look i don't think gl wanted to come back so i don't think he's coming back regardless right okay yes i'll miss him dearly all right, Joe has a future headline for JT. Oh, oh, oh boy. Mookie quits baking at the Baker's factory. Oh. Or Eli quits star halfway through the season, citing troubles with the Yamaha a la Stu. No. Uh, it would be A versus two. Mookie two, two, quits two, baking two at the Baker's factory? Yeah, I don't think that happens either right. in the middle of the year, but yeah. it, it would be more likely than two. Yeah. Okay. He loves future headlines. So stupid. <laughs> I hate doing an absolutes. From the producer 451, we only hear about who is flying at the test track. Who is a top guy struggling right now? You just never hear that. Nobody says that. Yeah. Yeah, everybody feels awesome. It's true. Everybody's everybody ready. feels awesome. Yep. We yep. do have a Racer X article coming up here uh, shortly uh, about uh, I, I went undercover and got some anonymous texts about who's flying at the test track. Stay tuned this week. Bradley this week? Taft type? Bradley Taft type. Okay. This one's from Only MX Fans. 
Do you blame Jason Weingant for the club podcast fail today? He was awfully cranky on there. He was cranky, and I do I do blame him, yeah. Because I was trying to rush so he wouldn't get divorced. Because you know Steve, man, he's really all about that. He's not all about his show, his time, all. his quality. No, no not at all. Yeah. He's nothing if not flexible. Right. Very very uh, accommodating. Accommodating, accommodating yeah. flexible. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank yes. you. You're welcome. I didn't owe you that pot. I didn't, I didn't have to do that for you. We're, we're with Justin Brayton, your favorite rider, at, I, his, at, at his dealership. At Yamasushi. Yeah, at his dealership. <laughs> I had already blown 45 minutes the previous night. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from uh, Beef Beef 90 for JT, can we please know who the big get Fly was trying to get not too long ago was and were unsuccessful? Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. I, I, I want to. Um, let me ask if I'm going to get in trouble. And I'll promise you that the next show we can talk about it. How about that? All right. Deal. Mouthful of Chisholm. Oh, boy. Any chance the recently announced FIM SX series runs opposite of the U.S. series? And a decade no. from now, we no. see the top guys no. bypassing no. outdoors no. to race Supercross. No. Nope. No chance. From T Hall 767. What's more likely to happen? We have bad tracks at rounds with futures, or we see kids really struggle at those rounds. I I I I am not a fan of this future program. You don't you don't think it's gonna be good? Not at night show. Why not? There's gonna be like three guys that are like way legit and the other guys are gonna struggle. It's alright. Okay. Can't wait to see the carnage, the ADCC U.S. Open carnage that we're going to have in front of us. It's not 80s. I know, but it'll be like that kind of carnage. Eh, I think Hymas is pretty good. Yeah, okay. you Absolutely. Hymas is fine, and the fucking Jet Reynolds is fine. and Jet's full pro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Ryder D is fine. Those guys are d- fine. But, yeah, you know, I I, I just think. Yeah, I think, I think they're a better. Be. We'll like, I think kids we'll like Evan and these kids have some skills. They do, but what about the other 20? Well, I'm I'm naming more and more like uh, Gavin Towers and some of these kids are like they may not win, but they're they're not incompetent. I just don't want to see these little kids hurt. That's what I care about. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah, very very mm-hmm. comforting. Yeah, the nets were for there for safety purposes. Thank you, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin Wyndham nets. <laughs> mm-hmm. From Jut one twenty seven, my cat, go see Prater. Who do you think has the most success in the first three rounds of the major brand changes of Anderson, Tomac, Plessinger, and Stewart? Tomac. Plessinger. Waffle. I think uh, based off of Tomac's typical January struggles, I'll go Plessinger as well. All right. From Smorsky281 for JT. Would you rather be able to eat ketchup and quesadillas without them uh, without them affecting your keto diet or prove Steve unequivocally wrong every time you guys argue? I already do, option two. Uh, I'm going off keto, though. Uh, oh, Yep. So I, I'll be my diet will be even more strict, which is wild, um, but it won't be keto. Math is very upset. It's, just, it's, it's very I, upset. I, I, it's got, gonna like I'm gonna eat normal food. It's yeah. just gonna be like yeah. very strict calories yeah. and okay. whatever. All right. From Motohead, for, for no reason. For no reason. 
Nothing. He's got well, 80 my, grand my own, on the line. My own personal happiness is not good enough for you? That's not personal happiness. What do you it's mean? It's not personal happiness. Why else would I be doing it? You're perfectly in shape. Okay, you don't do triathlons, you don't do road bike, none of that stuff goes on, so you're not... I do triathlons once oh. a year. Uh, okay, yeah, all right, Okay. sure. So, um, you're going <laughs> to... You do don't do triathlons, yes, I do. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah, okay, you do one a year, all right, all right, hero. But, so, you're doing all this for nothing. For I like nothing. it. I like it. You like it. You yeah. just said my diet's going to be even strict, which I don't know why I'm doing that, but yeah, you like it. Like, the, 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 you don't like it. You don't. It's just some sort of weirdo discipline thing. For you no i i like to see what i can do with my body how fit i can get like i i like for, it. For, for why you're already fit why do you like to mountain bike three hours a day i don't i don't mountain bike three hours a day or whatever you yeah. do two hours a day because you like it that's ridiculous i would not have enough time to get into this <laughs> but it's ridiculous so why do why do you body there's builders, no goal for why do you? people go to the but gym you're not a bodybuilder Maybe I want to work like. Oh, you're going to be a bodybuilder? No. Okay, I get it. Jesus Christ. If you want to like get yoked, okay. Why do you care? I don't How care. How fit I want to get. I t you're already fit. You're good. Enjoy life a little bit. Get some quesadilla. Get some ketchup. Just because you have your diet that you My think, diet's not good. I'm not saying it why is. why are you projecting on me? Let me do my whatever I want. I've known you for 22 years. Yeah. You love quesadilla and ketchup. Have some fucking ketchup and quesadillas. You have it for me and tell me how it is. See? So why the rigid, why the rigid discipline? Like, what do you, what's going because, on? Okay, this is the whole like, thing. Like, no. you're already in shape. You do, do one triathlon a year. Do you want me to walk you through why I'm doing it? I was He's always... a fat fucker. I would, did, like, weightlifting in high school. Yeah. State weightlifting, all that stuff. I was super into it. I still really like it. But with racing, you can't get really strict on your calories because you have to always think about racing. I was always thinking about cardio. How is this That's going right. to affect your career? I could never do it. Right. So now I don't have to think about any of that. If I want to get super strict on calories and do a hardcore cut, I can. A hardcore cut. Yeah. yeah that so sounds I, like fucking awesome. But I want to do it. Yeah. Like, why do you care if I want to I do don't that? care. Good. Then don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Oh, okay. God damn. I think it'll wiggle this. He's going to need the, what's the lawyer's guy? Arthur Draper. Now you're going to need Arthur Draper to get out of that because he will be bringing it up again. Uh, Pulp Mix Fantasy sign-ups open, everybody. All right, last one for you, Weech. Stu, I had to be impressed with that, how hmm? you threw that in there. Yeah. Stu's taking notes well, I thought, on I, how you just threw that I in. I literally was like, we're done with Chase Sexton. Let me do the read, and we'll move on to a new topic, but not Weech. I had to fucking just hammer the Sexton <laughs> Straight thing Straight to Sexton. Yeah. Seven questions on Chase. Yeah. There was one point that had to be asked. Everybody figures that Seven Stu probably times. ghosted him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... I wanted to know, did you ghost him or not? Right. I asked a hard question. I'm just glad you I'm talked. Not cream puff. I'm, I'm glad you talked to him. That's hey, all great. I'm glad, I'm glad you talked to him. He's a great guest. All right. all right. Last one from MotoEd651 for Weege. If your TV remote, com remote control batteries are failing, do you charge both batteries or do you try to get away with just changing one? Highly underrated are the fact that most TVs still have hard buttons built in. And there are times where I just go with that until I finally decide to break down and buy some batteries for the remote. You can usually turn the TV on and off. This, this TV right here probably still has hard buttons on it to turn it on and off. Mm -hmm. So you don't really need remote batteries. What about for, Wait. like, cable? You have cable? Oh, that, so, yes. Okay. Half of my remotes I have to put batteries <laughs> in. But there's one where I don't need to rush out and buy a bunch of AAA. Have you, has that happened to you where you just have no batteries for a long time? And I've just pressed buttons to yeah. turn the TV on? Yes. Yes. Okay. Unbelievable. Hardcore cut, I call it. 
<laughs> That's your vision. I call it a hardcore, a hardcore cut. cut. Hardcore cut. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's horrible. Motorsport.com, tweet at Talon segment. All right, everybody. Uh, good show tonight. Fun times. Again, we didn't talk too much Supercross 2022. I got another show coming up for that uh, in a couple of weeks. And then we're doing the Racer X preview show. So you want to hear it myself make all the right calls and all the right predictions. JT will do some hard cuts uh, on his end of things, and Weege will, uh, will, will be in the middle of us. So we're going to do that on racerxonline.com, video and audio uh, coming up as well for that. Um, so, yeah, we'll figure that out. Uh, should be a good time. And uh, okay. thank you to James Stewart for coming on. Levi Kitchen, Sebastian Tortelli. I would normally ask you guys what the best interview is, but we already know that. I mean, Stu wins. Right. Glad Stu you wins. had him on the show. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Swisscore for those questions. No thanks to Moser. Uh, thanks to Pookie as well. Uh, Marks? Yes, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank guy you. in the corner? Big yeah. boobs. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, guy in the corner. Thank you. Uh, such a good job. Um, all right. And, and uh, again, Weech and JT. JT, thanks. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Flyracing.com. Please check that out. Jason Wygant. RacerXOnline.com. Check Racer it out. RacerXOnline.com. <laughs> Make sure, remember, everybody, next time your batteries are out, it's the hard cut. The hard cut. Yes. Make the hard I cut. I made a hard make, cut of battery. Make Wygan proud, everybody. Yeah. Hard cut of battery. Uh, all right, everybody. We're, uh, that's it for us. We're off next week. We'll be back in on January 3rd uh, with some uh, new guys on board with us and, uh, and everything else. PubMexShow.com for the sponsor codes, everything else. Thanks for listening. We out of here. Snack pack. Whoa. Oh, man. Who did that? Who said that? There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.